All right, man. PKA episode 477 with our guest, Daniel Negranu. Kyle? Couple of sponsors tonight, Postmates and Netgear. But yeah, we have Daniel Negranu. I'm a huge fan of yours. You've won like six major poker championships. You've won over 40 million dollars. I've been a fan of yours for like 10 years. I, I, I played poker to as a job for two or three years in my early 20s and you know like everybody else during the big poker boom after moneymaker mm -hmm. may it just made it explode all over espn in the world i i started watching then and and you were i've always been one of my favorite players your reads are incredible you you don't get too serious at the table which i love um and when you make phil hellmuth rage it just <laughs> tickles me pink i love it I love it. So I'm, I'm very happy to have you on tonight. I, I spoke to my father a couple hours ago. He and I have played poker for years. He he plays two or three nights a week in cash games. And, and I was like, Daniel Negreanu is on tonight. I'm going to get to talk to him. Anything you want me to ask him? And he's like, well, tell him last week I lost $800 when I had a full house and the other guy drew out and called my $500 bet. Made four of a kind. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, thank you for coming on. It's it's uh it's 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 really cool for me to have you on. I'm I'm a, I'm a huge fan. It's a pleasure, and I just want to say sorry for your father because I've never heard a story like that before in my life. Like, never, wow. not once. You that lost a poker happens. hand. I mean, oh my god. Crazy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that doesn't happen most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Woody and I have played poker once or twice, not for money, just to pass the time. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've won fives, if not tens of dollars on occasion. Yeah. Yeah. Kind I wanted of a big to ask deal. about, about like um, the big televised cash games. Like, like how much of that is, I don't know if it's a trade secret. How much of that is the player's cash that they, you know, they're drawn out of their bank account. How much of it is being fronted by glad you asked someone else? So that's going to depend on the person, right? When you see me playing for money on TV, a hundred percent of that money is my money. And, you know, so when I'm losing big pots, when I, there was a big high stakes poker hand, I lost like a 600 K pot. That was all me. Most of the players that play high stakes, it's all their money on occasion, especially back during the boom. A lot of people wanted to get some recognition. They wanted to be on TV. They didn't really have the bankroll to put up that kind of money to play. So they might sell percentages of themselves, you know, like 50% or something like that and, and play for a shorter percentage, but real, but really it's, it's as real as it gets. I mean, when you're watching high stakes poker on TV, that money's real money. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not a poker guy like Kyle, so I, I, I can't accept this. You're saying that that money, I thought you bought in for like, I don't know, five grand or something. And then they gave you a million imaginary dollars and you just bet that <laughs> until it went away. And first no. and second and third place got some winnings off of that. This is all oh, you're talking about tournaments. Yeah. So like high stakes poker, which he was talking about was cash games. Like when I played the high stakes poker the first season, mm -hmm. I put a million in cash of my own money on. That's like, that was real money. What you're talking about is tournaments where let's say, for example, everyone puts up 10,000 and you know, you get like 50,000 worth of chips that, you know, for your 10 K and now, you know, the, the bets you're making, that's all part of a tournament. They're not actually like, Oh, betting 350,000, bet 1.5 million. Um, so it's different when you're talking about tournaments or cash cash. It's just straight by the number tournaments. Mm -hmm. It gets uh, like, if you watch the main event of the world series of poker, like by the end of it, you know, one guy's betting like 20 million raise 40 million. That's not real money. That's just chips. So, but um, when it's chips versus real money, how does that impact your strategy? Like, you know, when to make your moves. 
Well, tournaments are different. Like one of the other things you sort of mentioned is like, okay, when you play cash, you're either winning or losing this money. That's the end of it. This hand it's, it's all in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. Whereas in tournaments where you get knocked out could mean you make money. So if there's a hundred people, maybe they have a system where the top 15 will make the money. So you have 85 losers. And then the guy who comes in 15th, maybe doubles his money and each spot you go up, you get more. So maybe the top guy gets 40 or 50% of the prize pool. Second gets 20 or something like that. That requires a different, you know, set of set of strategies because cash, you're just trying to make the best decisions to win what the most money. But in a tournament, sometimes like, okay, let's say, for example, you're doing fine, but there's a guy over there. He's got really short chips. He's going to be out any minute now. Well, if you get knocked out on this hand, you might cost yourself a hundred thousand in real mm -hmm. money because you didn't wait this guy out. So now you're going to play real careful and conservative and be like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to mess with you. So that creates a, uh, there's a nerdy term for it. It's called ICM independent. Uh, it's a chip model thing where uh, players think about, okay, not just simply like, Oh, I have a pair of jacks. That's great. But if I fold these jacks, these guys go broke. I automatically make money. So that's, what's different about tournaments. Mm. That was really okay. well explained. I'm excited for well, you as a guest. Yeah. Not my first time. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot more about poker than I did three minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm ready, Daniel. Yeah, you deal. Yeah. <laughs> so were you, were you always just kind of intuitively good at that game, at reading people, figuring it out? Or was it, you know, a you know, studying process? I was reading about you and it, like, it seems like kind of ever since you were a kid, this is the path you wanted to choose. Were you, did you recognize in yourself like a, an affinity for it? I mean, I loved it. We played in high school. I used to play pool. I was a snooker player, you know, in pool halls. And, you know, some guys started to play poker. I had no idea what was going on in the first month. You know, I thought it was just a game of luck. I didn't really know. And then I realized, why the hell do the same guys keep winning? Like, are they just luckier than everybody else? And that's sort of, in, you know, I was intrigued by that. I, I'm very competitive, always had been. So I wouldn't say I was good right off the bat. But I had like a real drive and I enjoyed it so much that I spent a lot of time and effort to get better quick. And I did mm -hmm. within a couple months, those guys I was playing with, I was able to beat them just by, you know, learning through trial and error. Like, okay, what does this guy do that makes sense that works? All right. Let me, you ever watch that show heroes on NBC back in the day? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was a character named Siler and he was like, uh, he was one of them hero people that had like special talent. Everyone had a special skill they could do, whether it was like, not die in a fire or whatever. <laughs> he would suck their brain and like take bits of whatever they could do to make himself all powerful. Well, that's kind of what I did in poker. This okay. guy, he's a bluffer. He bluffs really well. Okay. This guy, he's smart. He plays a few hands. And I took the best of what I saw in my opponents and tried to create like, you know, the perfect combination of that. Okay. Was that at a time when, when you were playing kind of a, I guess maybe just a private game or where it might even be technically not, not so legal. Yeah, I mean, literally, I started in basement games, in my basement. You know, I was a teenager, but I'm, I'm Canadian, eh? So mm -hmm. I would drink a case of beer, like 24 beers. We'd play poker till eight in the, nine in the morning at my house with a bunch of guys that were much older than me. Um, how much did you but, weigh? How much did I weigh? To drink a case of beer is a good amount of beer. So crazy. Like, I was not even, I wouldn't even feel drunk. Like, it's so different. Now I'm a lightweight comparatively. But like, you know, you're playing poker, you just beers go, and you start around eight, nine o'clock. PM and then at 8 a.m. I'm still having a beer. I'm but like, teenage you weighed what 150? <laughs> no, I was 130 pounds. Jesus dude. Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I remember fifth grade. <laughs> 130 soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> <I> just, wow. <laughs> I, I was reading also that 
you know, you, you kind of built up like a bankroll when you were young and then moved to Vegas to try and, you know, kick it off there. And on your first go, you, I guess, went broke and had to go back to Toronto. Did after that happened, was there any party that was like, well, fuck, I guess I'm going to go be an accountant or something now. Nah, you you're like, right. no, I'm, I'm doing, I'm going back. Well, no, the first time you're right. I did go broke. Um, the second time I also mm-hmm. went broke the third and fourth oh. and fifth time, uh, were the last five or six times I went broke before I started to figure it out. So the way I looked at it was like, it was almost like if you think of sports, right? It was like, okay, that's the major leagues. And mm-hmm. I was a minor league player. I get a call up, get my ass kicked, have to go back down to the minors in Toronto and build up a bankroll, go back, give it another shot till I sort of figured it out in Vegas. I learned the adjustments and stuff like that necessary to succeed against, you know, top pros. Mm-hmm. And, uh, after about a year, I would say I was able to start to, you know, put it together. Right. I was just learning and going broke all the time. I went broke more times than I can wow. count. Yeah. But by like a bankroll, like how much money is that? You like, see, the uh, thing is, I was a teenager, right? Mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. late teens, early 20s. You're talking like $3,000 sometimes, yeah. 5000 10000 Never more than 20000 or 30000 That's a lot to come up with, though. Like, you know, maybe not for you today, but, you know, <laughs> for young Daniel, 3000 is you worked hard to get there, even. Well, yeah, the thing is, is like when I'd go broke in Vegas, right? Come back to Toronto, and people knew I was good. So I would borrow money. I'd be like, can I borrow $500 or $1,000? i would work my way up. For play for like a month or two in Toronto, build up a bankroll of like five or 10,000, bring it back to Vegas, drop it off, go back home, <laughs> get some more money, drop that off. You know, it was, uh, it was like a bank. They saw you coming. Oh, Daniel, welcome back. Would you like a drink? You could no have joke. saved money if you just oh. mailed it there. That reminds me of like the most. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It wouldn't have been nearly as fun to just mail it. Checking the mail. Yeah. There was one story where I felt like that guy. We're like the sucker. I remember where it was like we we're at Binion's Horseshoe back when that was a thing. And I mean, like was playing till like five, four o'clock in the morning or something. And there was eight or nine people at the table. I went broke. I lost my last dollar. I went to the bathroom to wash up and I got out of the bathroom. This is like four minutes. They were all gone. I'm like, holy shit. Like they were only playing because of me. And that was like a distinct realization that as much as I'm like the big fish in Toronto, you know, in Vegas, like they saw me as, you know, the meat. I was yeah, the guy the they mark. were playing because they're, 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 yeah, I was the mark. Hey guys, Daniel's coming from Toronto. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. He's coming tonight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's funny, isn't he? Do you look <laughs> down on the players that lose money? Like I can I can imagine this scenario where pretending a wealthier version of me is like, yeah, I'll probably lose twenty grand tonight, but I'm gonna be at the same table with Daniel and this guy and that guy, and I find that to be worth it. Do you look at that guy and think he's an idiot or just on vacation? It's okay. Listen. You know what? Listen, if you've made a fortune in your life where you can just blow 20 or 30,000, who's the idiot, right? A lot of these poker players who mock like the businessman. I know this guy, he's like billionaire. He's bad at poker. He comes in, you'll lose a hundred thousand, 200,000 people go, Oh, what a fish he is. I'm like, he could buy you 20 times over. He lives an awesome life on an Island, travels the world, has a hot girlfriend. He does your job for fun. I mean, and he's just having fun. So you like, it's just like when you think of the bigger game, the bigger poker game, wall street or whatever the case may be you know they're playing high stakes so like i don't mock those guys i if anything you know i respect and envy them yeah that's cr- that'd, be, that'd be so fucking sick imagine having enough money that you could lose like a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars and then be able to sleep that night right like, <laughs> like eh, whatever. it's just like that that, that story i told you, you guys a while it. back 
<laughs> you should try. The first time I lost over a million, it was 1.3 million in a game. I slept like a baby. Jesus. Like a solid 10 hours. Was that sleep. the case of beer months. contributing to that? Yeah. <laughs> no, sober as a judge after a 23 hour session, burning, you know, just blowing up my bankroll, slept like a baby. <laughs> I like that story. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard of Dan Bilzerian. He, he's a big poker player. And yeah, yep. so I was, I was hanging out with Dan a few years ago and he was telling me this story. Um, he was playing at some other guy's house and, and, and who had regular, really big private cash games. And, uh, one of the players had gotten they're just they're in a massive mansion somewhere this this incredible home this this multi-million dollar home and one of the guys wanders away from the game and i guess he really had to shit <laughs> and before he found the bathroom it started happening mm. and so he has shit in little puddles as he has traversed the home looking for the bathroom he's pooped everywhere like, this like, guy. like all over the carpet and then I guess he got a little tuckered out. So he hopped into a, a random bed where a bunch of coats were. And now there's poop all over the bed. And somebody Ew. runs to the homeowner, right? This this guy in this, with this $10 million home. He's like, look, Larry has shit everywhere. He's shit in the hallway. He's shit in the living room. He has shit in your guest bed. He's like, Larry loses $600,000 here every weekend. He can shit in my mouth if he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good story. You know, it wasn't until the last sentence of that story that I realized Larry's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> I was thinking, what a fucking loser. And then, damn. <laughs> that guy's that's pretty alpha yeah i shit where i want daniel i got a question so 90s nba players genuinely hated each other actually dislike competitive off the court like they didn't like each other current nba players yeah they're competitive but there's a bit of a fraternity that they're all in where do poker players fit in in that spectrum is that your dog taylor <laughs> No. Yeah, it's my oh. dog. They're going nuts. I would not have said anything if I knew it was your dog, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, Daniel Sorry. can bark anywhere he <laughs> wants to. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So where do they fit? Are, are you and the other players that it seems like you're button heads at the table actually friends when you're away from the table? Or where are we? I think you have a combination, right? I would say overall a lot more on the friendlier side, like current NBA. But then you always are going to have royal, uh, like rivalries where people like literally we call it heads up for roles, right? Where like I'm cocky, my ego's, you know, being challenged, your ego's being challenged. We're like, oh yeah, you want to fucking go? Throw all your money down and let's play heads up. Just me and you. Let me bust you. So there's definitely a bit of both. Bust all over you. <laughs> bust all over you. Yeah. yeah that's what That'll happens. show me. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I see. Yeah, how about like, I suck your dick? Like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me, some of the most dramatic moments are the ones where it like, like a lot of the times, especially in the cash games that I that I've watched, it, it's very lighthearted, despite you know the numbers at stake and stuff like that. But when I see in particular Phil Helmuth get get really tilted, like I there's a famous clip on YouTube of you getting him four times in a row, I think, and you're bluffing maybe three out of the four hands, and he's just like, I'm too good for you, Daniel, but one of these times, I'm actually going to have some... And he just, he just throws away top two, top pair, and you, you've got nothing. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, eventually, you're just going to get me. Yep, yep, yep. And you just pull all of his money toward you. And it's, it's it's funny, but but everybody loves to hate Phil Helmuth. But sometimes I watch Mac, my, uh, Mike Mattisau, and I'm like... <sighs> 
does he need an intervention? Yes. <laughs> Should someone be stepping in right now? And instead of being like, yeah, Mike, here's another $100,000. Shouldn't they be saying, Mike, let's get you a cab. To, to fill it in, for those of us who don't know who this Mike character is, is he just always losing heaps of money? Well, it's hard to tell because if I'm, I'm the outside. Obviously, I'm on the outside looking in and, and there's some editing involved. Like Daniel could probably answer that question better than I could. But from my point of view, it seems like he takes some rough beats and loses a lot of money that maybe he shouldn't have been gambling to begin with. Well, I mean, listen, you look at a guy like Mike, do you think he has a job? Where do you think he gets his money? He was, he has been a professional poker player for a very long time. Um, he's a lot, he's not nearly as good as he thinks he is. And so when he's playing against really tough competition, that's probably what you're referring to. He's got an old school mentality and a lot of these young guys just like whip him around. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a, he's a, men he's got like issues, like lots of them. Right? Can you dive into that? Because like I didn't understand it. Yeah. How does old school versus young guys, what does that mean? Okay. Though? Huge difference, right? So old school players have a way of thinking that's totally different than, you know, the young players, young players today use software. They're constantly on the computer figuring out game theory. Like we call it GTO, game theory optimal. They're trying to figure mm -hmm. out the best approaches and they're doing things differently based on, you know, the mathematics behind the game. Old school players are a little more fly by the seat of your pants. Like, intuitive, um, if you don't, yeah. yeah, intuitive, but like a lot of them, if you don't have respect for the younger generation, they're just going to destroy you, right? Like you, you can't be that guy who thinks like, it's almost like I, I would imagine in, in sports, like, Anyone from this era going back to play poker in 1995 would destroy it, like absolutely crush it just with the evolution of anything. Like we talk about Wilt Chamberlain. We talk about these basketball players from back in the day. Like, all right, well, how would freaking Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan do in that league? Okay. They score 400 points a game back then. Mm -hmm. You know, it just, it evolves. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of old school players are slow to make the adjustment or the acknowledgement that like what worked for you then ain't going to work no more. Have you always been more in your own personal approach, more analytics driven kind of doing the online, like studying game theory, all that. No, I was always like the feel old school guy, but I realized like in order to stay competitive at the highest levels, I'd need to learn how to use these freaking things. Like you guys were with the mic and all this setting this up. I hate this shit. It's like, I need a guy to do it for me. Mm -hmm. So I hired yeah, a guy. I turned like, it on for you. I hired a computer scientist and another guy who's a pro who understands how to use these, you know, this computer. And because if you, if you're like new to it, you look at it and you're like, okay, what do I do? What do I do with these simulations and stuff? So they helped me so I could update my game. But I would say, absolutely, I come from the old school kind of, we call it exploitative play. So game theory, the idea behind game theory is like you do something that no matter what you do, you can't lose, right? So the best way to describe it is you ever played like rock, paper, scissors? Sure. Yeah. Right. So if you were playing game theory optimal, you'd throw one third rock, one third paper, one third scissors, right? Okay. Yeah. So that would be like, if you did that, you know, randomly, there's no way that anyone could beat you. However, there's no way you can win either. Cause no matter what the opponent throws, you know, you're going to win about 33% of the time. Right mm -hmm. now. What, what good poker players do is they do what's called exploitative play, which they know what the, you know, the baseline break even thing is, but they adjust to the opponent. So for example, if I was playing against one of you and I'm like, well, this guy, you know, he folds when I bet. So I'm going to bet against him more or this guy. He always calls me. So I'm going to, you know, make sure that I'm not bluffing against him. So we make adjustments based on the mm -hmm. tendencies we find about our opponents. Mm. Okay. 
And that was that lesson you just got. That's like $55,000 worth of value. You just got, <laughs> if you can actually, if you wow. can get into games with Dan Blazarian, it might be 1.2 million. <laughs> I doubt that's true. I don't think I can convert that into anybody. I think it'll cost me 55 grand to see if you're right. <laughs> I like to play high stakes war. <laughs> ah, you beat me again. <laughs> that is interesting, though, and well phrased. Yeah. Still happy to have you as a guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's really interesting. I, 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 it's one of those things that the more you look into it, like as I knew you were coming on, as I was looking into, you know, kind of trying to learn a little bit more about poker, and I, I'm in my late twenties, and I until. <laughs> Probably a week ago, was still on board with like the ah, it's pretty much all luck because I've never watched poker online. Really? I didn't really know, like I well, I, not all luck, but I thought that a lot of the bluffing, you know, was, you know, not not nearly as impactful as it really is. But something I like about you is you don't wear sunglasses or a hat. Sometimes you wear a hat, I guess, but you don't wear sunglasses. Do you look at those guys wearing like fucking Antifa masks and, and glasses <laughs> and, and hats like you bitch? <laughs> You're just doing that because you know that I would see you from a mile away. Yeah, I hate it. I wish it wasn't even legal to wear sunglasses. Like, frankly, when I see a guy doing that, wearing sunglasses or whatever, I get right in his face and I intimidate <laughs> him. Like, literally, I'm like, you know, you're scared fucking look at me. I'm going to look right in your fucking throat and I'm going to see shit. And they all feel like they're completely covered, but there's mm-hmm. subtle things they can't cover, whether it's their hands, their breathing pattern, their neck. There's always something like when you think you're secure, you know, and I can't find something on you, I will. And uh, typically it's the guys that wear the sunglasses and the hoodies that it's almost like coming to the war saying, like, I'm already shitting bricks. I'm so scared. You'll yeah. look right through my soul. So. I feel like I have a, I have a psychological advantage over them in that moment and I'll use it. Like I rarely bully at the table, but guys like that, I often will make them uncomfortable mm-hmm. if I can't. They might well, be more inclined to hide less. With like a home like alone style mask. Would they let you? Home alone? No, I this mean, they're the, the bur- they're bad. Yeah. yeah like, would they, <laughs> would they be like, no, this is absurd. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're not supposed to be allowed, right? Like poker tournaments are in casinos and there's a rule or a law supposedly that, in a casino, you can't cover your face. So some guys woman? try. <laughs> like one guy, Phil Locke, he wears like ski goggles, like mm-hmm. legit, like actual ski goggles. Who so covers his whole face, wears a hoodie, you know. But what an asshole, Taylor! You need to show up in your full <laughs> hockey goalie gear. You're like, what? Yeah, it's yeah, where, it's, where it's my, my religion. Mask. Yeah, it's or got I'm just like, I identify as a Muslim woman when I'm playing. Sorry, bigot. Do it. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad to know that you're more inclined to bully those guys. Cause it feels like from an outsider looking in, it seems like that's kind of cheating. Like the, the whole point well, I mean, is you're reading people's face. It feels that way. Right. But like, obviously if it's within the rules and you're allowed to, some of the shows that we do like some televised shit that's uh, shows shit shows that uh, we specifically have rules where you can't wear sunglasses. There's a few like that. And I, mm. and I like the trend. I'd like to see more of that. So you, you said breathing patterns. What other little things are you looking for, like physiologically, as the game's going, if they have those kind of shields up? Oh, boy, I got so many. Lips, like lips pursing, lips like this, nose twitching, also posture. So, mm-hmm. you know, like I'll ask you, okay, you guys don't play poker, but I'll ask you this. Like if you if a guy bets all his money, right, and he's sitting like this, okay, right, that's, that's position one, or he bets mm-hmm. all his money, and he's sitting like this. Which one do you think is the bluff? Probably the guy sitting. Uh, the one sitting. where he's sitting like this, right? 
No, okay. the other one. I don't I know. Think I think the guy peacocking the first one is the one who's bluffing, but we'll see if I'm right. Well, okay, what would be your reasoning for that? So the guy's I think that that guy like is trying to show something that he uh, doesn't really have, whereas the second guy is comfortable in his skin. That was the thought process. So comfortable in his skin is absolutely a thing, right? So if a guy's like this, he's not really worried. He's just relaxed because he's relaxed because he's got a very good hand. Often what people do when they're bluffing is they tense up. So oh. if they're tense and they're stiff as a board, it's like, oh God, I'm scared. I'm scared. Don't look at me. So you can sense, like you can even see their fingers a lot of the time. You know, when you press your fingers on the, on a table, you'll see like the whites of the nails. Oh. Like I'll look for that. I'll look for, I'll look at their hands. I'll look at their neck, depending what they're wearing, posture. Dude, lips. you should be solving murders and shit. What the hell are you doing why in poker people, still? Go. <laughs> why don't people use more fake So I play poker. When I don't play poker much. When I do, it's a very low level. But I do fake tells all the time. Like, you're supposed to be infuriated playing with me. Do my moves make no sense? Yeah. That... that you're not supposed to like playing against me. And, and I might bluff and look tense or bluff and, and look comfortable. I, good luck. Yeah, good go luck. Go on, go on. You so think we it call doesn't those, work? Well, we call those actors. I love playing against actors because you can always see through their bullshit. I remember uh, I did something like that, though, like, you know, in terms of a fake tell. When uh -huh. I was on high stakes poker, there was a spot where I had 50000 in cash in my hands, and I bet it. I threw it into the pot. I kissed it and threw it in the pot. <clears> and there was a really bad lighting. It was very heavy. And I have Tourette's, which most people didn't know. So I started blinking. I started blinking like uncontrollably. And I was bluffing. Okay. So for it, and that was on TV. So for like a year, everyone thought, oh, well, Daniel's blinking. He's bluffing. So the next time I had like four of a kind or the nuts, I started just freaking <laughs> blinking like mad. And that worked for about a year. So <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah. Until people caught on. But yeah, that's I do hilarious. I do a lot of reverse tells and different things like that as well. But I wouldn't recommend it unless you really know what you're doing with it against good players because they'll see through it. Okay. What do you think the future of online poker is? Do you do you think we're gonna gonna see a day where where we get some legalization in the United States? I hope so. Like I signed with GG Poker, right? GG Poker is not available in the United States right now, but they're trying to be available in the U.S., available in Canada and a lot of different places. And uh, so I'm, I'm involved in the back end of what that looks like in terms of getting a license. And right now, it appears as though we got to do it state by state. Okay, so it's not going to be like a federal law that will pass, but we're already live. You know, there's already online poker in Nevada. You have it in Pennsylvania now. You have it in uh, Atlanta, you know, New Jersey. So if you can get California and New York on board, now you've got like a big piece of the pie. The next step is to connect to Europe because the good old days that you probably played poker in, you can play with people from all over the world. A lot of what countries do now is they segregate if they, so like if you play on, uh, you know, in France, you're not playing on .com, you're playing on .fr. So you can mm -hmm. only play against the French players or in Italy, they do the same. That's not good because you want to be able to play with a lot more people. So I think it'll happen. I think, um, I mean, Andrew Yang, who I'm posting an event for on the 13th, He's uh he's been the only one to make a statement on online poker, but he's like, well, this is this is stupid that this is like illegal. So he obviously comes up with a practical, logical solution that it should be. You know, that guy's got so many plans. <laughs> like, like I love everything. him. <laughs> I don't funny. agree with all of his plans, but I agree with his process. Like, I, I like that he sort of thinks it through and comes up with an idea. Uh, I don't. Know. I wonder which plan you don't agree with. Like the really, really smart ones, the amazing ones, the perfect ones. <laughs> what plan that he has could you not like i thought his math hats i thought that was a photoshopped meme <laughs> until i saw a photo of people no. wearing math hats. make like, america so think harder right yeah, make yeah. america think harder 
Oh, I thought it was about like adding and subtracting. No, that no. Too. Dude, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, universal basic income is the one I think is ahead of its time. Oh my God. That is such a no brainer. I will bet. I'll bet you whatever money you have. I'm not With betting you, Daniel. Universal basic income is a no brainer that is inevitable to happen. He's just ahead of the curve. This, I guarantee you that this will happen in the United States and the rest of the world. It will have to. As you continue to see automation take over truck driving jobs and, you know, you name it across the board, there's just not going to be enough jobs for people. And the UBI is going to help with a VAT tax, of course, that pays for it. It's, it's, it's going to be inevitable. Like that's a thing that's happening. Truck driving automation will take care of itself. All those drivers are 55 and older over the next 20 years, 15 years as they retire uh, and they get replaced. We just won't have to backfill them. Bam. Won't have to back. So then, what happens to the, the the younger generation? Like that's the thirty truck million drivers jobs. Who aren't in the driving States. trucks now? They'll get other. Jobs. No, no. So, so like no. So if you eliminate thirty million of those jobs, malls right. continue to close because Amazon can True. just send you stuff. So there's no point. There's no more retail. Fast food workers can be replaced. Factory workers can be replaced. All right. So I see a lot of jobs being replaced. And then, oh yeah. So maybe there's some more tech jobs that open up. But for who? Not right. Uh, and tech like, jobs don't open up in the same ratio. That's why those jobs went away. Right. You know. And and and, that and what one kind of education do you need? Right. Yeah, and what that one job replaces 10 or 12 or 15. Exactly. Right? So that, that's what happens, right? Yeah. So I get that. Having said that, the idea that new jobs won't pop up, to me, is synonymous with saying that human wants are satiable, that people won't just keep desiring more and more things. There will always be new jobs because people, the standard of living will just keep increasing. And as things get automated, people will have more stuff and there'll be more jobs. The issue that you're facing is the type of jobs that will be available, these new jobs, they will be available to people of, of, of means that can go to college, go to university and like study and, you know, get a background in tech or whatever like that. But your average Joe who doesn't have the luxury of, you know, paying for college or anything like that, you know, the working man, if you will, of average or below average intelligence, the, the, the jobs available for them are going to continue to dissipate. And that's dangerous. And that's a problem, I think. I think that it is definitely an inevitability. But I think that Yang is ahead of his time with, with it. I don't, I don't think we're ready for it now. And I don't think it's necessary yet. But I do, I do agree. Like, like I always say, like the Star Trek model is coming. That, that age where um, there, there's no scare, zero scarcity time period for humanity is eventually coming. But we're not there yet. Does he say, Close. I, I don't, I'm not familiar with his UBI plan that much, but mm -hmm. it's only going to like net taxpayers, right? No. no, everybody, everyone, so, if you're 18 or above, you'll get $1,000 a month, period, right? The way that they pay for that, the major way you pay for that is with a VAT tax, a value added tax. And the thing that people were calling that regressive, it isn't regressive because all necessities, toothpaste, toothbrushes, you know, all those things that people will need, that's exempt from VAT. If you buy a yacht and you pay $1 million for a yacht, you pay 1.1. That goes into the system, you know, and, and spreads the wealth a little bit. It's a... Uh, Essentially, also replacing a lot of government wasted programs like food stamps. I don't think you'd need food stamps anymore if you just give people money themselves and allow them the opportunity to that. choose for themselves. How do I want to spend this money? Right. Like you spend all this money on these programs. Right. Which I don't want. And I don't use. Just give me the money and I'll figure it out myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For people who don't know, like maybe Americans, a VAT tax is very similar to a sales tax. It's not based on what you earn. It's based on what you buy. And he just wants mm -hmm. everything to be, I'll call it 10% more expensive, except for the most necessary things. Us New Jersey guys are used to that in our sales tax. Toilet paper, clothing, that's not taxed. Restaurants, uh, I don't know, fun stuff, that's taxed. That's how the VAT tax would work. Oh, and then they'll take, all, <laughs> they'll take all that money and then they'll just give it to everybody. $1,000 a month to everybody over 18. 
And um, uh, it's kind of neat. They're like, even to millionaires, he's like, everybody. And I like that in a government service as a general philosophy. Uh, Buddha Judge, who's kind of my guy, uh, is like, you know, some of his plans don't apply to wealthy people. And it's like, fuck off, right? And, and, and I say that because like, what if you, I said, you like, hey, you know, a couple of people on this call, you've got police. A couple of people, you buy your own police because, you know, you can afford it. A couple of people here, you buy your own fire department. Oh, public library? That's not for you. You can bite me. No, no, no. Like, that's not how government services are supposed to work. Everybody. Don't put income checks on everything so that the people who pay the most tax get the least services. That's it crazy. Also, it also lowers the cost of, of uh, implementing things yeah. like that, right? It's, it's like now we don't need a whole group of people <laughs> like the IRS to be like doing the fucking algebra to figure out if you qualify for a fire department and a police department or if we could, can we do a bundle? Can I get like the whole bundle where I get fire? rescue ems police no, no i don't want can we go a la carte on this i don't need police no like, like like that's just waste so giving it to everyone is probably honestly even cheaper possibly yeah and it's also mm. moral to me like, to that. yeah <laughs> no one can <laughs> that's not yeah so I, I i don't mean to be self-serving on it but yeah like i feel like there's a morality problem when you just start ex exempting people from government services because they should no we should fucking punished. eat the rich uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Sanders did say he said billionaires should not exist, and I was wondering whether that meant like line them up and shoot them all, you know, eat them as you said, or just like take yeah. all their money, put them in prison. I don't know. They look I, like I a tender Bernie's bunch. plan to redistribute good pussy <laughs> <laughs> for everyone. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Who did say that, something like that? That's Bill Clinton for sure. <laughs> no, no, somebody. If, well, oh, I Jordan mean, Peterson. Pussy, Jordan Peterson said that. <laughs> he like his his incel solution could be interpreted as women should just give up that pussy more often. <laughs> That's hilarious. Jordan yeah. Peterson, you said. Uh, well, I, I think he corrected his phrasing. Why people yeah. Can be upset about being an incel when you can just take prescription pills. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Jordan Peterson felt like this. There's like this whole subsection of guys who aren't getting laid and who have all sorts of destruction net destructive negative behavior who would just be better off if women would fuck them a little more think about like how much better the school shooting situation would get if 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 girls would take one for the more. team now and then right yeah. i mean yeah that would be something if we that. if we were paying into <laughs> imagine like that would that would go over real well with the christian right like the idea of like paying taxes into prostitutes for the incels like oh. government mandated sex like you, know, you put idea. that on the ballot. How do I vote well, for Daniel? Well, I, to, but I would vote for it. <laughs> Dude, I, I would. <laughs> Can you imagine how, how upset like women would be <laughs> at, the, at the prospect of that? Where it's like, uh, what they don't like new jobs? Yeah, why are women against jobs in your world, Taylor? And why is it only women, male gigolos, bro? That's a thing too. Ooh. Oh, they're not going to be nearly as popular. Yeah, they're pretty trolls. popular out here in Vegas. I don't know if you ever saw the show Gigolos. Showtime, but there, you know, there's male prostitutes. That's a thing now. Because a lot of women too, they don't want the strings. They're like, well, I can get a stud who's ripped, who knows what he's doing, and it's wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Uh, you know, it sounds like a good job. And then I bet you have to just listen to their shit all night. <laughs> See, being yeah. a gigolo is a lot like, like you're you're fucking ugly bitches all day. Well, yeah. you guys have never seen the show, I guess. Like you, you, no, you, you, you I don't fuck have Showtime. No one does. Oh, you fuck some big bitches. You fuck some 
Yeah, some not not some older bitches. You find, <laughs> you name it. They're they're kind of they run the spectrum. Yeah. For sure. Uh, hot like nineteen year old bitches. No, I don't think you. Yeah, fuck, yeah that they're swimming in dick. Right, <laughs> like the gif with the hot dogs that hit the girl in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm I'm just gonna have fun brainstorming more universal basic income ideas. We've got we got a thousand dollars a month. We got pussy. Uh, That's what it's car? for. Everybody, everybody should get like a little bit of weed sent to them every month and really chill everybody out. I think you know it might. I'll vote for that as well. It would help the junk food industry. It would, you know, uh, you know what? Nope, you're right. That we're already too fat. We, we don't need. I, you weed know, you'd think weed smoking. weed smokers would be fat, but I think they're not. I think they're like it. I saw a study that came out recently. Who knows? It could be contradicted. But as much as you'd think weed smokers would get fat on munchies, they were thinner on average. So really, yeah. Now I'm thinking in my own That's head. Surprising. I wonder if they accounted for age because I'd argue they're younger on average. And younger people are thinner on average. I think too. that may—that's probably the correlation, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. But so you're—you spend a lot of time in Vegas, I suppose. It, it, are you ever adjacent to other vices, if you can call poker a vice? I personally don't think it should be called a vice. But but it's—we talked about a little, little bit about the prostitution. Do you see that a lot out there? Do you see a lot of working girls and guys? And uh, it, is is that? I, I mean, I know it's legal outside the city limits there. Well, I mean, the way that it works now, obviously, Pahrump, people can drive 60 or 70 miles to like this place where it's legal in these in these houses. But now what you have is like on the street, on the strip, you have these little Mexican guys and they've got these little tickets they give you like, hey, go tonight, go, you know, for you. and they like they give you these tickets mm -hmm. with these numbers on them. And it's similar, I guess, to what you'd find in pretty much any city where, you know, it's all, you know, they're considered uh, escorts, you know, for the evening or whatever the case may be. Um, and that's legal as long as there's no agreement of sex. I don't know how the hell they do it, but it's not legal in Las Vegas to be a prostitute. It is in, um, in the outskirts, but not right, mm -hmm. like right here in Las Vegas. Is it easy yeah. to spot a prostitute in Las Vegas? Like if you're sitting there by the slot machines and you see a short dress, is it like, would you, I know? remember the first time I had a friend come out from Toronto and it was like, he's out really late. And he's like, man, these women are really nice to me out here. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they are. Right? I was like, <laughs> what they really are nice noob. to you. I'm a Raleigh six, but I'm a Las Vegas 10. <laughs> yeah. There's certain bars where they locate, like, you know, you, you, you can just tell, I guess, if a girl's, if a hot girl in a short skirt is hanging out at a bar, you know, at a casino, just by herself having a drink, um, that increases the likelihood that she's not just waiting on a friend that she's there. Well, she's waiting on a friend. She's waiting on a friend with deep pockets. Huh. Ah, man. What a, being a prostitute has to suck, right? Well, that's part of the job. Well, ah! oh, there you go. You got me there. <laughs> doesn't seem like a fun gig. Cause like the, the idea of it is way different, you know, cause it's going to be some frumpy fat guy most of the time. Right. I don't no, think so. Kyle, you, I, you have I, way more experience with this than yeah. I, 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 yeah. If um. I'm hypothetically a prostitute, I'll bail you, Kyle. If I'm hypothetically a prostitute, <laughs> I think it's not about how fat the guy is. Although too much is too much. I'm a hygiene snob in yeah. there, right? If you've got a rolly belly and some man boobs, but 
you smell like deodorant and fresh spring, whatever that smells like, then... Uh, you hit that. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's party, you know? I just think about like a Harvey Weinstein-style body on a lot of these guys. Did you see how okay, funny that okay. was where they're like, hey, some woman testified, she's like, yeah, the dude's nutsack looks like fucking pussy lips and his dick sucks. <laughs> and just, and then that's what he smelled like. a picture like. of him sitting down and he's just, oh, Oh, like, she like. said he had to inject part? it right with a needle to get it to work. Yeah, what? yeah. He said, uh, she said, Ooh. and he smelled like shit. I'm sorry, poop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy, dude. Yeah, fuck oh, that no. guy. But hypothetical Harvey Weinstein, who just like fresh out of the shower and smells like baby powder. Uh, if I'm a prostitute, I feel like I didn't get too unlucky there. You know, he you did. Know, are you crazy? Those celebrities <laughs> apparently to join him in the shower. I think we know Nasty. why now. Mm. It's the smell. At least if you fuck Harvey Weinstein, you might get to like be in the Hunger Games or something. <laughs> <laughs> Work for J Lo. Who here wouldn't fuck J-Lo. Harvey Weinstein to get into the Hunger Games? I would have. I would. I still would. I still remember watching yeah. that movie. You'd be tricked, Kyle, because <laughs> they're not making any more Hunger Games. No, they'll re- <laughs> reboot. Let's go. <laughs> they're like, Kyle, suck my ticket. You can get Hunger Games 5. There's can I be that no guy who, like, who, who used his cake frosting abilities to camouflage himself? <laughs> I was just about to Solid plot that. point. I, re- I, remember, I remember it was right when that movie came out. I was in college, and I was over at a buddy's place, and you know, five, six, seven of us were there, and we were just hanging out drinking, and he's like, dude, I just saw this movie. It's so fucking cool. It's called The Hunger Games. And we're like, all right, fine. Put it on. Who cares? And it got to that cake scene. <laughs> and he did that thing. Like, you know, when you show somebody a YouTube video and they're not vibing with it, like three minutes in and you got to try and save yourself. He was like, honestly, guys, this is way worse than I remember. I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's like, Evan, you're fine. But yeah, you're right. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that guy had enough time to cake himself up, but he couldn't find food. <laughs> he's got enough confectionery for the whole list. <laughs> he was supposed to be super strong. And that I could get into because uh, apparently his baking is uh, the same skills like a farmer might have developed for strength. He had 50 pound bags of flour that he was routinely picking up and tossing places and, and unloading and unloading. So he was just stronger than the other people. Uh, I think I've read the book, maybe, and uh, um, they they emphasized that his his strength was like a really big thing. Remember, there was a they they were doing like a show in front of the people before the before the Hunger Games started. There They're trying like to get sponsors. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. They're trying to get sponsors, mm. and he used his outrageous strength to you know to get sponsored and get to get people's attention. That uh, was so dumb. I don't remember a single thing yeah. other than all the rich people dressed ridiculously and <laughs> the cake scene that's it As i remember a there, flaming dress by a river <laughs> uh you think harvey weinstein did something awful to her i mean it seems like he did a lot of awful things to a lot of awful people so you know maybe a coin flip i, I don't know awful people was she one of the people or uh, did awful things to a lot of people i imagine. oh okay okay i was yeah, like, like what they do aside from just try to get ahead in their careers taylor yeah, they're just they're just trying to be in the hunger. I was watching uh, <laughs> I was watching a show on Netflix the other day. I think it's uh, The Mist. It's a Stephen King adaptation. It's a TV show. Oh, I've seen that. It's not very good. No. And uh, <laughs> and I noticed that uh, Weinstein was in the credits as like a producer. And I it just I started thinking because then I saw that like the showrunner was a girl, a, a a woman. And I was like putting one and one together. I was like, 
Let me do a little Googling here. And sure enough, sure enough, he had gone after and she's suing him. <laughs> really? <laughs> there was not a woman in this guy's orbit that he didn't fucking throw himself at continuously in a very creepy fucking illegal kind of way. Anytime he saw a woman that he had even the tiniest bit of influence over, he was like, you want to suck my dick? I could help you out, help your career. You want to suck it? Suck it? Suck it? Like what? He is one of the most prolific sexual scumbag. predators ever. Him and Bill Cosby. It was it was such a public secret what a predator he was. And yeah. uh, Mount Laurel, Matt Laurel, help me with this name, Matt Laurel. Matt Lauer. Lauer. Thank you. Um, he he apparently I don't know if you call him a predator as much as you would a dog, right? You know, he he apparently was a dog who just fucked everyone he could, and. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. That was also like a public secret. Well, his wife wasn't a fan. Being able to lock your door. I don't know her. What's her name? I know Matt cool. Lauer. I don't know what's her name, Lauer. <laughs> Mrs. Well, I mean, Matt Lauer. We don't know that Mrs. Lauer wasn't polyamorous herself. There right? you that's go. a thing now. Burning there Man, that's what all the people are doing. Banging everybody. Mm-hmm. Crystal meth. Is that part of it? <laughs> We're not talking about me. Let's <laughs> change the topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that guy fucking sucks. And, it, and you're right, Kyle. It seems like every single woman who's even vaguely associated with him, he yeah forced to blow. You know, he was involved with the Lord of the Rings. You think he did anything to Liv Tyler? Oh Man. no! I like right? to think that she was Keep connected those on. <laughs> that she was connected <laughs> enough to avoid that. She's Steven Tyler's daughter, right? Special rules, maybe. She she only got that role because of Steven Tyler because she is not all easily the worst for. the worst actor in that movie. As Arwen, she's not very good. No. Not at all. Really? I was not she's, a fan. No. Yeah, I, I didn't think she was very good. Well, I'll she's say her pretty. performance was good enough that it didn't stand out to me. Like, it seems to have for you. Mm. Yeah. Man, I need to rewatch those movies again. For it's the probably time. been weeks. Just wait. Uh, the, the 4K Ultra HD is coming out this year, so just wait on that. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. All six movies, big box set. It'll be the it'll be the last one before five K or eight K. So you know you you got a good five six years before they make a better version. Why am I? I haven't even seen episodes four, six. five, and six <laughs> because there's the Hobbit movies. Oh, oh fuck right. those! Those suck. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, look, I, I I have no influence over the Hobbit. I'm just saying all six movies are coming <laughs> no, out. You know what, Kyle? Damn it, Kyle! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't produce them. Jesus Christ! I'm not the one who cut Peter Jackson's time and budget. Give me a break here, dude. Mm. The uh, Lord of the Rings in Ultra HD, like 4K, not The Hobbit, like the original Lord of the Rings, that's probably going to be sick because it's not CGI that's going to fall apart. It's all like real armored yeah. guys with, with yeah. like... I, I mean, I think I'm, as much as I despise The Hobbit, I'm sure it'll look good too. They shot it in 5K. Uh, what about Lord of the Rings? Was it shot in 4K or 1080p? Uh, I believe they, they shot it in 35 millimeter super. Oh, okay. Could well, be then... wrong about that one though. Okay. I was just reading about this like two weeks ago. Huh. But in any case, yeah, looking forward to all those. And Harvey Weinstein was one of the most disgusting people in Hollywood. But you know he wasn't alone. He's the one. He was the most outlandish, the one who got himself caught. Like, like, like mm -hmm. I guarantee, like, like, so whenever you give somebody a position of power that they can, they can use to, manip the, to manipulate people into getting what they want, they do yeah. it. It's human nature. Like, we all... We're like, oh, I'd never do that. But if you were running some giant company that was literally, all right, which gorgeous woman are we going to get get paid millions of dollars? You get to decide, Taylor. Hmm, really? I get to pick whichever gorgeous mm, woman I want. pick the one that blows me. <laughs> Is what he did, yeah. Is what he did. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I would do. I would go by pure no. talent. Pure talent. Pure talent. <laughs> I would say no thank, no, 
No, thank you, sir. Ma'am. Ma'am. Whoever I was getting to blow me. Yeah. You know, another fair way to do it would be for them both to blow you, and then it would be even. A contest. Eh. Ah. Like eh. a... Yeah. No, that's pretty awful, too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> Maybe a game show. Damn. I had forgotten that he was associated with Lord of the Rings. Maybe he's not all bad. <laughs> like, 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 look, as much of a monster as he is, it's it's kind of like he did a lot, he made a lot of great properties. Like, like he's the he's part of that famous story where uh, Matt Damon and um, um, who's who's the guy from Goodwill Hunting? Um, Matt Damon ben and Affleck. Ben Affleck um, had written the the script for Goodwill Hunting, and they're shopping it around to every major uh, like, like studio, and they had included a part in there where the therapist character uh, blows Matt Damon's character just out of nowhere. Blow job out this of is nowhere. Goodwill hunting. Goodwill hunting. Robin yes. Williams went down on Matt yeah. Damon. Spoke yeah. In the script. Yeah. yeah. It's right there in the script. Robin fault. Williams <laughs> blows Matt Damon. And they're going from studio to studio to studio. And finally they get to, to Weinstein. Right. And he's like, boys, I love what you've written here. We want to, we want to be in business with you. I've just got one problem here. There's this scene where the therapist just, blows your character, Matt. And he's like, we just put that scene in there to see which studio executives actually read our fucking script. And you were the first one <laughs> who, awesome. who even brought it up. We've been to every other studio in town. Everybody is just like shaking their hands and wanting to write us a check. You're the only one who actually reads the fucking script. That would have been great if there was like, Matt, Ben, I was on the fence until I got to the blowjob scene. <laughs> I, I the, love it. I went the other way. I, like, Because Matt Damon so and Ben Affleck wrote that, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I just felt like, you know, guys, there's got to be a scene in here where Robin Williams sucks my dick. It's kind of the whole reason I got into Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, but I, I heard Weinstein tell that story on uh, on Howard Stern, and I've also heard Matt Damon tell that story in the past before, and, and, and like, this is before any of the sexual allegations came out, and I was just like, man, this Weinstein guy is a good guy. I love this <laughs> yeah. guy a lot. Because I love movies, and I love good movies, and most of the properties he, he's been attached to are really strong, really well done. He, it seems like he's a great picker of scripts and, and properties to, to invest in and, and make, and he, he often has a pretty good inf influence over them. But he's also like one of the most prolific sexual predators in the history of Hollywood, it would seem. Like, like just a real disc. Do you think it's worse that he's so unattractive? Like, like if he were. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's worse, right? Like, like yeah. we would, he wouldn't be nearly as. If it was Robert Redford, he wouldn't be a predator. He would just be a, a womanizer or a player. Yes, yes. If they were like, yeah, Robert Redford loved the ladies, I'm going to tell you, that would be the whole story. And, and they'd be like, yep, and the ladies loved him. But because it's wine scene, it's like. Yeah, Jabba the Hutt over there is 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 making all the A-list uh, actresses blow him. It's really gross. Also, his pee smells putrid. Speaking like, of pee, I gotta make one. Can I just run in the bathroom? Yeah, you guys yeah. do your thing. Yeah, I'll yeah, be right yeah, back. Yeah. Good okay. morning, man. While he's going, Kyle. Um, did you know the Van Halen no brown M and M thing? Have we talked about that on the show before? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. another uh, example of kind of what I was describing with Weinstein. Um, you know, they would ask for these very, and a lot of celebrities have done that. They ask for these very specific things to be prepared for them when they show up at a venue to do a concert. And it's not that they want a big bowl of brown M and M's. They don't give a fuck. They want to make sure you read their list. And mm -hmm. by if when they see the brown M and M's, they also know that their limo is going to show up at eight fifteen like they want it to, and that the water is going to be the water yeah. that they yeah. want. In the case of uh, Van Halen, so it's, it's a bowl of M&M's, no browns, right? And they have an elaborate light show 
with all kinds of like electrical and fire hazard mm-hmm. requirements. And they're like, if there's no M M&M, and if there's M and M's and all the Browns are in there, the, they probably just skim through. We don't know that the light show is going to work. We have to check the pyrotechnics. Yeah. We have to, you know, that it's whether or not they went through the list. Yeah. Cool. I remember way, like <laughs> learning about that like many, many years ago and being all smug, like, oh, look at these prissy assholes. And then one of my friends explained it exactly like you guys just did. And I was like, yeah, well, still. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you just you just proved me wrong. You made a fool of me. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not friends now. Yeah. Fuck you. Dude. Yeah, that's. That, that What's your uh, I want to burn alive. What's your next big uh, poker uh, event, Daniel? What's what's on the horizon? Well, there's a U.S. Poker Open that'll air on Poker Go, which is a subscription-based uh, thing there. And there's a LAPC, but I'm gearing up for the World Series of Poker. That's my favorite time of year. Happens in June, July. That's where I do vlogs on YouTube uh, daily for like six straight weeks of uh, the grind. So I've been taking a time off. I haven't really played much. The last poker I played was early December. So a little bit of a off-season, if you will. How big of a deal would it be or uh, for you to win the main event? Like money aside, like is is that the ultimate feather in your cap, especially to beat that field that's out there now? Yeah, no, it's like it's one of those things where when I started in poker, I was like, I'm going to win this thing for sure at some point because there was 300, 400 players back then. Now there's 8,000, okay? And, you know, there's a lot of landmines. So I came 11th in 2015, which was a good accomplishment. Um, but it's it's just the most fun event every year. Like you get a whole bunch of hometown heroes all target that one, put up 10K, and first prize is usually in the neighborhood of like $10 million. Pays a yeah. few bills. A lot of celebrities, too. I, I think that's always Plenty. cool when I see Ray Romano out there or, um, yeah. oh, what's his name, who played George on um, on Seinfeld. Like, like when I, Oh, I, Jason I really, Alexander plays. Jason Alexander plays, yep. yeah. He's a good player. Like, like, like okay. I've watched him play a good bit. He's he's fairly strong. I, <laughs> so I, if I lose, and be like, George is getting upset. <laughs> i imagine everyone who plays in the world series of poker is at least a good player right they're not going to be no absolutely not, not good though like like, like no you, you mentioned no. hometown hero and in my head i translated that to be a little bit like pejorative you know like they're good small big fish in a small pond but i'm telling you we have some like in that one event specifically it brings uh-huh. out everybody and i'm not talking good i'm not talking average i'm not talking bad i'm talking about horrible like absolutely really? terrible. Like I could teach someone in 15 minutes to play better than them easily. Mm. Like it, it's amazing what that event brings. It's just like people see it on TV. They want to be a part of it and they don't have a clue what they're doing, but they, they go the for it. the strategy like with a those guys for you. Guy, can you just buy your way in basically? Everybody like, buys yeah, I don't way really. In. Well, everybody pays 10K, right? There's no like, oh, like I'll get, you know, today two and for paying extra or something like that. It's an even playing field. Yeah, anyone Everyone who wants to play in that event up. can play in that event. You just need ten thousand dollars. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. I figured that must be like some kind of qualifier. Like, oh, you got to win a regional tournament first. But what's mm-hmm. the world? What's the strategy for that? Do you try to fleece the weakest people so that you go into the second day and third with more money than you would have otherwise? Like, what? How do you go into? How do you do it? Definitely, yeah. Like, part of the thing about poker tournaments is table draw is sort of like random so sometimes you might be at a table and you're like what the hell how this happened these are all pros at my table but most of the time in the main event you got a bunch of non-pros so when you do have that opportunity i push the envelope i really press try to get as many chips as i can so that later in the event when i am playing against a lot more pros i just have more ammo and more chips so Mm. the strategy is like push the envelope try to get in as many hands against the weaker players and then you know build up a stack so that i hopefully can take me all the way 
Okay. If there's a bunch of, like, let's say you just get a, a rough table and there's a bunch of pros on day one. Are you guys just out? Half that table doesn't go on? Like that? No, no. You play. You play all day. The main event, it takes like 10 days of play. So you uh -huh. play like 10 hours a day every day. So even if it was all pros, like, it's fine. You just be a little more careful. Keep your guard up. And everyone can get through. Right? As long as you just don't lose all your chips on the first day, mm -hmm. uh, you just don't have as many opportunities to build. So let's say you start with 50K in chips. When I'm playing a bunch of amateurs at the table, I'd like to build that to 300,000 by the end of the day. If I'm playing against pros, maybe I'm happy to just get out of the day with my 50 and you know not mm -hmm. lose any. So you just have to you know adjust your expectation based on the table you're at. Hmm. Okay. I noticed uh, I was, was reading up on you and whatnot. I know you're a hockey fan and... You're apparently really good buddies with Phil Kessel. Yes. That's good buddy awesome, dude. I love That's Phil. sick. Is he good at poker or <laughs> not, not really? He thinks he is. He thinks he is. Every time I do a <laughs> hockey podcast, they ask me about that. And like Phil would love to be a professional player. I remember like he wanted to get traded to Vegas Golden Knights. I'm like, bro, they're not going to, you're not, that's not happening. Um, no, he's in Arizona now. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Um, but he's like, can't you do something? I'm like, I, no, I can't. I'm not the GM. But, uh, he loves to play poker. He's always at the World Series. When he got traded from Pittsburgh uh, or from Toronto to Pittsburgh, he was mm -hmm. in Vegas. I was with him, you know, then. And it was like, he's like, well, there's worse places for me to go. So he's definitely at the World Series every year. I put him in my vlogs because he hates being on camera. So there's always like a segment where I just kind of bring the camera and he's like trying to hide and stuff because he's <laughs> not that guy. But he's great. I love Phil. I think he's misunderstood in the league by a is lot. He, is he it's like, I, I need to pull up a, a photo of him to show Kyle – you know, and Woody, I'm sure knows what he looks like, but he is so fucking good at hockey and he has the build and look of a public bus driver. <laughs> yeah, I told him. He, he it's absurd. Yeah. Like, it, it, and he's so fucking good. <laughs> like, hey, back in the day, I told him, like, we could do something about your hair. Like, I didn't have no hair, right? I said, there's, there's procedures now. You can move your hair from here to here, but he just kind of has a mop on top and, yeah, it's disheveled, if you will. Have you done that? <laughs> did you did you get a hair transplant? Yep, it's very simple. It's very common uh, procedure now. There's two two different types. One is called an FUE. One is an FUT. An FUE, which uh, was what I got, or FUT, they make they cut the back of your head. Yeah, like they literally That's what cut Joe it Rogan open. Got. Did he did it? Yeah. So they cut it open and then they take the uh, the follicles and then they sort of plant them on top in the rest of your hair and they fill it in. An FUE, they don't cut. They just take little ones from the back and they do like a laser sort of thing and then plant them on top, but it works. I mean, it's Kyle, you have to, why not? have to open that link of him and see. Oh, I showed a bunch of people. Oh, no. If he's 202 pounds, I'm seven feet tall. Well, which procedure you know what? are you going to have really, him get my friend? Well, because but Kessel, abominable. here's the thing that people don't know about Kessel. He's actually a, a, a freak, an athletic freak in the gym. Oh, yeah. He can squat more than most people. His legs and his ass is where all of his weight is. He's actually really, really fast. Um, part of his pudgy look has to do with some, you know, a disease he had when he was, you know, younger, oh. he had testicular cancer and all that kind of stuff. So it can make your face look pudgier. So he's not fat. He might not look like, uh, you know, like a lean basketball player, but he's, he's, he's not like out of shape to say the least. Well, no, yeah, you can't be out of shape and play in the NHL, especially right. a first line player like him. But it, it is just funny to look at his page and be like, this guy has almost 400 goals in the NHL and <laughs> he just looks like a goober. <laughs> he he really like yeah. like I'm looking at him right now. He looks like uh he looks like a high school like weightlifting coach or something like that who's who's 45. Like he can like, shoot like the this, puck so fucking fast. This is not a good look. So this, his release is unreal. 
He's we, actually get- inadvertently funny too, like you've never seen. There was an interview he did with Pierre Maguire after a game once, you know, just the, the post game thing. And Pierre says, you know, how's your breath? Which like is, you know, how, you know, you feeling like, yeah. you know, he said, and he goes, he goes, he says, how's your breath? He goes, it's bad, eh? He's like, oh, it's, it's bad, eh? <laughs> you know, man, like his, he had bad breath. He's like so oblivious sometimes. <laughs> it's just a funny guy. I saw that, that picture you just linked to Woody. I'm sure you already showed it to people that yeah. that went really big on the hockey forum on Reddit a while back to the point that it got to our all. And all the people who don't follow hockey were like, Damn, I thought that the guy on the left was taking a picture with a <laughs> professional on the right. <laughs> well, the guy on the right really does look like 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 maybe he's a like a baseball player, maybe he plays soccer. The guy on the left looks like the janitor at the stadium. <laughs> two two time Stanley Cup champion, Phil Kessel. Yeah. Oh my god, this is the most all right. I'm not I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna pick on him anymore. He's a, by all accounts, he's a real nice guy, but good God. <laughs> he does not give a fuck if we pick on him. He's wildly successful. Yeah, you say that. Everybody cares. He's, I he's... guarantee he will not see this podcast. Oh, now he's no. picking on us. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Like, How long have you guys known each other? Oh, I met him when he was playing for the Toronto Maple Leafs way back. We just played in like a little under game, underground game with Tyler Bozak and a few of the other guys. And uh, man, I don't know. We hit it off and you know, he started oh, yeah. to play Stanley a lot more Cup poker. Champion, Tyler Bozak. Fucking love yeah, There you go. Yeah. He's a great dude. Really, mm-hmm. really good dude. Um, you know, and I just met him back then and you know, we stayed friends throughout now he's in Arizona and not having as good of a run. He, like the team's doing okay, but he's having a struggling, he's, he's struggling hard this year. He doesn't have Crosby mm-hmm. and Malcolm to pass him the puck anymore. So it makes it a little tougher to score goals. Well, I mean, there's pretty much nowhere to go, but down as far as the center quality when you leave Pittsburgh. Like other than I guess Edmonton with Drysaddle and McDavid, but yeah, yeah. Well, is uh, Toronto your your bread and butter, your main team that you follow? Uh, I grew up in Toronto first twenty years of my life, and I moved to Vegas. I helped bring the Vegas Golden Knights to Vegas. I was part of the founding group to do that. So that's awesome. I've been a diehard Vegas Golden Knights fan. Although they tested my allegiance with this random firing of Gerard Gallant, like it was very it made like no fucking sense. It was an absolute slap in the face to the people of Las Vegas. It's like they fired our dad for no reason other than we had a feeling it was really just uncalled for outrageous and to hire like you hire the one guy who he called a clown mm-hmm. in the playoffs the year before and had like a yeah. beef with it was just really weird what they did and i'm like i don't know i'm still rooting for the team but you kind of like root you, i, I love i love the coach right so it's kind of like okay you're rooting mm-hmm. for them to win but at the same time if they win they're you know people are gonna say well you see it's because of the coach when they were gonna be just fine well you know regardless of the coaching change so a little mm-hmm. bit of a frustrating spot, but you know, I go to all the games. So I'm going to go tomorrow night, and you know, I watch that, them all. I not going to lie, the first year that they came in, I'm a Blues fan, I live in St. Louis, and when I was like all about the Golden Knights, I was like, that's so cool. Vegas has their first professional team, and then they made it to the Stanley yeah. Cup. Oh, is it adorable? Like, They're doing if well. These guys <laughs> fucking win a Stanley Cup before we do. That is. <laughs> bullshit that's not fair <laughs> you know it's so funny that you say that because like before the team came up was on the ice everybody was saying this might be the historically bad team like the worst mm-hmm. team of all mm-hmm. time and all those same people like three quarters of the way in the season when we're doing good switched their tune to the rules were not fair the expansion rules they gave mm-hmm. them a championship team i mean like they call themselves the golden misfits and yes. there's something to be said about 23 guys all feeling like their last team just gave them the finger. So we don't want you. 
yeah. them playing for each other under the right coach who they liked, you know, and they, 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 they played hard for him. And it was like an awesome situation. Obviously we would have liked to win, but you know, I think maybe it's better for the future of the, of the franchise that they lost. Cause now mm-hmm. there's, cause like if you win in your first year, I mean, Jesus, like what to go, but down, yeah. What are your expectations now for every season? Just like win the cup every right. year. Kind of nuts. One thing that uh, was neat about them is they're like pre game shows or like the, yeah. the playoffs next level, next mm-hmm. level. You know, everyone else is like, I don't know, a bullshit light show. And maybe, uh, the guy who goes woohoo, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Ric Flair. And then these guys are putting on like Vegas shows prior to the yeah. game playing. I was like, yeah, step it up. I like this. Yeah. Bill yeah. Foley, who's the owner of the team, like for the last few videos, like the intro videos, like he's in them mm-hmm. and it's getting kind of awkward, right? <laughs> like, he's just like, cause he's, he's like a military guy. Went to West Point. He loves that stuff. So it's like him in a chopper saying, you know, like, SR7, SR7, pick up the package. Pick up. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? This is weird. You know, <laughs> like, what is happening right now? So uh, I don't know if they're going to continue to have him in all the intros because it's, it's getting a little weird now. Yeah. Mm. My biggest gripe with them is that they didn't just go with Vegas Knights that they added. There was, that was on. a copyright issue. Oh, so really? They, he, so first and foremost, he wanted to call them the Black Knights because that's like West Point's name. Apparently the word black... It's, you know, we're in woke, like woke, woke, woke uh, environment. The word black, Mm -hmm. you can't even use describing the Knights. So they scrapped that and they weren't allowed to use Knights itself because London Knights in the OHL had a OHL got to pull rank on the NHL. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) There were some issues there. So they went with Golden. They just got an AHL team. They just bought one that they're going to bring here to Las Vegas and they're going to call them the Silver Knights, which is. Oh, I like that. Yeah. You do? I don't know. Doesn't seem all that like innovative that. to me. I oh, think they should have went with like Wranglers. A minor it's historic. League, a minor league team is the silver, and if you make it to the pro, yeah, they are both pros. But if you make then it to the, the top is, league, it's, like, it's gold. The, we used to have the Las Vegas Wranglers. That was like a pro team here in the ACHL for years. I think a lot of people would have preferred they just sort of do a throwback to that and bring mm-hmm. the Wranglers back. Not I me. I, if I'm if I'm like Las Vegas University, we're the Bronze Knights. We're just gonna keep stepping it down. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the Wooden Knights will play high school hockey. The, the wooden <laughs> yeah. it's a season for the Cadmium Knights. <laughs> well, you know, that's a, it brings up a thing. You know, like in minor hockey, when yeah. you have midget, peewee, bantam, mm-hmm. there's like a push now to get rid of those names. The little people. They're offensive. Yeah. Right. Like call, calling something peewee hoppy or midget hockey. So there's actually like a movement towards just calling it under 17, under 18, under five, under 15. They'll never get auto racing to get rid of the midget series though. That, that won't happen. Those are some good old boys. They're not. Yeah, they're they're like, not yeah. What happen. else do you call them? Little failures. <laughs> <laughs> How's Bantam offensive? What does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, it's mostly the midget class. and peewee. Oh, the midget. Yeah. Yeah, that is funny. That definitely that's, isn't offensive. Yeah, Pee Wee like, and Bantam and Midget, like Midget is on. the one I see. Come on, Midget, Midget is the one I see for sure. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I can understand, but like, not a lot of midgets playing hockey. Not a lot. Yeah, not a not lot. seeing it. So, are there any sports where being a little person, a person of small stature, if you will, a a vertically challenged human being, would be a, a benefit? Yes, I, jockey. I've got one. Uh, jockey. Horse jockey. Ooh, yes. Horse 100%. jockey is a good one, although I can't think of any little people, actual jockeys. They're all under 100 pounds. Like, if they weigh 105, they get kicked out. <laughs> they're really little guys, but they're not like, yeah, they're not dwarves or anything. No. They're right, yeah, right like around. That, there's a quote foot. from Sopranos mm-hmm. to let Midget not to be shy with the whip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I have it. 
Are you familiar with the wife carrying world championship? Fuck no. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding no. me? No, I'm not kidding you. It is you amazing. Um, I'm going to get you a little link incoming. We can watch. If your wife's a quadriplegic, it doesn't count. Like, like, like there should be some. Oh, my God. Look at these. Look at how he's carrying her. Dude, That's the running a... style is my favorite part. It's. She's just eating ass in that thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it's some enormous, muscular, like European guy. Oh, wow. They're jumping into water pools. This is yeah. mildly hot. I'm skipping ahead so people can see what it's up. But the women, I guess that like, how would you describe that position? Some sort of reverse oral sex? I don't know. That's a 96. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. That's a perfect description. Yeah. Fuck, you beat me there. <laughs> They're 96ing. <laughs> um, what do you win? <laughs> Shame. Shame. <laughs> There's some little ladies, though. Like, like it, it definitely is like, I mean, they look like 85, 90 pound women. Yes, with full-sized men. The guy I'm looking at right now is actually fat. Oh, now there's some fit guys. But these are like Icelandic powerlifters who I was married about, yeah, Shaquille O'Neal's wife. Like six, five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they do look very, uh, isol very, very white. Very white. <laughs> wow, the girls are hot, though, at the end. They, they, they're oh, one of the yes. Especially. Of course they're yeah. hot. It's Scandinavia. Well, okay, Taylor, touche. Ah, they're a good point. Genetics. But also, if you're going to be in the wife-carrying championship, there's no tubbies getting to the world's. Right, but by no, the time that they... would be the best, though, if if, if like <laughs> and a returning champion Thor Bjornsson with his wife Peg, <laughs> <laughs> he like gets down low. This two hundred forty pound woman, ninety six is on to him. Heaves her to the finish line and then runs. <laughs> right, but he's the mountain and can win with like any the hammer wife. throw. Where you where you like lean back into it? And get the, get oh, the we're coming up on the wife throw event. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a really. Can you imagine, like, leading up to it, there's some Finnish guy, like, you know, it is um, only two weeks until the competition, and I notice you're having dessert. <laughs> <laughs> How am I going to win my Outback Steakhouse coupon if... <laughs> <laughs> I love those, like... Those blooming onions don't pay for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Well, As you well know, I make $16,000 a year because I spend all my time preparing to carry your fat ass. <laughs> I love those ridiculous things that ESPN has decided are sports, like the Lumberjack yeah. Challenge. Oh, but I'll never forget That's those. That's actually pretty cool. Oh, so what about the cool. one where dogs jump over a pool? No, that's, that's I don't know. I got, probably got rid of TV. They have they have this one competition. It's like a long jump for dogs, mm -hmm. and the and the guy like runs and then throws the toy at such such an arc that the dog like they leap incredible distances. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong; it's fun to watch for five minutes. But then you're like, this is episode one of eight, and they're an hour long a piece. Like 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 <laughs> I'm I'm gonna get burnt out on dogs jumping into water. Well now, yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to the lumberjack competition. Well, that's my sport for little people being an advantage. I really feel like if you got a thin little person wife you could win or or a woman who'd had all of her limbs um cut off well she's got to hang on she needs her arms and legs velcro she needs yeah, just velcro. yeah yeah velcro that yeah they, little, little you know they do that 
um, it's called midget tossing, so I'm just going to call it that. Um, you, we've watched the midget tossing championships before, and a lot of times they do that thing. You probably got this as a Christmas gift when you were a kid. You've got this little pad that mm-hmm. straps mm-hmm. to your hand. It's Velcro on one side, and then you throw the tennis ball at it, which is already Velcro-y. And, you know, it's, it's fun. They do that with midgets. They've oh, got yeah, a big target so. area of Velcro, and they put the little guy in a Velcro suit, and then they sling him at the fucking wall. So is there I thought it was bullseye kind of cool on the wall? Like... How does this work? How do you win? Pardon? Is there a bullseye on the wall and they just measure where the... They're going for distance. Yeah. They're going for speed. I don't think you need Velcro for that. You can just throw them. Well, it's more for a laugh, the Velcro. They don't stick. (laughs) (laughs) See, it seems like it would be mean-spirited, but if you watch those videos, everybody's having a blast. Those little guys love it. Yeah. It's like, come on, let people have fun. Yeah. That's what you want to do. Yeah. seems like it'd be really easy to throw your back out in a midget tossing of that. You got to have good form. For who? Yeah, good form. <laughs> for the guy picking up like an adult human, like you it's think still probably like hurts. eighty pounds. <laughs> yeah. I really feel, I thought the little person was more at risk of injury, and I don't think their bones are good, like birds, right? Very poor. <laughs> I I could be wrong, but I think little people have bone issues. I'm gonna look it up. They do. Yeah, they have like like so like do women problems associated with it. Yeah, women get like osteoporosis and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. There are women tossing events probably. Well, there are, but they're not televised Saudi Arabia's anymore. National sport. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that, 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 I can't think of anything else that would be helpful other than why are they throwing her off a building? <laughs> yeah, because she is gay. Yeah, <laughs> she just she just liked a fitness post on Instagram. What do you? Witchcraft, witchcraft. We Dude, um, being, a, being a police officer in a country where you could still accuse people of witchcraft. Pretty, pretty funny. <laughs> you can just, just be like, "What uh, the scariest thing? What'd she do? Oh, she's a fucking witch." I hate those people who are like, "Oh, I'd love to lived in this time and that time." It's like, are you serious right now? Like, like, like you wanted to live in a? It wasn't what if that the time long is ago. Future? In the future is always the the best bet. Yeah, the future is gonna be awesome. Like, like, like if you go far enough forward, it gets real bad. But then if you keep going farther, it gets real good again. It's, it's certainly my, the way I look at it. Like there might be some bad days in the future, sure. but there's going to be some great days. There's going to be space exploration and faster than light travel and and and, and all sorts of cool things. Diseases will be eliminated. Like it's going to be great. But you go back just like a hundred fucking years, eh, two hundred years, and they're burning witches. They're burning witches. And all it takes to be accused of a witch is for the other girls at school to be jealous of your hair or something like Look that. Look up any stats about the rate of witchery and you'll see they, you know, they've only increased since we stopped doing this. So, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, eventually it seems like the future will collapse, like the planet will decide to say, fuck you or something like that. You know? ah, that shit's cyclical. Like, like I said, there's going to be some bad times, but it, it's always going to get better. It's always going to get better. I saw Rogan talking about how... Uh, there are some people who believe that all the alien sightings, especially those that we've had recently, where there are actual like fighter pilots talking about seeing these objects that are that are traveling at speeds that are not possible by a human or anything like that. There's some people who think that think that those are time travelers. Which people don't balloons. think that aliens have visited here? Like, are do because I can't imagine you guys don't think that aliens have visited here. Um. So by aliens, you mean intelligent life in a spacecraft came, observed us, and left. Yeah, I'm not. I, I would bet. That. I would again. I mean, I'm a gambler, so I'd like to bet a lot of money that that's happened. 
I, I think that <laughs> I think that I think that the odds. Okay, of that, how would you like be? How would you prove it? Well, there's no way to quantify it. Well, you drag yeah, one I mean, of those I don't live too out. far from. I don't live too far from Area 51. Okay. Right. And I do know people. I so I remember one guy, and I I can't name him or whatever, but he like he used to work at Area 51, and he said, "I can't confirm or deny, like that I've seen alien life and aircrafts being worked on in Area 51. Like there's so much evidence. I think it's almost overwhelming at this point. If you really go down the rabbit hole, and not the crazy rabbit hole of like these weirdos that like saw something in the woods. But when you talk about, you know, people that worked in this environment, like that were actual, uh, you know, military or something like that, talking about all the documents and things they've seen all the way back from like the thirties, forties and fifties. Bob Lazar mm-hmm. is the best piece of evidence. Yeah, Bob Lazar is a perfect example. Like, word. I mean, he's not lying. Who's Bob Lazar for the audience, Kyle? Uh, Bob Lazar was a, uh, a guy who, who claims he worked at a, a part of the area 50, 51, um, base. And uh, some of the interesting things about Bob Lazar is he talked about this uh, this element way back in the 80s when he came forward with his story. At the time, the element was only theorized. It's now uh, on the periodic table. He's, and he said that uh, he saw nine spacecraft, um, one at least one of which had been part of an archaeological, archaeological dig. But they had found this thing. It had been here for a very long time. Some of them huh. were crashes. And uh, he, he has a lot of... There, uh, another thing that he spoke about is the biometric scanner that that was used to gain entry into the base, and it, it explained that it's your hand goes onto it and actually measures fingertip length in relation to the bones in your hands. And at the time in the '80s, everybody was like, "Biometrics aren't a thing yet. We don't believe you. You're just make that's as much gobbledygook as little green men that you're talking about." But now there's photographs of the exact device that he described. Um, things like his his um, <clears throat> his education has been erased. His uh, his social security number is gone. And you got to think that like during the time where he came forward, it was the eighties. Everything was literally, there was literally a paper trail. When we talk about a paper trail now, mm-hmm. we mean data. We mean things in mm-hmm. servers that, that are kind of hard to actually get rid of because there's so many duplicates across the internet. You know, the Streisand effect alone, we've seen how it's hard to get rid of a fucking meme now. Mm-hmm. But back then you could just delete someone's identity by going to a couple of different, uh, folders taking the papers out and tearing them in half and now this guy's education is gone they claim that he he didn't work at these bases but there are registries with his name on them um there's a lot of evidence to support the fact that he was there you listen to him talk he's clearly a very well educated guy Mm -hmm. and uh and he said that he saw flying saucers in there and that he was part of the team that was working to try to understand their propulsion system which he claims was a gravity manipulation system powered by this uh, this element that I referred to earlier. The only thing that guy. seems kind of like up in the air with it is I feel like if aliens that are advanced enough to get here and have shit like a gravity propulsion system, like would they crash? Like Because if, if you're that advanced, it seems like they could just easily come take a peek at us and then leave without our you know puny technology being able to get a peek at them. Yeah. Well, if you think yeah. about how many, if, if you, well, that's just a question of numbers, right? If they've done, let's say, for example, a million trips, the odds are that some of those trips may have had some complications, you know, occasionally they're not just like likely unlikely to be completely perfect, you know, and there's been, you know, there was the one crash, what was it? What the hell? Roswell or whatever it was called yeah. way back when there's that one. And there was a recent crash. This one, this one is interesting. It's a YouTube video of these kids in Australia who all, all kids that are like six, five, six, seven years old all way too young to be able to lie this effectively. They all collectively were asked one by one what they just saw. 
They they describe a man in a spaceship. They describe the typical you know alien look of a guy that you know you know we uh, we we simulate with the with, with what aliens look like. So either a this was some sort of hoax game you know thing where some guy did this, came in a ship and was trying to create this, or like these kids clearly saw something, whether it was an alien or whether it was a fake, they saw something. There's just no way that that didn't happen. And again, like it could be a hoax, but I just think there's far too many, um, there's far too much evidence out there already that the government knows stuff that, uh, if you, you ever see unassigned, I think it's called on Netflix. Mm -mm, That's one that goes down the rabbit hole too. all starting from Roswell till now, you know, to go aside with Bob Lazar also has a, uh, Netflix special, I think too, about his journey. See, this is the kind of shit Trump should be tweeting. Like mm. photos, evidence for the rest of us. That'd be Dude, pretty tough. I thought selfie. If aliens were real, selfie. Trump, <laughs> get a load of this. The Trump yeah. would tell us. Like, These it, are Melania's it, people. Also, I could imagine a world where like any other president, Obama, W, Clinton, etc., doesn't like immediately go like, are they all right, aliens thing, right? I want the inside scoop. But Trump would. On day one, I feel like that was his top priority. Like, tell me about the little green men. You guys were saying that there wasn't a deep state. It's deeper than you know. You know, the, the, get a load of this. And just a photo of him and his fat golfing ass standing in front of an alien <laughs> With the fish. red hat on. Put the red hat on an alien. Nurgle, Nurgle made me this driver. Look at it. Thousand yards every time. <laughs> That's how I want to imagine that the Space Force thing happened. Is that they're like, President Trump, we do have to show you something. I know it's day one, but this is tradition. He's like, Jesus fucking Christ. We don't have anything against these guys, do we? Do you even have laser guns or is that a myth? Is that a Hollywood night? Like, and then he then he started the Space Force. He, well, space. he thought stealth. Like he thought stealth meant that like the ship is invisible. I, he, like he said that many times where he actually thought like, you know, we have the stealth technology where he d- described it as though it would be completely invisible. I, I have to believe that I, I'm not at the Trump. I'm, I'm sort of not a Trump person, but I have to believe that was like a misinterpretation. Like he might have said that, but it like he didn't mean it. Or he, he said it multiple times that he shouldn't have. Maybe they were like, Mr. President, don't tell him about the invisible ships. <laughs> Fuck. We, stealth. We used the word stealth. Don't talk about the, the fucking invisible ship you program. You see a man in a sitting position zooming through the sky. <laughs> <laughs> like the old Fantastic Four. Like, 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 Wonder like, Woman in the DC comics. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm in the bathroom of the Wonder Woman jet. Oh, have you seen that yeah. cartoon yeah, where yeah, she goes yeah. to the bathroom in the I invisible ship? I think that's family ship? guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking funny. Yeah, they, they, I don't know. I, I've never really delved too much into the alien thing, like in Roswell. I, I, I genuinely don't know. It seems like it, maybe I don't buy that they've been here, but they definitely exist. Right, people definitely smarter than me have said that it's almost a mathematic impossibility, right? There's this many stars, and if this many stars have, make it up, 10 planets, and it turns out one in a thousand of those planets is habitable like ours. There's just so many that some of them have to have followed our it would, it would be trajectory. pretty arrogant to think in the universe being as big as it is infinite that we are the only planet that has any yeah. form of like, like, you know, life. That's, it's just, but it's if almost, that was the scenario, that's what they would think. It would be like looking at a forest and be like, you think there's any birds in any of those trees? Yeah. Yeah, probably birds and lots of them. Well, we can't really see them from yeah, here. Yeah, we'll point them all out. It's like, well, yeah. well, how about this tree? No bird in this tree. 
that's one tree. It's a forest. I, I, I think there's definitely intelligent life. I think there's people like us out there with like a bunch of like fucking octopus limbs or something like that, wondering if we exist or maybe they've been here and they're like, have you, have you been to the monkey planet? Those guys are ridiculous. I, I would just hope <laughs> that if it ever did happen where aliens showed up, that we're the taller and sexier group. I hope we don't make that it That would asshole. suck if it's like, yeah, we are coming from planet Iceland. <laughs> There's a group of those beautiful people. Beautiful with six foot ten. <laughs> they call them the tall whites. Have you heard of the tall whites? Google yeah, the that. Grays, the, the tall, tall whites white. is a thing, which is they're, they're an alien crew that come from that area, the Scandinavians. So you're like, what you're describing is actually a thing. In oh, addition I, to the little green ones, they've got yeah. the tall whites who I only supposedly them, walk among yeah. us. I only want them to show up if they're uglier than we are. They can be smarter. That's fine. But I don't want an alpha male group of Icelandic looking guys coming and, and you don't want a bunch of Thors. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all the pussy. My biggest fear would be that our leaders made us look foolish. Like, like, like what, like, like, wouldn't you be on pins and needles if like they, if they, if they actually showed up and let's just pretend they're going to land in the United States. I don't know. And they're like, all right, bring us your leader. And we're all like, <laughs> yeah, about right, that. Let's talk about this. Do you mean um, our technological leader? Because just we got send this him guy Oprah. Musk. I don't know. Oprah. Right? Just send him Oprah. Here's our leader. You know? I don't know. Do you mean like maybe um, the leader of the NHL? Because we've got a couple of good old boys from Canada. And but if you have to be like, Mr. Trump, they, uh, the visitors, they want to see you. Like, like right. he, Trump instantly uh, leads with this bullshit over macho handshake, and we're like, "Fuck!" He's jerking the alien around. <laughs> He's tentacle. pulling him over. He pulls the <laughs> lid off. He's like, "Ah, oh, Jesus, Trump!" I feel like if if aliens are advanced enough and they got here, they'd like look at us the way we look at animals in a zoo, almost, where they'd be like, yeah, "These these people are hilarious." Look, look, they got little atom bombs like we had thirty thousand years ago. Not like, even aliens in a zoo, like termites crawling around. You know, like yeah, there's a couple airborne ones, but they're mostly land. They have land bound. They have no. Mm -hmm. they, they kind of work as a society, but they're essentially idiotic. And this is basically nothing but what I've learned from movies, but. I feel like any aliens showing up here, they wouldn't be nearly as interested in what we're doing and more interested in like, oh, fuck, this is resource rich planet material. See, you know, I don't believe gonna, that either. Take that. I, I don't believe the whole thing about that, that they would be here for our resources because I feel like if they've got that technology, technology, they can just create things like water out of oxygen. Well, the theory, hydrogen. so the theory about why they're Impossible. here, why they're visiting is because of our nuclear <laughs> capability. And according to this one thing that I saw, they're, they're worried about what we can do to the solar system and the universe that can affect their planet if we go crazy and have a nuclear war here. So like that's supposedly they're worried about us because we're a hostile, crazy people. This is how where would, uh, how would hmm. our nukes like fuck up a different planet? I think supposedly it can have an effect on throwing things offline or whatever, you know, when it hits when it goes through the atmosphere. And hmm. I don't know. I'm not a freaking scientist, but, you know, they say that it could have an effect on the rest. This is what uh, when some supposed guy who worked in the military said he got a message from an alien. And this was the reason hmm. they supposedly. I believe that guy. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> Let's yeah, get that my, guy on my thought process would be like, like, like if they're actually visiting, then there's got to be a reason why they haven't landed and been like, hey, we're here. It's got to be because they think we're assholes. Yeah. And, and they don't That's think it. we're ready to we're even boring. talk to them. Yet. 
that was my, my personal no, theory. I think it's not boring, though. Would, come on, you know that they wouldn't oh. think we're we're fucking interesting. No. I find termites boring. I find um, earthworms seen... boring. I find all these things that are light years below me to be uninteresting to watch for more than a few. They don't have culture. Don't have the... shit like bum fights. We have culture, you know, <laughs> like, 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 I don't think it's, I, I get the, the, the comparison between a higher, uh, higher being and, and termites. And, and I, I get that, but we have culture, right? We have comedy, we have entertainment. We have a lot of things that I feel like we would be interesting. Like, like, even if you found like, if we found some like early hominids on fucking Pluto and we were like, oh, they, they, they eat their own shit, but God Damn, are they some good comedians? Like, look at this. Look at this slapstick. They invent slapstick in the year 40. Like, like, I hear you, but I feel it. like their comedy would exist on such a higher plane that they wouldn't consider ours funny. You know, like when I look if at they little, don't like cum jokes, I don't want them coming. Mm -mm. Yeah, no, I don't want them here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I hope there are aliens, and I hope that someday that, that we find out that they're real and we get to talk to them. I just hope they're friendly. I hope they're friendly too. I hope they don't want to like turn us into some sort of slave labor or, uh, yeah. or, or like eat us into or like something. Wouldn't be surprising. Like, it's kind of what like, well, as a society we do to animals now. So if they saw us as animals, they'll put us in factories and use us like in matrix and use us as batteries to power. What whatever. if they wanted to eat us? I have this hope yeah, why not? that we're That's amongst bad. the least useful slave animals on the planet, right? First they get the horses, then they get the sheep and the goats and all sorts of shit way better than us, lions and bears. No, because we would make a great pet. We can use tools and shit. Like they we, can just well, use I guess. We're I also know. the best long distance runners on the planet. They put us on some big hamster wheels, just grind it out, boys. But when it comes yeah, to I dragging we shit around, we're terrible. inverse formula, but let's use these uh, <laughs> runners <laughs> <laughs> to, to get our ship back home. <laughs> that's that's the that's literally the premise of that stupid fucking John Travolta movie that's based on the L. Ron Hubble uh, Hubbard novel. Um, um, Dianetics. That, um, no. It's a different one. That's the one they based their religion on. It's it's one of his actual science. It's it's one of the ones that were science fiction, not the real religious text. Yeah. <laughs> just my mistake. You've got to separate the two. Clearly, they have okay. not. The fact that he's a science fiction writer has nothing to do with the fact that he in, invented his own religion. <laughs> no, it's um, it's uh, oh fuck, I'm gonna have to look it up because it's so fucking stupid. Everybody rips on Scientology just because it happened so recently. Whereas, like, I feel like Mormonism Battlefield Earth. is the last one that slipped under the radar where it was far enough ago that it got a lot of people to buy into it. You know, like if if Joseph Smith tried to pimp out Mormonism right now in 2020, people would be like, you're out of your mind. Obviously, the Garden of Eden wasn't in Missouri. Like, you maniac. So are you right, though? Are people not are new religions not like sprouting off all the time? They just need a little while to collect steam. What's the most recent one, though? Like, probably Scientology, right? Uh, I think the definition of a religion is, is what's, uh, you know, changed. Or, you know, because, like, you could essentially... The reason they called themselves a religion was so that they get uh, tax breaks. Like, his yeah. whole goal, Enron Hubbard's goal, was to create a huge church, if you will, because he knew that he could, you know, use it as, you know, the, there's no... It's not taxable. You just make a lot of money on it. But like, he I called can't it a religion. The most recent one, but it, it, there's probably some... There was a cult when I was a kid called the Moonshiners, right? It, I don't think it's much older than like the 1980s or 70s, as far as I know. But yeah, but uh, do they have tax exemption? I, I could Google it. I don't sure. But my thing is, fast forward 300 years, and maybe moonshiners is the thing that people say. No one would ever fall for that now. How, how big has it got to be before when it before it goes from cult to religion? Like how many <sighs> thousands or millions of people? 
it's not even about the number of people. It's more a case of like how well organized and how much money they have behind them. And Scientology's got tons of money because they get, you know, really wealthy people to buy in and they own a bunch of land. And then they made a very big, good case against the U.S. government and they won. They were able to beat the government on this one and, you know, register it as a religion that doesn't pay anything. I mean, it's just about size in terms of not less about size than it is about resources and money. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I'd, everything I know about Scientology comes from that one South Park episode, so I'm not very... <laughs> I, got, I got so into it when I was like in my early 20s, like like reading all the Wikipedia stuff about it and, and some websites that were actually telling lies about Scientology to make it seem even worse than it actually was. And all the deaths that, that have happened and the... You know the, the the slave camps they have, and the the the, the people that, are, that they hold prisoner at times. I didn't know those, about that. Oh yeah, there's there's lots of nonsense going on with that stuff. There's a documentary called Clear that yep. covers Scientology, where a lot of people, some actors who were in it for a long time, finally got out, and it's a pretty good look uh, behind the scenes. And I've I've watched a ton of this stuff because I find it fascinating, also. But Clear is a really good one if you're if you're into it. Is, is that the one with the? Because uh, I did listen to a Rogan episode probably like three or four years ago now, where uh, the wife from King of Queens, Leah Remini, yeah, but yeah, she think, was yeah. like raised in Scientology. Like her, her mom was were like it, and she was talking the whole time about like, you know, it wasn't about just leaving it. It was like, if I do leave this, my mom will abandon me. My father won't talk to me. My like everyone in my social circle. Will yeah, they're 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 fun. ordered not to. You're you're ostracized from the community, and you can't can no longer have contact. You're considered a uh, what they, they, there's a term for it. It's yeah, a yeah, it's uh, fuck. despondent um, person or a low like something. You're an asshole, basically. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, um, yeah. If you yeah. question it, yeah. She she explained like like when she finally ascended to the level where they let you uh, read some of the sacred texts that L. Ron Hubbard made up off the top of his head, probably stoned out of his gourd. And his her mom is with her, like like they're wearing some sort of special like get white gown. They've been they've gone through all these biometric scanners down to the vault. They've opened the big book, and the mom's standing there like, yeah, read it, read it, yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like reading about Xenu and the intergalactic war and uh, the body thetans being t- cast into the volcanoes and the spaceship. Wait, South Park lo- wasn't lying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's reading that shit you saw her in the st- in the South Park episode, and she's like, "For real?" And the mom's like, "Can you believe it?" And she's like, "No, <laughs> I can't. I'm three hundred thousand dollars in." <laughs> Wait, so you say this was written by a sci- science fiction author? Yes, <laughs> yes. This would be like if Gene Roddenberry just randomly started a, a religion in the seventies. Like, 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 like nobody would have bought into that. The fact that he got away with it proves that he's one of the best con men ever. Mm. Like, like yeah. to transition from sci-fi writer to writing your own religious text and selling it as fact. And it happens to be so sci-fi based, right? It's about aliens. It's a, it's, it's, it's an intergalactic alien story. It's, it's, yeah. it's no but more ridiculous outset, than star Wars. Like that's when you get deep and you know, you're allowed to like have that, uh, Cover you know, your the access to that information, but at the outset, the reason that it works so well is because they mask it. It's just like, first of all, it's like an act in LA. What they did was, was like, uh, come for an acting class, right? Free acting class. And then at the end, they would try to like sell you on this thing. And when people would go, they would hook them up to a machine, which is like a lie, it's essentially a lie detector mm-hmm. test. And then they would just have this person divulge a bunch of information about themselves, kind of like going to a therapist. Now, these people would feel good, 
right? Because that's what happens when you go to a priest or you go to whatever, when you like let, you know, you, you let go of certain things, you feel good about yourself. So now they attach that to this program. The reason they keep all this stuff, because they record it and keep it, is so that they have dirt on you. Like Tom Cruise, mm -hmm. perfect example. Like if they, so he ever wanted to leave, they have these tapes they would release and they threaten them with it. Any people mm -hmm. that do try to leave, they have people follow them. It's like very intense. There's another really good documentary about transformational work called The Life and Legacy of Werner Earhart. And in that, they show what Scientologists did to, El to, uh, to Werner Earhart, who was trying to do something. He took things from Scientology. He wasn't Scientologist, but a lot of people in the early 80s were, were moving towards that and away from Scientology. So they decided that they were going to try to ruin him. That's kind of what the doc is about. That's really good. Hmm. It's interesting. That whole having things on them. is. I feel like the government does that on people. They get a thing on you and... And you get trapped and you're unable to do what you want to do. And that's what the entire Epstein thing was. Isn't that what Lindsey Graham is in? Like, it does, isn't that Lindsey Graham's case right now? I'm a straight situation? male. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and I love as Trump. As the day is long. Oh. You know? <laughs> no, they should, they should like put him, <laughs> they should sit him down and just sell him pictures of pussies and just see the kind of response. He's like, oh, I don't care for that one. No, it's not because it's a pussy. It's just because I'm not horny. I had so much straight sex with the <laughs> that my nuts are empty. <laughs> I would, he should just come out. Like, like we don't care. It's your politics. I'm we as hate straight Lindsay. as the day is long. It's yeah. why I fuck men every just, night. Yeah. <laughs> now, That's there's nothing not gayer than, than, than fucking Me? a woman. Yeah. <laughs> How feminine I just, I, is that? I like a big burly so, man. He's so effeminate. To the hilt. <laughs> he, he is, yeah. As a founder, so effeminate. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he's... <laughs> I mean, it he's must be hard for a guy who's rich and famous to find a girl. He's just biding his time. Yeah, he's just... Isn't he like he's waiting for his golden years. Yeah. <laughs> he's like now, I always, my mother always told me, don't settle down too early. <laughs> the <laughs> other thing that I think they get on people, they said this about Julia Assange, I think, that uh, as soon as the, you, like, you go on the wrong side of the government, you're a pedophile. Did, did they have him for like raping a young lady? I, I have I no idea. But I mean, like. that seems like the easiest thing to do, right? Just yeah. be like, this guy's a pedo, and no one is going to defend a pedophile. Like, everybody well, universally hates pedophiles. Well, I mean, unless it's Hollywood for the 30 years that yeah, they know, have, he was the guy. They've accused him of suspicion of rape in three cases and unlawful coercion and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, you don't know what's true. Right? People tend to automatically believe those accusations, uh, especially if it's a young person. And it's just the worst smear you can put. And I, it, I don't know other examples off the top of my head, but apparently it's a normal, it's almost like standard procedure. You're on the wrong side of the government. They call you a pedophile. I mean, Alex Jones was talking about this. You know, that's, that, they, 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 literally, they literally have, they're called child pornography snipers, and they will put a USB into a long-range rifle, fire that into your computer, <laughs> and then it will begin downloading. And you don't have to believe me, folks. This has happened dozens of times. Don't ask me when. But it's <laughs> don't ask me when <laughs> we're locked and loaded, firing our child porn. <laughs> USBs. <laughs> 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 
but a hilarious <laughs> blackmail someone. Uh, I imagine they put it in, it's upside down, they flip it, it's still wrong, it always takes three tries just like it does me. Yeah. <laughs> no, they got, a, they got a Chris Kyle style, 500 yards, boom, <laughs> right into the US. They turn it over and shoot it. Yes. <laughs> I believe they do that, though. Did you ever because- see the Alex Jones, because he, he, that was a really good impression, where he had like this this, he was selling this product, like this weight loss product. So he was shirtless and then he was shirtless like two months later. And like the only thing that looked different about his body was that he was red. Yeah. Like he was sunburned <laughs> in the second one. It's like, you're still just as fat as you were. That's my passion. Now you're red. red. Cream. <laughs> yeah, fundamental misunderstanding of what that product was trying to do. That is a reddening cream. And you also notice my neck was thicker. <laughs> That's my neck thickening salve. <laughs> Make sure to buy that on infowars.com slash give me your money, retard. <laughs> uh, let Alex Jones back on social media. Come on. It's so funny. Stop. <laughs> Someone's got to take Limbaugh's spot. I was about to yeah, say, so yeah, he's, he's got there's about to be a big answer. opening over there. Somebody's going to take Limbaugh's spot. Yeah. I, I've i never listened to his show even once. You've so. never listened to Limbaugh? No. He's no. good. He's a misinformer. I hear he's like entertaining. He's very yes. entertaining. He's got a good flow. kind of guy. I guess on the radio, you have to be a charismatic. He's guy. great at mocking people. Like, 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 like from, you know, he's, he's holding all the cards, right? So it's not like there's anybody there fact checking behind him. He's just pushing, just bulldozing through with like facts. Ian. And uh, oh, okay. it's great. It, it's it, it's really funny because he's got that he's got that flow and he's got that voice and and it, you know to me oh we gotta take a break now when I come back I'm gonna tell you about how the liberals are killing babies. Bum, bum. Be right back. <laughs> he invented this style where like I, I'll, I'll take your tape Taylor and then stop it, call you an idiot, you know, say a bunch of things that are or aren't true to like re. You know, uh, rebuke your point, re- reject your point, whatever, and uh, and then play a little more of you and continue on. I might just, he used to just make stupid faces while the other person talked, right? And it's not a debate. I'm not describing a debate. I'm talking about playing your video and then talking yeah. shit about your video as if it was a debate that I was killing in. And that oh, people he- had to be doing that way before him. Right? I don't know. It, it, I hadn't seen that before him. He's the biggest and the best. Is. His radio sure. show was yeah. enormous. Yeah, uh, and he had a TV know. show back in the 90s, maybe. Yeah, his TV oh. show or 80s was huge. And that's what he no would idea. do. He'd just play your thing and then make dumb faces while you spoke your piece and then, you know, sort of smack it down without an ability to get back. He's very good, very entertaining. It's, you it's know who's got the best to. job? Is that guy Pat Robertson of the 700 Club? <laughs> He's like a multi multi millionaire, and all he does is like just call people demons. <laughs> yeah, like that's got to be great. Did, right? you, got, did like, you see the guy who who's like trying to sue the NFL for seven hundred and eighty seven billion dollars because what? it affected his path his path to the kingdom of heaven? Ooh, you didn't see this? No. So he's trying to sue the NFL because this, the halftime show J Lo and Shakira, you know, they were like dancing and they were fully clothed. But he's furious. It was like I've watched it. It was he literally says, "I want to sue for seventy-eight, seven hundred eighty million because he said, "What did he say?" He said, "My twelve-year-old son, who's just getting to know his uh, his his his, uh, his uh, what do you call hormonal, you know, yeah. stuff. He was horm- he was hormonally aroused without my permission, and we didn't know there was no- was there any warnings that there was going to be any of this, and like so oh, he's, let- he's this is the halftime show with the butts. 
Yes. Yeah. That's fair. Like a, I always text my dad for yeah. permission before I fuck. <laughs> you gotta watch this video if you I find it. I text your dad too, and I appreciate <laughs> how liberal he is. That's gonna be so funny. He's like, "Andy, it is inappropriate for you to do that on there because my twelve-year-old son walked in on me beating off to Shakira's ass." <laughs> 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 right. It is the onus of this is not on me. No, it is, <laughs> it is on everyone else. <laughs> yeah, that, that's hilarious. I I don't. You know what? I think he's probably going to lose that one. Oh, I think he's yeah, got a solid case. It's a yeah. pretty good chunk. Seven hundred eighty-six million. I think was exactly. You're a billion. Man. billion. What do you put the, the odds at? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, considering who we've got in the Supreme Court now and the way we're headed, you know, maybe he's got a shot. Who knows? I don't know. That there would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the NFL goes bankrupt because one guy was beaten off. <laughs> Goodell coming out. I'm so sorry, but <laughs> we got to fold it in. <laughs> Have you guys seen the XFL? I... Yeah, we've got a team. Woohoo! I, I'll, I'll go watch a game. Dude, I'm excited about the the concept of the XFL. Right? I, I don't know what this one has going on compared to the last one, but you know, at the beginning game, there's a. Mm-hmm coin flip i think to determine which the kickoff goes they used to have two people race to the middle to get the ball that's a great idea that is a that is a really fun way way more fun than a than a a coin flip Uh, hot wait what'd you say dodgeball rules okay and uh i don't know there's a lot of things that they can do the the hotter the cheerleaders the that would be good the the racing one because then you like look at a guy like usain bolt and you're right? like, okay, I know you can't catch the ball. I know you can't play football. Just do this part for us. Like, yeah. Get us the yeah. coin. You might earn a roster teams. spot for that. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what else? There's no fair catches. So guys are right. going to get fucking pummeled. And that's entertaining. Well, yeah. there's a counter strategy, right? Like, what if there's something like a fair catch? You wrap that guy with your own team. Perform a ring of fire defense so he can get a fair oh. catch and duck out. Do new shit. I, I think it's going to be successful because my understanding is like, now, like the NFL isn't seeing them as a rival. It's almost like they're seeing them as like a player development kind of thing where it's like, you know, if you get good enough to come to the NFL, you can, you know, and this is a nice training. It's probably going to be higher skilled in the Canadian Football League, I would guess. I hope that it is the football equivalent of slam ball. Do you remember the basketball games played on trampolines? Yes, so many with broken full ankles. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> Heck, that man. game was, even when I was like seven watching that, I'm like, this is dangerous. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing this. People like worked out that double bounce like yeah. slam from 30 feet away. It was outrageous. I forgot about slam ball. God, that was sick. We need to bring that back. <laughs> And checking and the boards like hockey, but not pads like hockey. No, no. (laughs) And it seems like every four minutes, some guy comes down eight inches to the right of where he thought, and it's just ankle. (laughs) (laughs) Just (laughs) talking about slam ball. Yeah, with the the trampolines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I always liked when they would fall wrong and their leg would go like up to the hip between the padding and the <laughs> yeah. and the trampoline and they'd just be stuck there and the game would just continue. There should be a safer <laughs> version. They can remove the trampolines and put in those indoor skydiving rigs that just blow you up. <laughs> you ever done one of those? I haven't. I've heard it's those exhausting. Ah, are... oh, nah, I don't think I, I I didn't feel like it was strenuous at all. It's just really fun. They, they, okay. they, you're in a tube and everybody kind of gathers around the margins on the outside on pads. And they crank the volume, the, the volume of air up to match your weight so they can kind of make you weightless. And then you can bounce off the bottom, which is like 
several mesh screens that are bouncy and you can do all kinds of crazy like flips and could you do wow. flips and stuff on your first day or were you just struggling yeah. to yeah, okay this hard. isn't what i expected no what i expected was it was hard just to not slam off the walls and fall down and maintain anything and doing flips was an advanced thing i also um expected that like i think they told me that it's it's expensive it's like a hundred dollars for a minute or no. like $200 for five minutes, but you might not even want five because a minute's enough. Like that's what I was told. No way. No, I went to a place in, um, I think Gatlinburg, Tennessee was the first one I went to. And then I went to another one called like Sky Zone or something in Atlanta. Huh? And uh, I loved it. I was like 15 or 16 at the time. But like, I just remember being, it being really easy um, uh -huh. and, and like having lots of fun. I don't remember being, my dad was obviously paying because I was 15 or something, but like, I don't remember it being like, I don't think he would have paid $200 for five minutes of me floating around on a tube. Hmm. I don't think. Uh, yeah. My, they, my thought process was, it was maybe like 50 bucks or they have one not too far from here. Like call it an hour that I can yeah. try. Might be worth it. It's fun. I, I, I loved it as a kid. I haven't done it like recently or anything, but, uh, but it was always, it was always a lot of fun. You know, you get in that like wingsuit and the little kids I noticed had like Batman themed wingsuits. And even as a teen, I was like, why don't why is mine all red and fucking white? Why don't I get the Batman suit? He looks yeah. bat like, like he this, looks like Batman. I look like Robin. What kind of crap is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's red and yellow and green. Yeah, that shit was fun. Oh, I like all those like tourist I've trap type uh, type things like that. I've done the tandem skydiving like from a plane. I think I've talked about that on the show. Mm -hmm. and, uh, that was a good time. I enjoyed that, but I'd like to try the other. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, it's definitely. There's no way it's as fun as jumping out of a fucking airplane. Don't don't get me yeah. wrong, but but it's kind of a fun thing to do. Like it, it's in the same realm to me as like putt putt and like miniature golf and um, like laser tag and stuff like that. Like I feel like I feel like one of those things would fit in really not and go karts. Like mm. you and I went to that place with all three. I just feel like it would like one of those indoor skydiving things would like fit right in with that sort of genre. Where'd we go? Was that in Raleigh? Yeah. Oh, okay. like, like like pretty near your house, like maybe right. 15, 20 minute drive or something like that. Gotcha. Yeah. There's another one that's farther, like an hour and a half from my house where the go-karts are legit and dangerous. Yeah. Like it, yeah. Probably everyone knows places like, like there's fun go-karts that like, I don't know, you, you can drive and it's just a good time. And if you smash into a wall, you're probably okay. Dude. We got there, and within a few seconds of walking in, a car hit a wall and did like a flip and a half and landed upside. Like, understand, this is a half flip, right? It did a flip and a half, and then the guy landed upside down, and he was in like tires or something. I was like, that. Do they give you a hard there. time if you wreck the car? We didn't wreck any car. I don't know how I they wonder. treated him, but um, we went to one in Colorado and Denver. Um, me and Taylor and Chiz and my girlfriend, and it was, I don't know, I think, we, I think they go 45 or 55, I don't remember which, but it was indoors, and I just remember when we all got done, like, like all of us, from, from me to Chiz to Taylor, our forearms were numb. We were, we were literally sitting there like Tyrannosauruses, like, just like, I had no idea when we were doing it, because it was fun, but we're just torquing continuously because there's no power steering and you're going so goddamn fast it's it, it was a lot of fun though we, i enjoyed that we wrecked a lot we had the same thing but it wasn't um numb forums it was just fatigue like i was having so much fun i didn't realize until it was over that i'm hot I'm sweaty i'm kind of like 
you know, I'm a three out of 10 now in terms of like exhaustion, like what I have to offer if I were to go say back to back, like I, I didn't even notice wearing out during the drive, but I did. Yeah. I like, I like that stuff a lot. Yeah. Good times. Daniel poker question. Okay. Is it still fun? Is it a job? Do you like, you said you were kind of taking a bit of a poker vacation. I assumed that recharging is part of the strategy. What do you got? Well, the truth is, like, I don't need to play. As, you know, when I was young, it was a job because I had to play every day to make money to pay rent and all that stuff. I, my whole goal was to work hard in my 20s and 30s, you know, so I don't have to anymore. And I don't. So now I get, now it is fun, right? Because I get to play when I want to play. Now, if I had to go clock in and clock out every day, it might seem a little monotonous playing the same game over and over and over. But, you know, now I look forward to the big tournaments or, you know, whatever the case may be. And, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's fun when I, I if, okay. it, if it wasn't, if it's not fun, I don't play, you know, so I feel like it. I'm projecting it, but I guess it's somewhat about the game and somewhat about the people, you know, old friends. That's what makes it fun. A little bit, you know, it's like, you know, like at, they call it Bobby's room. Dole Brunson, he's 86 years old. He still plays there at the Bellagio and it's just a group of guys. They shoot the shit, you know, they're, they're like, they've been friends for a long time. And so sometimes it's fun to just go hang out with them, hopefully make a few bucks. But, uh, you know, as far as like the game itself, I still find it enjoyable and fun when, um, because probably because I don't play every day. If I did, it might, you know, at this point I'm 45, it might be boring. If you were to just based on fun, uh, I'm trying to remove profit potential from fun, but, uh, would you rather play with other pros or what you called hometown heroes earlier in the show? If it was for fun, I mean, it would depend. Like for what I see as a fun game is when people are drinking, people are having fun. Nobody's taking it too seriously. People are gambling. So I would say that that was more likely to be like the Dan Blazarian type games, the Steve Aoki's, you know, that just like a bunch of rich people who are not good at poker, just being dumb and actually keeping pros out. A lot of these private games now, if you're a pro, they won't let you play. Like, I mean, you know, it makes sense. They don't really want to give their money to some pro. Right. So yeah, they play amongst themselves. Okay. Yeah. And I just imagine like if I'm, I'm good at poker but still a guy who gets just wrecked by pros. It's like, uh, I don't want a, a shark in our pool. Like that takes the fun mm. out of it. We're all here splashing around, having fun in the pool. Who brought the damn shark? <laughs> you know, he's but, biting. You know, but then you have like the other side of the coin where like, let's say you're like independently wealthy. Like, why not sit? Like if you could play basketball with Michael Jordan or golf with Tiger Woods, like why not sit at a poker table with the best in the world and play for big money and challenge yourself, right? You might get humbled or humiliated, but whatever. It's not going to change your life if you're wealthy. So I think for a lot of guys, they prefer that. Like they want the absolute best. They want to feel like, you know, the awe of, you know, playing against legends. I, I, I see that point of it, but it's like, Jordan, please beat me politely. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's what I try to do. You know? Yeah. It might wear out if he just like, you know, what are you thinking being on the court with me? I don't know. I mean, I you know, some people love that too. Like when Phil Helmuth does that, because Phil Helmuth plays with uh, Chamath Periani, the guy who helped create Facebook. He plays with a lot of Silicon Valley people, uh -huh. um, you know, Jason Calcanis and these, you know, that, that type of, of player. And they all, they like, they, they look forward to Helmuth parading them. Like that's a thing that they, they like are actually actively hoping happens. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. I get that. 
I just wanted to have a good game. Just wanted to have a good time. Uh, <laughs> I'll around with my friends. <laughs> I hope everybody wins. <laughs> so, yeah. like, if you were to jump into a game with a bunch of, you know, r- regular poker players, know what they're doing, but, you know, casual guys, like, it, will you win 100% of the time, pretty much no. guaranteed? Like over the course no, of a night, not. as far no. as the evening goes, like I'm sure you'll lose some, no, hand, well, win some, but well, right. it depends, right? So, like, it depends. First of all, how long's an evening? So, for example, if we played one hand, that's all luck, right? Mm-hmm. Play ten hands, now there's a little bit of skill. Play a hundred hands, more skill. So, if I played for six hours with a bunch of like average elite players, like weird shit happens. Like I can play perfectly and still lose. That's the mm-hmm. cool thing about poker in a lot of ways. Like you could make the dumbest move ever, right? And like try to give me your money, but then somehow the deck bails you out and you catch your miracle card and, you know, and I'm losing. That happens all, that's one of the lures of poker. One of the things about poker that confuses people, like someone said this a while ago, that poker's a lot like sex in that everybody thinks they're really good at it, but most <laughs> people don't have a clue what they're doing. Like, you know, it, it's, it's like a, mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of similarities there where, um, and because of luck, like you can be fooled, right? You can think that you're just unlucky Right. Or you can think you're really, really good because you've been lucky. So that's like the difficult thing for a professional to discern is, am I just running hot or do I know what I'm doing? Am I better than these people? Okay. Same with driving. Everybody thinks they're a good driver, even when they're absolutely not. I wonder if I've ever met someone who said like, I'm a bad driver and I can't think of one. Mm -mm. No, I can't think of any. I mean, you've met a lot of women. <laughs> My wife. Was, well, <laughs> well, the proof's in the pudding. <laughs> uh, uh, Jackie will just straight up admit it and be like, yeah, <laughs> not my thing. <laughs> right, right, right. We, her, she goes to back out of a parking space. She just screams, look out. <laughs> Two days ago, her car died. And she's like, I swear, I didn't hit anything this time. It just happened. I was going straight level, and it just blew up. You immediately check under the car for a mailman. (laughs) She calls me. I had oil in it 30,000 miles ago. (laughs) (laughs) The car's making noises, and I'm like, all right, because that could mean anything. Brake squeal, belt squeal, anything. And uh, she's like, it it sounds like a choo-choo train, and she sent me an audio file via text. It's like a chicka 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 chicka. I was like, oh my god, it sounded just like a chicka train. <laughs> yeah, I'm going 82 miles an hour on the freeway right now. Is this a problem? <laughs> Get she your ass home. She held yeah. it up by the hood. Get <laughs> me good. Get me good. Just valves going bad or something. No, it was. Um, uh, I popped the hood and looked at it and. Right in the front of the engine, there's a, a big pulley with the fan on it for the radiator. Mm-hmm. And that thing was like moving and shaking and going all sorts oh. of things off track. And I don't know what's on the other side of that, but it, it looked like it was connected to some important rod. And the whole system is making sound, not just the front clunking. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, honey, kill the car. And it goes, and all these metal shavings of glitter. <laughs> <laughs> Under the hood. <laughs> now, they, I like how you said one of the important rods. Like some mechanics, like yep, yeah, there's your problem. If one of the unimportant rods broke, you'd be fine. But this is an important one. <laughs> this is what we call the five essential rods. <laughs> it might be time. 
for a new car. Yeah, I got her a new one yesterday. <laughs> oh, what'd you get her? Yeah. Uh, so we went to the dealership looking at the Forerunners, which is what she had since 2006, maybe. Yeah, those are solid cars. And she really liked... Um, but we got in the new one. We test drove one or two of them, checked out all... The, you know, we started doing our online research and stuff. And she just... She liked it, but it wasn't like a, a transformation she was looking for. It kind of looked updated. The Forerunner, I think, is due for... A little love inside to make it nicer. And um, we were kind of decided to get it, but not enthusiastic about it. And the salesman's like, there's a Highlander sitting like, you know, inside the showroom thing is one of the, you know, they typically they put the nicest version of a model there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jackie's really big on sitting high. And the Highlander is not as high as the Forerunner, but I sat in it and I was like, this is really nice. It's the model down from the Forerunner, but... It was more luxurious just because it was updated so recently. And uh, I was like, you should just sit in it like, you know, and see if it's your cup of tea. And uh, she like, it's higher than most crossovers, I would argue. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all-wheel drive. And, and she just liked it a lot. So that's what we ended up getting, uh, a Highlander, a Toyota Highlander Limited. It's very uh, cool. It's nice. black, but I think they call it magnetic. And the inside is like a and brown combo and um yeah we we test drove all of them it was really good and uh so we got her a new car yesterday very cool nice daniel you've made a lot of money is there anything that you do you have a do you have an expensive hobby or Mm. anything like that are you into cars (laughs) yeah Uh, that's why this is interesting because like and I, i thought there might be like an interesting thing there where like your 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 job is to gamble away vast sums of money. So is there anything else that's sort of an expensive like do you collect motorcycles? Do you have a, a huge collection of samurai swords? Like like heroin. My favorite way to spend time or money is gambling for like crazy amounts of money on the golf course. Um and the other thing that I spend money on, I guess, would be like honestly hockey tickets. I have 16 season tickets to the Golden Knights. Four that I use, and then I have twelve up top that I donate to friends and family or whatever. What are you doing? Laying down? (laughs) (laughs) I don't like people sitting near me. (laughs) But I don't. I mean, I have I have a Tesla. I bought my wife a Tesla, but we're not extravagant kind of people. I wear an Apple Watch because it makes sense. It's practical and does way more shit than people who spend a hundred thousand on a watch that does nothing but like Mm -hmm. tell bad time. So I'm yeah. pretty pretty logical and practical when it comes to stuff like that. I'm so out of it. I thought the Apple Watch was initially a brag. Like, you know, I've got a five hundred. Yeah, check this watch. out. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an Apple Watch. You know, I've I've got a yeah. career earning of over forty million dollars. But what I'm really proud of is this little bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see two hundred nineteen dollars. <laughs> I don't have a <laughs> Hamilton. How many calories I burn? Yeah. yeah. Do you ever do? Have you ever done one of those events where they uh, <clears throat> they put you on a heart on a heart monitor? Yep. I was on the, they actually called me the Ice King. It was in 2003 where I was playing poker and I had the exact same hand as Mike Mattisau. His heart rate was 172 sitting down. Oh God. Okay. Did he die? Can I just interject and say? Mine stayed at 72 the whole time. Despite Mike Mattisau is not a uh, picture of physical health. No, right. he was like all hopped up on Red Bull, cap, you know, caffeine, Adderall, you name it. And he's like in the middle of the hand, all engaged. And I was just chill. Yeah. Dude, if you're at 172 sitting down, <laughs> could you imagine? You're you're knocking on death's door. Like yeah. that's that's, that's really it's pretty problem. outrageous. And they show it just going tick 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 tick, and you're like, okay, yeah. What is that? We, mean, bum, we bum, might, bum, we bum, might bum, need to call bum, a doctor bum, here. Bum, this is not normal. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, he, it's it's the most thrilling thing that he does, right? Is is having a good hand or, or maybe a bad hand physical. and he's gloving. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've definitely. I I've never like worn a heart rate monitor when I did it, but I, I definitely like. I've felt my heart just dip, 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 and just thinking like. I wonder if I can see this. Yes. Uh, can they hear it? Because yeah. it's just I can, like it's pounding in my ears. That, that that that's what makes poker so great. Or any game, any game that can get that reaction out of you, uh, is is something I love. But but I guess you don't get that. It sounds like I don't. I'm not like. I mean, I get it occasionally in big tournaments. But you guys were talking about jumping out of a plane and how awesome that is. That sounds just fucking stupid to me. Like <laughs> it's just like I get how some people get adrenaline rush, but like oh, let me just do this thing where I could die a horrifyingly scary death um for a few thrills like it doesn't do it for me the idea of bungee jumping silly like i don't i don't get thrills that way you know having a putt for a big number of money like a, a big amount of money where it's all on me that's where i get my thrills definitely not jumping out of planes and, and all that other crazy stuff yeah. do you ever get to play with any uh, any famous guys playing poker i know jordan is as a notorious golf grant gambler Oh yeah. I mean, I've played poker and golf with some different, you know, I played with some pro, some guys in the pro tour, Scott Piercy and whatnot. But, uh, as far as poker, like a lot of big celebrities, Ben Affleck, Affleck, Toby Maguire, they were kind of like into it before everyone, you know, when it was really hot and really mm -hmm. cool, maybe tapered off a little bit or playing in private games. And I played, uh, like with Leonardo DiCaprio and all those guys back in the day. Um, Do you ever sandbag not, for golf betting? It seemed like that'd be the strategy. Everyone does. They, everyone does like, except me, I was the only person in the, you know, in the poker community that had a handicap. Everyone else says, Oh, I shoot about bogey, you know? And then you play with them and all of a sudden like, Oh wow. 75. That was, a, you just had a good round, huh? Like I played with, <laughs> I played four days in a row with a guy who said, well, I just had the round of my life. It's pretty, <laughs> it's, it's pretty convenient that like every time I play someone, they have the round of their life. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> hmm. I've never gotten into golf. Boys, I got to pee and I got to run. I think yep. uh, you guys, I appreciate you, guys you coming on me, yeah? and you were fantastic. Yeah, we really enjoyed you. Is there anything you want to plug before you go? Any, any, uh, um, well, if you can, I mean, obviously, if you're in the US, you can't, but like if you play online poker, best series you can is uh, on GG Poker. It's called the GG Masters, $150 buy in every Sunday. Check it out, get a 200% deposit bonus, use promo code Daniel. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Well, boys. thank you very much for coming on. It was a pleasure speaking to you. You got it, guys. Yeah. Have a good one. Yeah, good night. See you. <clears throat> Let me do a uh, quick advertisement. I really enjoyed Daniel. Yeah, that guy's awesome. This episode of PK is brought to you by a company that we have a lot of personal experience with, Postmates. You know what's great about eating your favorite thing? It's your favorite thing and you're eating it. You know what's not so great? Getting it. And the only fast things that deliver are not what you're craving. Introducing Postmates, the app that adds a delivery option to all of your favorite restaurants. Imagine anything you want to eat delivered. You don't have to drive, park, or even talk on the phone to order. Imagine anything you want to eat delivered. I just said that. Just download the app and order. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour. Uh, you can even see where your food is and track your driver. If you forgot those eggs, maybe your milk, no problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for the perfect bottle of red wine or a summer beer? Order up. Postmates is your new long-term munchies booty call. For a limited time, Postmates is giving you 100 bucks of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app today and use code PKA. That's code PKA for 100 bucks of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Save the hassle. Get the food you love fast at Postmates with code PKA. Big fan of uh, Postmates. Make sure you use that code. Uh, you know, just... Make yourself a new account, maybe, and uh, and, <laughs> and, and throw that code in, and uh, you're gonna get a lot of free deliveries. 
get some tasty treats for yourself. I think, you know what, did, guys? You deserve it. Did they? Did you get your uh, your Postmates credits on your account yet? Oh, I haven't checked. I probably have. Oh. Yeah. I gave Chiz the wrong email, so I have no idea. <laughs> Why would you give them the wrong email? I've got like three or four or five emails I use, and and like the I, I accidentally gave them the wrong one. So oh. I, I think I got it corrected. So it should be on there in a few days. We'll see. But they, they said they wanted to send us some credits. So I got my DNA test back. Yes. Ooh, I've got um, about this. I've got a few screenshots here. Um, so here's the one that's sort of the broad strokes. If you want to show people. Let me make sure I'm not oversharing. Mm-hmm. I was surprised when it said you're 5% gay. Yeah, shocker. <laughs> uh, that's what happens when you ejaculate in that cup. <laughs> That would be a hilarious and expensive bit is just send him a cup of cum. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, man, you're white as fuck. I'm just making sure you're not oversharing. Last name's fine to share. Yeah. I know it's out there. But. White as fuck. Yeah, they're court records. Um, 99.7% European. All right. British and Irish. <laughs> 90 is 63 percent it seems like most of my ancestors hail from uh mostly london, irish london and dublin <laughs> ireland yeah yeah uh 16 french and german a little bit of scandinavian some the classic uh, self-hating irishman yeah. yes just a just a speck no there's a speck a speck of spanish and portuguese uh, just a little, just a taste. <laughs> did you say spec on purpose for that one? I did. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to catch on. Here's no. the most interesting thing uh, out of the whole thing. So I also did, I, I could show you like the screenshots of like all the traits, but it's mm -hmm. literally like nothing bad and everything good. It's kind of boring. Where's it's, the Neanderthal part? That Right uh, here. Yeah, that, spoiler alert. Um. I have 315 Neanderthal <laughs> That <variants>. silhouette picture. <laughs> this is more than 95% of 23andMe customers. I have more Neanderthal variants than 95% of the people who have ever been tested. <laughs> and you're still only in second place on this podcast. Words <laughs> <laughs> hurt, Taylor. Yeah. Like, like, like I had a relative who was like 60%, 60 percent more obviously because they're a relative and they, they had the same descendants but both of my parents have neanderthal traits so i get like a double dose where like like she was like 60 percent or something <clears throat> or like she was um like 200 200 traits and that made up like more than 70 percent of the people who had been tested i'm at 315 the highest ever tested is 340 i look forward to where the memes are going on this good for you man <laughs> Dude, being, being high Neanderthal, that's good. They were smarter yes. than us, you know. Were they, they were, yeah. yeah. See, like the whole reason there's the the meme of like, oh, these idiots, is because the first skeleton we discovered of Neanderthals was an old person with like crippling arthritis and, and back problems, and so that kind of took over the cultural zeitgeist of like, oh, they were all hunchbacked and and dumb, and when in reality, like I think they had. Quite a bit, like significantly larger. There was more of us. Lose. There were more of us. Yeah, we we outbred them. Like Dude, we Kyle, outbred Kyle, with Kyle. them and then fucked them. I don't think you should be saying more of us. <laughs> <laughs> In your case, it's more of them. Yeah, they, <laughs> they just outworked us. All right? They were. You we humans were going hard in the paint.
And, uh, you know, we'd have one, maybe two children. You'd have eight or ten. It was crazy. You'd take our women, mape them. Well, you're not going to get a lot of kids if you're murdering them after. Well, they, they, <laughs> I never said humans were smart. They didn't yeah, understand and vaping how is murdering work. first. So. Yeah, yeah. Mate. I wonder what they sounded like. Oh, Chiz got his DNA tested, Chiz too. Chiz also has his here. He's got a whole album of these. If you if you click the, t the imager part. Let me... Yeah, he's mostly Southern well, European. Let me see if there's anything he included that I, like, didn't. And make sure it didn't include anything he wouldn't want shared. Ah, 2.2% Asian. Northwest Asian for Chiz. Pretty cool. Yeah, I... I, I I did the hundred dollar upgrade, so it tells you like all of the diseases that you could possibly um, be likely to get. Everything from Alzheimer's to certain cancers, um, different kinds of blood diseases and brain diseases. And I would have included that, but it's just it literally says no traits. Like like for for two pages, it's like nothing. So like you know, there was one about like what kind of earwax I would have. You know, whether it's like chalky wax or if it's like runny sticky earwax I mean, you're white, so probably the waxy sticky kind right sure you know um you know things about um baldness back hair um uh earlobe <laughs> attachment or detachment the length of your middle finger or something in relation to your index finger lots of stuff like that that's just like boring shit mm -hmm. and i was just like straight across the board like not no no bad things and all good things frankly <clears throat> Why does it say here that you have a tiny dick? <laughs> well, they made me measure it. <laughs> that's, I, that's they didn't ask for that measurement, but I, I, I did include a couple of Polaroids with my spit sample. <laughs> I wanted, and I wanted to you know, cover I all my bases, so I sent a stool sample as well. They were disgusted. <laughs> so I'm to be thorough. <laughs> I'm behind the... I, I like triple check to make sure it was okay to share Chiz's results. But... um. Mm -hmm. So he, I want to go over again. He's mostly Spanish and Portuguese and Italian. Broadly yeah, South he's... European, a little bit of Northwestern European, British and Irish, like Kyle. He's like the antithesis of Kyle as far as Europeans go. He's all mm -hmm. Southern European. Kyle's all Northern European. Mostly, yeah. He's pretty Neanderthal too. Is it Neanderthal? Oh, I've always said it. It's... Yeah, it's supposed to be Neanderthal, but they shouldn't have thrown that fucking H in there if they wanted people to say it right. Latin that's how it, that's how it is it, it's it's neanderthal yeah that's a, neanderthal. I, I almost always say neanderthal too okay uh ability to match musical pitch 50 50 he can smell asparagus can't we all no who can't smell asparagus mm -hmm. some people some people think cilantro tastes like soap because of a genetic uh thing they have likely no cleft chin likely no hair loss i think that's true likely wet earwax that's something I didn't know about Chiz. It tastes terrible. I mean, uh, earwax <laughs> is associated. I think the same gene that's responsible for how wet your earwax is is responsible for BO, which is why like Asian people have like drier earwax and they have way less BO, whereas white people have wet earwax and way more BO. Hmm. I didn't it's know that. How that shit works. Do black people yeah. next, Taylor? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not the earwax expert. <laughs> no such thing. Oh uh, yeah, black people don't have earwax. That's a that's a that's a racist trope. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. Well, I mean, you didn't get any, you didn't get any like uh, anything that lets you say fun words. So that kind of stinks. Oh, he can make fun two, of the Irish. 
That's true. You, you, you didn't knew. scroll hard enough. 0.2% sub-Saharan African. Ooh, my brother. Dude, there is no way. That is an error. I'm looking <laughs> right at you. <laughs> what does that mean? That you had a, one black like grandma <laughs> 30,000 years ago? Like, <laughs> Kyle, I like the I got my pants on joke as to why he couldn't see you were black and didn't want it to slip under the radar. <laughs> just That's fine, just fine. <laughs> I, my people are always being ignored. <laughs> my brothers <laughs> jizz is ct most common for elite power athletes uh i got that as well he's of course you did all that northern a, european a DNA. likely similar weight on diets high or low in saturated fat uh similar to what i don't understand that um yeah i don't I was looking at Probably why my body does so well with losing weight, feeling good, and putting muscle on when I do keto. All right. Age-related macular degeneration. What's macular degeneration? Muscles? That's when your eyes go bad. Oh, mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Okay. Slightly increased risk. No, I got risk. that one. <laughs> you, yours isn't age-related. It's life-related. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might have that one. <laughs> shitty genetics. <laughs> uh, what is this? BRCA1 and 2 genes increase cancer risk. He does not have that. Well, lucky for him. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's the last good. one. Good for you, Chiz. I was just thinking about his chances of getting cancer. This is yeah. way off my shoulders. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to see if there's any health and traits that are even worth like showing of mine. Because like I said, it's just my health action plan. This thing's really cool. Wait, Black History Month. Your trace industry, interest, ancestry did not say that it was sub-Saharan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, let me see if I can find. Oh, like, maybe if you expand that arrow next to it, yeah, I can I, see I'm it. Going to, oh. I'm going to do that right now. Okay, yeah, because I thought it was undefined, but now I understand it's just unexpanded. Oh, good for Chiz. Likely no bald spot. Yeah, Angolan and Congolese. That's They're what that is in that trace industry ancestry. Yeah, I'm going to uh, screenshot it. Where's Angolia? What's I'm, I'm stupid. It's I'm in, sorry. It's in, uh, Northern Africa. Yeah. Oh, okay. Point two percent. Let's go. That's enough to get you by. Yep. Why do you not take my application for this scholarship? <laughs> do I get I reparations because Congolese. of this? Am I? Am, could I get some reparations? You should, Kyle. It's your month <laughs> right now. <laughs> it is my month. You oh, I crackers. <laughs> as far as hey, I could be you know point three percent Congolese. You don't. You're eighty five percent Neanderthal. You need to take this fucking test. You're gonna blow me out of the water. Can't wait to win the Neanderthal contest. <laughs> they're, they're not even going to mail you results. They're just going to show up, fucking lab coats on, uh, Mr. <laughs> just Mr. bursting Taylor. into the room. My God, we've discovered the missing link. <laughs> <laughs> He's alive, but he lives in Western Missouri, Eastern Missouri. <laughs> they immediately dart you. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the size of this cranium. We thought bones this thick were stuff of myths and folklore. <laughs> you ever see that? Uh, like, like I've talked about it before, but way back in the Bum Hunter, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, when you yeah. when you would get yeah when you get the bum fight DVD, you'd also have some clips from the bum hunter every now and then. He'd dress up just like Steve Irwin. He's like, "All right, got a big buck here. He's hiding out behind this refuge. Yeah, yeah. All right, everyone be very quiet. We've got to take this big buck by surprise." And he just leaps onto a big homeless black man and starts duct taping him up. And the black guy's like, "What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Like, Calm down, big fella. Calm down." And like once he's properly restrained, aka kidnapped, <laughs> he starts measuring the man's skull with a tape measure, and then he takes a sharpie and writes like 47B or something on his forehead, and then he's like, jot that down, 47B, all right, 32 inches inseam, 45-inch waist, all right, all right, document this, document this, all right, we're going to tag him now, and then release him back into the wild. <laughs> piercing a homeless guy's ear with a tag <laughs> they, just, they wrote on him with a sharpie that was how they like tagged him it was that is really so mean i hope after I, it's probably not i like to think that after the cameras turned off they uh -huh. apologize and give him something that made it like it look i'm sorry bro it's for a thing the sign right here accept my hundred dollars as payment and We'll put it on bum fight. You know what? I can tell you with confidence that did not happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm wish casting. The black guys. Like, the fourth time this month. God they were damn. So terrible. <laughs> that is so mean spirited and so fucking good. That, that is hilarious. I was 18 at the time. I didn't think it was sad at all. I loved that shit. I was just like, are there more of these? Like, like, like I want to subscribe, donate, and 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 become a part of this guy's fan base. Yeah. But but now I realize like. I donate That's to that one of those awful Patreon. things. That, yeah, I'd, I'd, I would pay extra so I could go on a bum hunt. Yeah. That's if you donate $500, you get to go on like a, a, a bum hunt safari. <laughs> Welcome to Portland, home of the most virulent bums in the land. Crikey, this one's got needles all over him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he's put these needles all over him as a defense mechanism. Yeah. That won't work on us, though. <laughs> so fucked. It's Wild Kingdom. Lure him out with some Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Opioids. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got I got a couple of funny videos. Well, I got I, one very funny video. Okay. Oh, you got a thing? Uh, we should do your videos. Well, what um, you got? What videos? And this is this is like mildly politically right. Uh, people getting hit by cars. Even better. <laughs> I'll be the judge. This that. is a lady who voted for. Uh, oh, oh, so this funny! One's yeah, amazing. She cool voted for gal of the week. Cool gal of the week here <laughs> voted for uh, Mr. Uh, voted for my boy Pete, who just dominated the Cheat. Iowa caucuses in some uh, cases by more than one percent. And and she had no idea that he might. Like Dick. Both Paul. Like Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys ready? I'm always ready. Three, two, one, play. So are you saying that he has the same sex partner? Yes. Look at her face. Are you kidding? He's married to him, yes. Well, then I don't want anybody like that in the White House. So can I have my car back? I don't know. We could go ask. I never knew that. She should watch the show. He's a human being, right? Just like you and me. Gotta love those informed voters. Really they get to choose in Iowa? They get to set the tone? And he says, 
none of us should get to choose anyway. Well, I mean, some of us don't. But <laughs> none of us should. Look at her face. <laughs> like she's got her. But I think that we were not around. How come this has never been brought out before? It's oh, common knowledge. The deeply kept secret that Mayor Pete might be it. gay. Um, we can talk to someone if you This bitch is stumped. Yeah, right. I don't know the rules Dude, too quick. I guess what I would like you to just take is I think, like, should it matter if it's a woman or if it's a man or if they're heterosexual or homosexual? She's filibustering hard. If you believe in what they say. That's my question. It all just went right down the toilet. <laughs> I can't stand the ugly chick. But she's so ugly on the inside and the outside. One of them's clearly the uglier. The, uh, she's like, the Bible says not to be gay. Like, that's the big gotcha. As if the Bible's central focus is on not smoking pole. This is, this is America's heart thing. This is a, this is a good Iowan, broad-shouldered woman, all right? She's, she's squat, she's sturdy, and she's firm in her belief. That bitch can milk a cow. <laughs> she's got Amy and Buddha Judge stickers on. The most uninformed voter ever. This is like someone not knowing Barack Obama is black. Like, like, like how, how do you no, no, not she's know She's making this? a lot of good points. <laughs> I'm changing my vote. We did the fact check on the video, and he is, in fact, gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Confirmed by his husband. Yeah. Husband, he had his dick in my ass last night, so I'm gonna go and win. You know, I haven't. Like, like, I like I, to I think that him. after he won the Iowa caucus, his husband couldn't walk well. I didn't win the won. Iowa caucus, but did, did, did you see the clip of him like side smooching his husband? Joe Biden kisses his granddaughters with more passion than that. Who and wouldn't? Have you seen Joe Biden's granddaughter? Ooh. I was saying that Pete needs to step up the gay and, and do some more open mouth kissing on the stage. Not that, you know, I, I, obviously I, what Biden's doing. I is know what you were trying to say, Taylor, but we've zeroed in on the a, a key part of this electoral <laughs> cycle, and that is Joe Biden's hot granddaughter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's a cutie. First of all, she's 21, 22 at least. She's legal. So I don't want to taste Joe Biden's breath on <laughs> That wait, wait. <laughs> What's how do you taste Joe Biden's breath on your tongue? Because he's always smooching on her, like just straight up. Oh yeah, kissing his granddaughter. Oh, mouth kissing his granddaughter <sighs> on stage. Tongue action. On Remember when Ted Cruz tried to kiss his daughter like in 2016, and she like turned away and made that disgusted face? That's what a real relationship between a father and a daughter should be like. <laughs> I. I guess the like I read into that a ton back. I do remember when that happened, and mm -hmm. I was like, I. I I don't know what's true. This is I invented all this on my own, but I'm like, I bet right now his relationship with his family's a little strained. Right? Mm -hmm. This guy's running for president. He probably travels constantly. When he does have his wife and kid near him, he probably uses them as props. I'm not saying that's who he is as a dad, but that's who he was as a dad that month, right? He was completely focused on trying to be the next president. And his daughter was mad at him and yeah. you know, rejected his affection. And I saw that, and I didn't hold it against him. I'm like, yeah, the guy's I trying to do a thing. Yeah. You know? I held it against her because she needs to get with a fucking program. She needs to fucking tongue his asshole if that's what it takes to get elected. Well, she's yeah. a little kid, and she's not going to be... Uh, yeah, her tongue's perfect. <laughs>
<laughs> Touche. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I didn't know how I thought it was. I do remember that clip. Yeah, but so Mayor Pete won Iowa, and I wonder no, what that's going to... Well, he did not win Iowa. Wait, Bernie won. In what situation does it... How do you define winning Iowa? The person with the most votes. Oh, so that would explain President Hillary. Yeah, because the rules are exactly the same in a national election and the Iowa caucus. And a caucus, actually. Pretty similar, actually. You know, like each area takes... Why a, does Bernie have more votes and fewer delegates? It's It works a little bit like the Electoral College. Like each area has a number of delegates they could give people. And um, Bernie did well in these high-density areas, like the cities, but the proportion of like delegates per person are not the same in the cities as they are out in the country where Pete did better. Much like the presidential election, where a place like Wyoming gets way more electoral votes per person, and a place like California gets fewer, which is why Hillary won the popular but lost the race, Pete lost the popular but won the most delegates. I'm not. I'm still not sure so if they've even finished counting the votes on that. Yeah, yeah. That that thing is so shady. That's well. That's, then we're gonna need a shady motherfucker to take on Donald Trump. And uh, my boy Pete won. Pete, Pete would get absolutely obliterated. I thought you were gonna say butt fucked, and I was ready for that. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> that's where you should have gone. <laughs> <laughs> you, think you're the first you know what? I don't care I've about fucked. any of this anymore. I just <laughs> ruined that joke. Okay, is, I'm done. No, yeah, he would. He would get absolutely slaughtered in the national election. Like the best chance for the Democratic Party is Bernie for sure. Like he's got the only true grassroots support. Like the, it's. It's just crazy. And the fact that all of these little things come trickling out. Like, did you notice that when they released 62 percent of the votes? First of all, they already had all the votes. They selectively leaked them that the big areas that were missing were all huge Bernie areas like Des Moines and shit. Like they were all huge Bernie areas. And basically all it did was let the media run with a narrative that, you know, Pete, oh, wow, he's so great. He's so good for days, days and days. I so noticed like, no yeah, such I, thing. I, I, didn't, I do not <laughs> buy for a second that Bernie lost that. Like the amount of shady shit is insane. Like it's not ringing a bell, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he <laughs> helped fund the app company. I see nothing wrong with votes. that. No, I don't know what you do. Yeah, we're using a new thing this election. It's called Trump voting. <laughs> <laughs> People would be like, what the hell? But yeah, because it's Pete. People are like, oh, whatever. So yeah, he's yeah, going yeah. nowhere in a national election. Uh, you might be right. Um, I actually do think that if there was a like a behind-the-scenes coalition conspiracy, which doesn't mean fake. Conspiracy just means people are conspiring to, like, yeah, fake the um, uh, the results. I don't think they'd pick the gay mayor as the guy that they backed. It'd be Biden. If there well, is some, the mayor, like... He's the favorite of the media. Like, the media's moved on from Biden and from Warren because they're dropping so precipitously. Like, Pete is a total machination of the media. Like I'm not saying nobody that 100% who of Pete's votes ago. are manufactured. It just seems like the way that they've been reported... And the way they've been counted has been to skew things mm. toward him. It was close yeah. for sure, but it's not as close as they're trying to say it is. It and it's nonsense. And all it's going to do is is spur on more donations for Bernie Sanders. And Pete's going nowhere in a national election. He's just not. Yeah, he's fucked in the national. You know election. who I Literally. think is going nowhere? Biden. 
Now it looks like that right now because yeah, he just got on. fourth. Uh, he's going to that granddaughter's bedroom tonight. I guarantee it. Look at this image. <laughs> look at look at this image here. Look at this. If I told you that was uh, Biden's wife and it was in black and white and you couldn't tell that she was like seventeen, she's like twenty, I think. She's nineteen. She's nineteen. Legal, legal, legal. Dude, he is a fucking creep. <laughs> I've got just like four different pictures of him creep. smooching her. He does oh, yeah. seem a little creepy, I, and I think he's done. I think he's. What did I do? Here we go. Um, I, I clicked on the wrong background. It's not important, but uh, uh, yeah, he, like uh, I, it shouldn't be a defining issue. Maybe it should be. I don't know. But the fact that there's like gigs of video of him smelling kids' hair and massaging little girls and just all sorts of handsy shit. And I, I saw a reporter that I respected say that he's just like that. You know, th this is guy I'm talking about was maybe 60 years old. And he's like, when I first met him, you know, he, he's like, I, I'm from a like Northeast family. We're kind of, I don't think he I'm used from the, a long line of pedophiles. <laughs> he, I, he used the word aristocratic, but that's how I took it. And he's like, we don't touch each lad. other. We're not that handsy. <laughs> We're kind of standoffish. And it was really off-putting to me. But over time, like I came to like it. And that's just that's how that's Burden's way of work, Biden's way of working a crowd. Okay. I don't know. I can't get over how fucking creepy it is. And he's kissing his his uh granddaughter, granddaughter on the lips there. It is an absolute look how terrible her hair is. <laughs> it is. Like, like, let's, take, let's take a moment to mock his his young granddaughter's Wait. hair for for for, for just a, just a bit. First of all, that is a stringy, dandruff-filled mess. It looks like she's ill. It looks like she has some sort of <laughs> old-timey so plague. This girl. <laughs> it, look at it. Look at that hair. Seriously, open the. the you the wouldn't fuck image. Joe Biden's granddaughter for a cabinet position, really? I come in her hair to, to maybe give her some sort of give her some body, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give yeah. her some structure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't she know. She needs some stem cells in there. She has a run in her pantyhose, so she's clearly a slut. Joe put that there. He was getting fancy <laughs> before the before the debate because that's how uh, this, now this work. bottom picture of her. Now that's a good picture. All right, look how she looks at him. If I told you that was his wife, like like like. You'd be like, oh, wow, she's so in love with him. Look how she looks at him. Which, the bottom picture that Chiz linked here. Oh, 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 oh. Um. Biting her lip as he comes in for the kiss. Just staring, <laughs> staring fucking hot blue steel love into that old man's face. He's been, he's been after her for a long time. You get you a girl like Joe Biden's granddaughter, who looks at you like Joe Biden's granddaughter, yeah. looks at him. <laughs> 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 That's the kind of love you want in a relationship. Yeah, I've got to fuck my granddaughters. I'm a family man. <laughs> Even Bill Clinton is like, now, Joe, that's a little butt. <laughs> the narrative. Joe, you're getting I, real fucking ballsy with this shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Thumbs you know, up, Joe. Fucking real recognized real, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, uh, I was gonna say, oh, 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 the narrative, right? So I haven't, I'm actually kind of out of touch with what Reddit's been up to lately. I've been doing the whole car buying thing. And uh, but I have been in touch with the mainstream media is saying, and uh, one Buttigieg gave a victory speech that night. He gave another victory speech when like seventy one percent of the vote came in, and I don't know, maybe a third. Did I say Biden? I meant Buttigieg. He's been giving yeah, victory speeches Buttigieg. all day. I think that's fucking hilarious. Um, and then the narrative I'm hearing about Biden is that he's run for president. Is it two times or three times now? And he's I, never won. A state. Not in all the times he's ever won, he's never won a single presidential electoral 
primary, caucus, anything. Lost mm. all of them. And here he is coming in as like the presumptive favorite, former vice president of the United States, the guy that, that everyone wanted to run, what, four years ago? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and did, lost the first lost the yeah, first he, one. He's, and he'll he lose the done. second. Warren is slaughter. done. True. Did you see that that really funny clip where they the guy who was like a mayor cheat uh, fucking surrogate was doing the coin flip for the last delegate and he flipped that. the coin then picked it up flipped it over and went oh it goes to Pete you know, like are you are you high dude like it's on camera and everybody watching was like yeah that's fine that's okay I yeah, see, that's I don't how see we any do trouble it. with that <laughs> yeah it's just it's outrageous Bernie is getting absolutely fucked. It's it's not even. It, I, it, I heard he got absurd. fucked in Iowa last night. That's why they changed the counting. So uh, it was like point two percent last time to Hillary lost by it was something some incredibly slim margin. So, yeah. so something happened. Absolutely changing votes and shit. Though the way that it works is. I don't know if we explained this on a show yet, but in a, in a caucus, they go into like a basketball court or an indoor soccer ring i don't know field or, or whatever and uh you stand in your place and you, you stand in the mayor pete area you stand in the amy klubuchar area someone else biden etc and then they do a count and the non-viable candidates they leave that area and go to somebody else right so they're all like come over here we're the cool kids we love you so much uh if you like klubuchar you should know that biden has this in common with her and come join us and uh and then they do like a recount and a recount until eventually there's only viable big groups left. And then they divide those. Every little area gets a certain amount of delegates and they split them up. Okay. Um, apparently Sanders looked really good in the first count. And then as things went on and on, Hillary looked better and she won Iowa. But it didn't tell the whole story. Like he, he maybe had more votes than her, just fewer delegates because it can work out that way. He definitely had more votes in the first count, you know, when people just got to choose anyone they wanted. So this time they were going to release the results of maybe the first count, the third and the final. I, I, I probably have the details on that wrong, but they just wanted to give more transparency into how the night evolved. And that complexity in the voting screwed everything up. Did you see the the DNC got caught giving delegates to Deval Patrick that does, were supposed to go to Bernie? I saw all about that. Now, that was yeah. like easily explained. Um, what happened is... Yeah, they were trying to cheat him. <laughs> there was... A, well, right. Because the big Deval Patrick supporters working behind the scenes. No, no. It, it's it's people who want like a normal run-of-the-mill kind of <clears throat> neocon, neolib style guy like Pete or Warren in there. They were filling like, out a spreadsheet and they literally copy and pasted one column off. And that explained everyone. And they just had to shift it and it was all correct. It just seems like it's, which is it's so much more likely one... than a secret behind the scenes Deval Patrick conspiracy. It's, no, no, it's not Deval Patrick. See, like Go it's ahead. really hard to look at things as though they're a genuine mistake when mistakes only ever happen in one direction. There's in never, there's never an instance Patrick? where it's like, oh no, 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 no against no, Bernie, no, against Bernie. Where I'm saying, never have it has it been like, wow, Bernie takes a hugely. Oh, we accidentally gave him way more credit. It's always against him, and it's like. I, I I'm seeing now like on social media and shit like the Bernie Bros are furious like they are. Yeah. It seems like there's a genuine conspiracy against it, Bernie Sanders. Yeah, it's absolutely. There, there's too many coincidences coincidences to chalk up to just incompetence instead of, frankly, malice. I think like he's getting fucked out of it. Um, I'm looking. I'm out of New York Times viewers or something. 
Uh, yeah, that's so stupid how they do that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I, I I saw it in like the preview. Can I look at the cached? Um, anyway, uh, Bernie won two delegates in Polk County, and they put one of the delegates in Warren's column. A plausible explanation is that the Iowa Democratic Party staff members accidentally copied the results of one column too far to the left in a spreadsheet for some precinct. Such errors inevitably occur in manual, manual data entry, but the Iowa Democratic Party does not appear to have enough checks to assure that it reports accurate results. Yeah, I accidentally ordered a little marijuana across the country. <laughs> so that Sanders... had nothing to do with a conspiracy to get stoned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Iowa Democratic released a wave of results, results showing that Deval Patrick sweeping central Des Moines. This was incorrect. Sanders' votes has been reported as for Patrick while... Elizabeth Warren's tallies went to Tom Steyer. Yeah, he's the other one that, like, Deval Patrick and Tom Steyer had these big booms because they just put it one column off. And that it just seems, seems like best case scenario, they're incredibly bad at their jobs. That's and generous. the most likely scenario is that they're literally trying to stack the deck against Bernie again. Yeah. And it, it, yeah. it, we saw this four years ago. It, it, the fact that they just did it last time it is it shows the gall that these people have to, to be like, ah, oh, they won't notice. And, and, you know, you've got people like Cuomo declaring uh, judge the, the winner. They, and, and they it, just, it didn't stand, just so the listeners understand. Like, they, if you believe the line, they copy-pasted it one line over, they caught the mistake, and then they reversed it. I don't think Yeah, they there's tons of examples of things like that. It, they, they only get, yeah, they only take things back when, when, when they're like, whoa, 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 you did it wrong. And it's like, well, we can't be looking over their shoulder every... They're the ones who are supposed to be co counting the votes. There's not... The wife of the CEO oversight. of that app company is a Pete Buttigieg surrogate. Like he works on her camp, his campaign, like the amount of connection there. And it's like, why did they need this app? It's, it's addition. Like <laughs> you don't need an app for that shit. It was just adding an extra layer. And I, I really think that once it kind of started coming through that Bernie was kicking ass and winning in Iowa, that's when, Oh shit, the app, Oh, that app that the other guy is really closely tied to just so happened to catastrophically collapse in a way that really only benefits one person and fucks so over. So the reason they changed the way that they counted it was because Bernie Sanders demanded it. He said that... He demanded they use an app built by... Well, he didn't friends. demand the specifics of how they implemented it, but he said, hey, look, last year, my Iowa results were much better than they were painted as. It looked like Hillary was the clear winner. And the truth is I got more votes than her. I don't know if he eventually got more delegates or not, but um, they painted her as winning Iowa. If they showed the full thing and Sanders had said, like, let's say it happened like this year where he got fewer delegates, but more votes. And then he goes into New Hampshire and gets more votes. They might have looked at Sanders differently than to say they both won one. So he asked for more detail on the reporting, how things went on each wave of realignment, and they were unable to perform on that. It's just there are so many coincidences that you have to accept that all go in the same direction for to think that Pete won this. It requires some mental gymnastics. Yeah, like it, and it's it's just crazy to me that like mainstream media people are like, "You're a fucking conspiracy theorist," and it's like, yeah, th this story happened almost the same way four years ago, and we watched Bernie get fucked in real time. 
I'll say when he showed like, back up with a black eye and was like, actually, I'm fine with Hillary. <laughs> it's really tight that she's running and it's she's interesting not. to it's interest, interesting to compare how the DNC handles an outsider coming in and doing well who doesn't really support their their core beliefs compared to how the RNC does. Like you say whatever you want about the Republicans. Most of it's true. They seem all politicians in general seem like shit shit shitheads, but yeah. When Trump came in there and beat all, every single one of their their candidates, they swallowed it, they took it, they 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 put his name on the uh, on the piece of paper and they said, "Okay, you win fair and square." They didn't try to rig the election, they right. didn't try to lie on him. Fox News never said, "Oh, it looks like oh, and actually we've got some votes coming in for this guy or that for guy." Jeb Bush. <laughs> Is Trump on his way out even though Trump's got 70% of the vote? The one thing um I felt like it was a little rigged against Trump and he was able to win anyway. And yeah, he fought they an uphill up. battle, but there yeah, was yeah, nothing yeah. criminal. The, and some of this looks criminal. True. I agree with yeah. all that. The one I just wanted to point out was Florida the first winner take all state or Florida became a winner take all state. And, it, and to me, it looked like it was lined up to be either Jeb Bush or Rubio slam dunk. You know, one of those guys were going to win yeah, Florida. Yeah, from there. And is, where did Jeb Bush, where was he governor? He was a governor of Florida. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So it was like, it was for those guys. Those guys were supposed to win their nearly home state. And then that, you know, winner take all was going to give them this insurmountable lead. And it just seemed a little stacked in the deck of some of these incumbents and certainly not in favor of Trump. Trump won Florida. Trump won Florida, got all the delegates. And, you know, if if they tried to rig it, they didn't rig it enough. And, uh, yeah. and like you said, they lined up behind him. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I, I, Bernie's, Bernie's definitely in the lead. The fact that Biden is out means that, that Bernie is, is pretty much a guy, I think, at this point. Um, that, well, I just what you don't see think... is like uh, Biden, Klobuchar, and Pete shared like, what, 56% of the vote, like between the three of them, because they're all like kind of the more... I don't find the others to be viable candidates. I could be wrong about that, but that's just that's just what was my the feeling. Rest of your, where were you headed yeah, with that? Yeah, in that uh, Bernie and Warren, the more progressive ones, were sharing the rest, okay. and so those other Warren is becoming non-viable very quickly, and that means that like, Bernie is the front runner at this point. He's going if if they don't put him up, the Dems are fucked. Like th there's no chance that Pete wins. Like the hmm. Democrats pretty much entirely depend on needing the minority vote, you know, and blacks and Hispanics are quite a bit more religious. Than I have a white solution on average. I have a solution. What? Mayor Pete, uh, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, VP. No, that's no, that, that's not enough. No, oh. I thought it might like, be. People were really excited to vote for Obama, you know, like right. the, the black and Hispanic minority communities. But there is no way that blacks in the South are going to be turning out super stoked for a gay guy like in in numbers. Like it's just might still be a good strategy. Support Even if, look, I'm not saying they'll get Obama like support for having Cory Booker. You better marry a woman. Yeah, if if uh, if he marries a woman, I've seen the lights. He could VP a woman. Why didn't no one tell me about pussy? <laughs> no, you can't just VP a woman because everybody knows he's not fucking her. Like I'd like to introduce to my vice presidential candidate, Bill Clinton. Now, Bill has shown me the light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I. I Look, I worry about conspiracies as much as anyone else. Right. Uh, I've been sort of playing biased uh, and having fun with Jews on text. <laughs> 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 so much fun. <laughs> but uh, uh, 
Yeah, we'll see. I, I, there is a piece of me that that projects it like this. Uh, if Pete won because he focused on the places where he can win, you know, the places that aren't the cities that that Bernie's going to dominate in, and got more delegates with fewer votes, and played the game smart, just like Trump played the game smart in 2016, maybe that's not a bad sign. But I could just I be just, painting yeah. it with the most favorable light. Yeah, and that's fair. Everybody looks at the candidate they prefer in the most favorable light. But yeah, they're, it's just kind of funny seeing like, oh, wow, the Democrats would rather lose than run Bernie Sanders. Like they, there is a 0% chance that Pete Buttigieg is president. Like they're none. He, he's yeah. not going to win. Like he's going to get slaughtered fucking Reagan style against Trump. Whereas like Bernie, I genuinely think Bernie would win. His grassroots support is pretty much matched only by Trump's, by people who turn out and are really stoked for him. So yeah, they're they're shooting themselves in the foot by not giving Bernie the fair shot he deserves. There's yeah. only two candidates out there that are actually loved by their supporters. Like 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 I just don't feel like anybody's like, oh Trump and like Biden. I mean Burden and Trump and say. Trump and Sanders. Yeah. yeah. Trump like, and like, like Trump supporters are fucking they're rabid. They're rabid. They love that guy. I mean, yes. they show up because he is a celebrity, literally. And Bernie's Bernie's followers are like, look, you, you name a thing that that anyone has ever an opinion that anyone's ever held that was wrong, and there's a video of Bernie Sanders dispute like like going speaking out against it, whether it was popular to do so mm -hmm. or not. Yep. You know, you go back to that 86, 1986. He's up there with like gay pride in Vermont, big banner behind him. That was the height of the AIDS epidemic. And he's got a big gay I hope that pride. That becomes the huge him. issue, right? Gay pride versus like actually sucking dick. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Just because I don't personally suck up <laughs> does not mean I'm not in favor of it. And I resent my opponent for challenging me to a dick sucking contest. <laughs> <laughs> Please uh, put down the kielbasa. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll Honestly, see how it plays. I, There'll be a new... just not attractive to me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get off. I want to cover politics more, and not use it all up after the first caucus. But um, uh, we'll see how it goes. Obviously, Sanders is going to win the next one. I don't know if Pete can even get second. What's uh, after New Hampshire? What's the one after uh, that? Nevada caucus? I think South oh, Carolina okay. is the first one that matters, in my opinion. When when South Carolina happens, we we know something. South Carolina, I think, is the third one. And then comes Super Tuesday, which will matter a lot. Mm. You want to see a lady cop going ham on a guy? Yes. Yeah. I want to go back to Kings. Or Queens. Hold on. No, Pete Buttigieg is like, yeah! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, what is this? Oh, that just that started right off the bat. All right, I'm ready. Are we watching this together? Yeah, why not? Three. Oh, wait. Let me rewind. Three, two, one, play. Can I look around to make sure? Look. All right. Wait right there. Don't move, okay? So this is a cop that's talking to him? Yeah. His hands are not out in the open. Because his beard looks drawn on. <laughs> Wait, why is his hand down by his knee? Oh, my God, lady. I think this is going to go poorly. What do, did you the window. say how this goes already? Roll down the no. window. Oh! Shots fired, shots fired. Oh. 
Yes, bitch, you shoot the asshole. <laughs> Go off, queen. <laughs> yeah. Put it in him. Oh hey, my. You think she got him? <laughs> yeah, when you the car is dead. <laughs> I'm like, she's got a Glock, right? There's 17 rounds, I hope. Yep. I didn't hear all 17 go. I heard that him scream around eight. Bullets in it. <laughs> Dude, when he shot at her, I jumped back. Oh my God. I know. What his reaction was great. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of shit. I'm glad he's dead. He just, he's just like. Bam! <laughs> like right in her face. Did he? She just, she, she's calm as fuck. Shots fired. Code 15. And then pop, 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 pop. Just dumps Dude, every round at him. Awesome. I see now. Her. Did I miss this police activity watermark when I said, is this a cop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was in the red a little. I didn't hear you say, is this a cop? <laughs> Shots oh. fired. Just letting you know, honey. I'll be home for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to watch this again. I went too far back. Roll, roll that guy's got to be toast, right? Roll down the if window. If she hit a third of those shots, he's dead. I, it's He's got to be shooting high on him too, right? Like The face. resale value of that Honda has just oh. plummeted. <laughs> shots fired, shots fired. I don't know what's going on. Well, I just pulled the police out to the YouTube channel. And it's a smorgasbord of Wait, the good, I'm the gonna... bad, and the ugly. I'm going to do it this time counting. Fired, shots fired. Fifteen shots, if I counted that right. Yeah, that bitch dead. Yeah, oh. that guy's, no way he's making it out of that. Fuck him. Yes. Yeah, oh, my God. It, 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 everyone's. He looked like he was it, on something. Too. In a while. Like you can like see one side of the other's argument, like, oh, mm -hmm. that cop really shot too quickly. Or, you know, heck, that guy, how was he to know that was a cop? Or, you know, like like you this is so clear cut. That guy needed killing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, what an asshole. <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to kill someone because you're a high on prescription pills or something. I don't know. Dude. Yeah, that's crazy. That was a Good video. Kyle, do you have any videos of urban people being hit by cars? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, a, I showed it on PKN, a folder right? for it. Yeah, I showed <laughs> the one yeah, where yeah, the lady tries to go hand, hand to hand on the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Combat with a car. She's like, you hit Shaniqua. I'm going to whoop your car's ass. <laughs> and she starts throwing arm punches, and he just like cuts the wheel to the left and backs up, slams her. Ah, oh, yeah. That's Dude, the shot. amount of confidence you have to have. To try and fist fight a Buick. <laughs> it's not going to go well. <laughs> Confidence is, that's the, that's what you're looking for, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the amount of idiocy. Yeah, right? Fucking moron. Yeah. Uh, uh, holy really smokes. In, uh, go ahead. You were, no, no, no. You had something? No, I'm, I'm still in, I'm, I'm recovering emotionally from that video. <laughs> <we> just watched. <laughs> <laughs> it took a, Took a little bit out of the emotional bank account. So did you mm. see that Twitch uh, partner, that that girl, and uh, all of those um, the, the, that really racist stuff that she was saying on Discord got leaked? Who I don't, I have no idea. Jenna, J Jenna something. Um, so marbles? No, not Jenna Marbles. She's a, a great person. This is uh, here. I got a link. It's the only famous Ooh. Jenna I know. I didn't say she was really famous. I just said she was hot. Yeah, she's a cutie patootie. Oh, good. I can talk shit about her because she's not a Twitch person anymore. 
<laughs> no, not anymore. <laughs> Twitch partner oh, yeah. Jenna loses partnership after Discord logs show her repeatedly using racial and sexual slurs. You know, you can do like control F and like search every time a word's been uttered in a, in a whole Discord. Uh-huh. The N word is like 700 results. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what what was the context? <laughs> oh, this is great. Uh, I was unpartnered with Twitch today. I understand and respect their decision, and I'm happy they're standing against hate. It brings me joy that I'm in a community that will protect the oppressed. Bitch! <laughs> You're the oppressor! Who wrote that press release? <laughs> she added, if you allow me, I will regain your trust and the communities with my future actions. She's like, I'm glad Twitter takes... I'm sorry, Twitch takes that a stand against down. me. Been like, everybody at Twitch is a fucking boop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, yeah well, that. Uh, I, I want to wow. know a little more about what she said. Oh, oh. Were they, was she trying to be funny? No. No, she was being very hateful and awful. And there were, there were no real jokes. Yeah, she's yeah, not, she's got a nice ass. All. There's a she has a really long statement too. Nice. Yeah, ass, I'm not reading that bitch. I mean that one you scroll down with the brown thing. Yeah, she had a juicy caboose. That's mm. very straight nose too. Shades of Kyle's genetics in this one. Two yeah. percent black or no point two percent. No black. point point oh two percent black. Point oh two. I don't know. Something stirred. Uh. Yeah. Damn, so her name is Jenna Twitch. I'm gonna see. What's your favorite dessert? Mine. She's cake. naked anywhere. Does cake mean more than I think it means? Nope. Yeah, she looks like her favorite dessert is cake to me. I think that's my cake take means away. money, right? Cake means ass. Oh, to me. Yeah, if you go to her Twitter, she. Oh, she does also that weird shit that you do with your hands, Kyle. Really? She got one of these. all your yeah. Man, you and this girl are a match made in heaven. You even have the same favorite word. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's allowed to say it because of his... What was, what was that? Angolia? Yeah, his... <laughs> yeah, Angolese heritage? Yeah. You're Congolese. Congolese and Angol... Wait, what, what was the other one? Angola? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think... Let me find the... Um, yes, Angolese. Angolese, yes. That's, yes. that's where yes. he gets his permission from. This is correct. I'm looking for... Um, Who are you to tell me that? I cannot say this word. That's <laughs> what so you need to talk from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple topics here. I guess Wings finally owns his mom's house outright. Good for him. What? Um, That's awesome. Good for Wings. What's the source on that? Wings. Probably Wings. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is this is Fox. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm just oh, yeah, saying. Here we go. She has linked it. Thank- I, was, I was just about to. So this is the log... From her Discord. This is control effing certain words. Um, now, I compared this to Taylor's Discord. It pales in comparison. But, but <laughs> he's, he's got an excuse. And he's friends yeah. with me, so I gave him a pass. Exactly. It's all ironic. K- KKK, 261 results. <laughs> Who talks about the KKK that much? The N-word, 767. The word faggot. Six hundred and ninety-nine. So close to the old seven hundred. Oh, if I want to so show close. these words, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, you're right. You probably shouldn't. YouTube's kind of bitch made now. <laughs> I get. She's here's here's like she just randomly says I got ditched by a Jewish faggot boy. 
<laughs> okay. And Cheers. then she says Get the this F- gal on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'd like that. Yeah, that'd be great. That actually would be pretty funny. Yeah, if we got what's her your least favorite race. <laughs> when you're ranking all the people that you think are awful, who's at the top? <laughs> <laughs> that guy is not only Jewish, but also a faggot, you say. Okay, why is that? You know, getting playing it straight, trying to do like she CNN said, style. Here's her attacking a uh, another streamer who um I guess Jenna thought might be a quote unquote tranny. She says is she bringing any something to the platform besides her curveless body? How could she be comfortable oh. with that much makeup? And she, then she goes, is it a tranny? Is it a tranny? Here's her attacking another partnered female Ooh. streamer for looking like a tranny. She says, every ac- acne-prone stoner fag wears them. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess nobody replied to that because it was so hor- horrific, Dude, even in her own Discord. And she just goes, me can your fags not hear me? <laughs> man or right. get kicked who, out who, retards who I'm not on the stream and I have no TOS to follow in here <laughs> as if she's waiting people over yeah she's why the fuck are my over? stalkers brown <laughs> not even being racist <laughs> see exactly see she wasn't even being racist she says so oh my god <laughs> What's that, Mom? Jenna's racist to her kind. I'm sorry, to our kind. I can't talk. Can't talk to her anymore. I was a fact racist. Shut the fuck up, Snowflake. <laughs> Jesus Kill Christ. yourself. You she, dumb she responded cunt. to someone saying, "Says the kid who sits in his basement crying that people are discriminating against him all day long. You're also half retarded because you can't understand a troll. Get out of here, fucking autist." <laughs> <laughs> Jenna. Cool no. gal of the week, am I right? She might be edging out the the lady, the homophobic lady from the, the <laughs> They are on the ignorant Mount Rushmore of the week for sure. It's just side by side, championing the most disgusting opinions in the world. This is first just calling people snowflakes and faggots, and there's no <laughs> black people in my server, she says. I have some ripe underage photos. Blue had me take them. Wait, what? Wait, what the fuck? I sold them to him at 16. He told me. All right, I, I got into the pedophilia part of the Imager Link and uh, Imager Link, and I'm, 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 and they're both creepy as fuck. Wow. I'm on the same section. You know, she's losing me with the pedophile stuff. She wrote one IQ monkey. This is why there's no black people in my server. Something along. I think those two yeah. are tied together. Now she's talking about Mexicans, and she she follows it up with maybe Trump is right. Where is the wall? No, they haven't paid yet. Oh my god, I'm a closet racist meme Jew. Oh, is she Jewish? I I, I do not think. There's that, no telling that, that that she's very blonde. She said um, at someone in her own <laughs> fucking Discord chat at Hema. Literally, you're a trans bitch. <laughs> Man. <laughs> She's mean. <laughs> you can't call me a thought when you're willing to fuck tranny-looking hookers. Dude, this is from 2017. These are here's, here's a good one. Here's a good one. This was just last year, about this time. I hope no one finds that shit one day. <laughs> <laughs> and is like, Jenna's racist. <laughs> <laughs> that is so Oh, funny. my God. Uh, she called someone a kike here. How Imagine being taught growing up that kike is the most offensive word someone can say. Ha 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 ha. How old Nobody's do you think she is? That. It's the N word. 
Oh, just the perfect age. Well, what I'm saying is, if she's 20 and some of these things are from 2016, people can, like, that's a period of rapid change. I don't know. I'm trying to paint a nice light on this girl. For some no, reason. you're right. It's obviously, like, like not as like, horrible. Here she, here she right? looks. This, some, this like, is just modern day uh, Xbox shit chat, posting, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, this is horrific. This is from okay, you right. <laughs> She posts a, a, a video clip of some, um, some, Attractive black girl on Twitch, and she goes, "Black female playing basketball, KFC grape." I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, grape. Well, they G-R-A- like grape soda, according to some people. Oh, okay. <laughs> this, this is like when I think of, I have a hilarious meme I want to share with my wife, but it requires like understanding of the last five years of meme evolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the worst. Jesus Christ, that's uh, well. I'm glad that she got. Actually, hang on. How do we feel about this? Because this was all going on behind the scenes in private. First they came for the Ooh, women making hilarious jokes in Discord, and then they came for Woody, and then for me. So, honestly, I feel like you somebody. Gal of the week. I feel like you shouldn't lose your job because of things you say in private. Well, of course not, yeah. It's, it, it should like, be about your public sort of like doings and, and the things you, you, the way you conduct yourself outside. She's but a young you're, you're girl like too, and Woody, Woody hit the fucking nail on the head with the. She's a young girl, and this was four years ago. That may not seem like a lot of time, but yeah, for me, four years time. ago is really relevant, right? But if hypothetically she's nineteen, and we're looking at what she said at fifteen, I don't know how old she is. Woody's gamer tag defends horrific racist <laughs> Jenna. <Are they> in- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I see that angle. No, on it's it going to be three cool guys talk about racist girls' ass. <laughs> it, it, it's it's a pretty nice ass. Um, very attractive young lady. Could you put up with this kind of de- like hor- horrific like personality if she's if she's attractive, Taylor? You can do better. Oh, I think I could put up with this horrific personality. <laughs> I would uh, seek it out. Um, yeah. Oh, you she know, loves like- going to the meetings with me. <laughs> I would. <laughs> There's aren't AA meetings, are they? I would, I would hate. I would fucking. Well, it's an acronym, but not AA. No. Yeah. The wait, Aryan something. Cake. Alcoholic Cake. is what no, I'm okay. saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to draw the line, but yeah, that. Uh, she, she seems pretty mad at a lot of types of people. She seems really like cruel, right? She's 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 like a mean girl from that Lindsay Lohan movie. She seems like real shitty. Sometimes I struggle with shit in text, right? I don't know if it maybe I'm just socially idiotic, but like <sighs> sarcasm in text, a lot of shit in text. Sometimes I'm like, well, you know, I'm just not going to put much emphasis on that. It seems awful, but it could have been delivered mm-hmm. with a smile that I'm not catching. Yeah, I mean, it it could be possible she's just being like edgy. Get trying to get a laugh, which is very different than actually being like right? racist. If she's shit. been in this chat with people for the last four years, she might, you know, be making a reference or a reply or something that we don't get the context. But also, a lot of this didn't seem jokey. A lot yeah, of this is like, indefensible. Uh, guess what I hate? Yeah, a lot of it's Jews. really nasty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's it was the it's interpersonal stuff. Like a lot of it's just awful. Like when she funny, was making woman. fun of someone who wasn't there, saying she was a tranny or curveless or whatever. It's, oh, it's hard to spin that. But when she said something mean to someone who was in the chat, like, well, that might not be mean, girl. That might be yeah. She's friends. calling them and she's calling them like horrific things. Um, let me do the last ad, and then I want to talk about a Taylor topic. Okay. Oh. 
<coughs> Do racism Is your topics Wi-Fi in feeling old? Uh, I didn't. I'm just. It's just a topic in my mind. I'm Is your Wi-Fi feeling old? Does it buffer when when streaming? Does connecting new devices slow it down? Can it handle gaming, video calls, large file transfers? And what happens when you try to do all of those at once? It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is. If your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated with the Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, uh, your Wi-Fi will, be, will feel new again. Wi-Fi 6 is the latest technology that allows more devices to connect and stream simultaneously without impacting speed or reliability. The result delivers the fastest Wi-Fi for all your devices anywhere in your home. Stream in HD, 4K, even 8K without buffering, eliminate lag while gaming, and connect more devices to your Wi-Fi than ever before. The Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is like upgrading your Wi-Fi to first class. If you're ready for a wifi, for the best Wi-Fi experience ever, uh, you can get it today from Netgear and never worry about Wi-Fi again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy <laughs> or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com forward slash best Wi-Fi. Link down below. We thank Netgear for sponsoring this episode of PKA. Thanks, Netgear. Yeah, you got to get a new Wi-Fi router every couple of years. Keep up. You've been following Taylor on Twitter at all? You, you, you keep my, up with, with him on there? My Twitter is right only. The man's diabolical. <laughs> really? Oh, Yes. <laughs> Oh, let's look, we need to pull up his Twitter, right? Like, like for, for for this segment. Let's see. Twitter slash Merkadurka. Is it just M U R K A D? Is there like any H's or other craziness? Yeah, it ends in an H. Oh, Here, here's here's his most recent tweet. Um, this was yesterday, 2022 president. Pete Buttigieg will make his first appearance in Saudi Arabia and is promptly thrown off a tall building. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> if I were a Bernie bro, I'd be fucking livid right now. Fuck Pete Buttigieg. That guy is absolutely a shill for elite billionaires. You got to be drunk on MSM media to think this guy is a viable candidate. Um, these are not the bad ones. I'm mean, <laughs> <laughs> Let me. I, I need to open up. So we're looking at your, uh, your, your Twitter, Taylor. I'm eight, or I'm now six weeks into the boys not having an accident in the house. Oh, that's great. Pretty <sighs> good. Pretty. Solid. I hear the boys, and I just instantly assume we're talking about your testicles. <laughs> I haven't I... peed in the house for over six weeks. <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah. Haven't had an accident. The, the first few were yeah. kind of political. Go make out with your grandchild again, you fucking weirdo. Funny enough, we, that was directed at Hutch, not Joe Biden. <laughs> nope, no, nope, that was pretty much a... Kind of fell Biden. flat, because Hutch it, it was very confused. Um, and then, if, I'm trying to find the part where you just... You just go 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 full ham on Hutch. Did, 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 did those go away? Oh, those are gone. Oh. <laughs> oh, did you get into an online argument with Hutch? No. No, that never happens, dude. When you're it the was, best it was over of the, uh, uh, I, we were talking about the same Pete stuff we were talking about earlier, where I am, and even when I'm proven wrong, I will never back down. <laughs> you know my never. favorite, my even favorite when tweet I'm a from fucking you? retard idiot, I will not back down. There's so. one part where he's telling us, he's like, he's like, how about, how about you bring up the time that you were wrong about Russian collusion and the time you were wrong about this and the wrong t and the time you were wrong about that, you fucking loser. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just going off. What, I, 
You called him some horrible things. We well, we go back and forth, and literally, like the way it always goes is in the DMs later. We're like, you know, I don't actually hate you, man. He <laughs> was like, yeah, we we had a little little DM chat, and yeah, we don't we don't actually dislike each other, but we got we got to do it over the the Pete thing. Like I, what was Hutch's I'm position? That he he isn't as I mean he he likes burning, okay. and so. Like I think that's his preferred candidate of choice, but not nearly as convinced on like the the scam. I think that kind of Kyle and I are on the same page with, where it's like, yeah, the, I don't believe for a second that Pete genuinely won Iowa. Like I I think that the fix is in, and that they they totally fucked over Bernie, and he's not as convinced of that, you know. So it may, I mean, you know, fair enough, I guess. But I I'm Did you so call him convinced. a neocon. No. What'd you call? Oh, it was an N word, but it wasn't that one. That's right. <laughs> Probably not that other one either. I was just getting linked your like Twitter reply, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> "Are these DMs or oh, oh so everyone's seeing this?" Oh. <laughs> Jesus, being a, being a retard on Twitter is a lot of fun, man. <laughs> when you have no convictions, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> and just say dumb shit. Yeah. Jesus. No. It, it's he kept funny. trying to challenge you to a debate. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, no. He's like, what are your plans for today? <laughs> and I imagine you're like, work? <laughs> At my well, job? I plan to be a cunt on Twitter a little more. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wrap up about two more hours of being a piece of shit. Then I'm going to head to work. <laughs> well, I'm going to not read anything and have very strong opinions. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. You've been sipping that Red Bull for this whole show. How are you possibly making that 12-ouncer last? Oh. I got a few. Taylor, you I always guzzle mine in like two drinks trying to get that max surge. I'm looking at your workout routine, Taylor. Yeah. That's a lot of things. Yeah, I really like it. It keeps me busy for it's like probably like 90 minutes a session or so. And I mix it up often because I, I don't know if you're the same way, Woody, but I get... I'll feel like I'm in a rut if I haven't changed anything for like three, four or five weeks. And it's like, oh, this is so predictable and boring. On the opposite. I feel like I get better and better at those things, which makes me feel mm -hmm. good about the effort I'm putting into it. Like I keep the core stuff, you know, like bench, squat, overhead press, bent over rows, that kind of thing. But all the accessory lifts, like I try and branch out. Usually I'll literally just go and look at what Athlete X recommends right here yeah. five great shoulder exercises you're like, oh, i'll grab two of these yeah and i'll look at that guy and be like well he he certainly knows shoulders <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not I've been, go ahead i've been watching that um that guy uh more plates more dates or something like that and he that. does this break you've never seen this guy he's this roided out of his mind great <laughs> his, his capped delts have capped delts and he's like <laughs> and what he does he breaks down different actors in their like most beefy performances like like um hugh jackman as wolverine is one of the best examples he shows him from wolverine one to like the last and he's and he breaks down what what steroids he thinks the actor is on based on like how dry they look what, um, what's the name of this guy's channel more plates more dates fuck this sounds awesome it's really fun. Alpha. And and like like uh I wish he did one on Gerard Butler for 300. Um he did one on uh what's his name? Jesus that... Christ. This oh, guy's yeah. shoulders. I oh told my, you. Oh my god. <laughs> I told you. Dude, what's happening? Here? This is a man this is a man shooting 600 cc's a test a, a week. I want it to happen to me. <laughs> this is <laughs> like, 
outrageous. <laughs> He's incredible. Yeah, it's honestly unattractive. Like, like I, I find I'd that to be too much. No, that guy. It's I'd too much. Him. Come on, like, like his his delts are too developed. No, it's like is he also too rich? You know, is there such a too thing? Too much fun. What's that mean? It's like too much money. There's no such thing. No, his delts are enormous. They're, they, they, like, he cannot wear a normal shirt. No. I think he has a great shirt on in that picture. I don't think he's wearing a shirt. You don't. Uh, he's a pink tank top. Your physique looks like that. That's just that's just his skin. <laughs> I, if I look like that, I wouldn't own any shirts. Look, yeah, that that guy. Good for him. Hell yeah. Yeah, I feel like Taylor's not even joking. He wants to be like Mac, like like Mac's dream body. Where he, I just want to walk down the hallway and have people leap out of the way because I'm just barreling. That's what him. I want. That's just like when he's talking to the therapist and he's like, "If people would move, because I was, they'd be like, who, who's this monster barreling towards me?'" And it's like, you're not that man anymore, Mac. Don't you think I know that? <laughs> Did Mac st- take a step back, body wise? No, no, no. This, this is, is a, this is when he, he went fat. from fat to yeah. to like at least not fat. Before he got ripped, okay. He he looks in that like dancing video that he does in that episode. Unbelievable, yeah. So fucking ripped. Good Very low body fat. I hope um, there's but, a video but, but of the, him. Um, there's not, but there totally should be. Um, he, but these videos are really good. He breaks down several celebrities' body transformations. I, that that Indian actor who's in the Immortals. Are you familiar with this guy? He, he just went through a big body transformation. Yes. Yeah, the guy oh, from oh. Silicon Valley. Yeah. yeah, he breaks that down. He's like. Clearly, this is like I don't know. He he said Winstrol or or like or something. He was talking about how like dry he looked, which is when like the mm-hmm. you're not maintaining a lot of water weight, like like and and apparently that's one or two specific kinds of steroids in particular. And he's like, I mean, it makes no sense for someone to use one of the most neurotoxic steroids in the world just to get in shape for a role, but it is Marvel, and that's what I think he did. <laughs> Because they show like before and after, and it's a very soft-bodied man. And, and this he, guy admits to being a steroid oh. user, not the Indian guy. Oh, the, our presenter definitely yeah. does. Yeah, because yeah. because he's clearly so he not knows natural. Jail Sonnen doesn't yeah. uh, doesn't do go into this kind of detail that I hope he does as you're describing it. But he does claim to have this same power, which is interesting. He's like, I can look at a guy's. I think there were three things: traps delts and nipples and uh, he's like i can look at those things i can tell you what he's on i can tell you this how you know like and he's Mm -hmm. he's a subject matter expert on the impact of these yeah a lot of times their traps don't develop at the same rate as their shoulders and uh and uh other parts of their bodies do like like you see that in hugh jackman okay Hugh jacked man by the (laughs) end like 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 and he he breaks it down he's like all right i don't know the wolverine movie's names but he's like this is wolverine seven all right he he's five years older but he's undeniably more ripped. Look <laughs> at the vascular like nature of his arms. Look at his head. <laughs> like, like he should be, he should have a, a much harder time maintaining any muscle. And yet he's gained a good five, six pounds of muscle in the interim between this movie and the last movie. With the it's, trap thing, do you mean like like that steroid trap thing where it depends on the drug? Like different steroids do different things. But in 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 the case of Hugh Jackman, I think what he was pointing out uh-huh. was that. Hugh Jackman does not have a naturally muscular physique. Like he doesn't naturally put on a lot of muscle. Like it, especially like when you look kind of guy. Yeah. 
he just he's not he doesn't have the kind of um what do they call it? There's like mesomorphs and endomorphs and he doesn't Ectomorph, have that that yeah. composite yeah, he doesn't have the correct composition to build and hold large amounts of mass. And yet specific parts of his body are suddenly just very big. His, his shoulders, his chest uh, get huge. I, always, I much huge. prefer the label endomorph to fat. <laughs> I always <laughs> thought that about Hugh Jackman. Like, especially in the early roles, like Wolverine 1, whatever that's called. He's a regular guy. People were acting like he was Jack, like he was born to be Wolverine. He's just, and I I didn't see him as that amazing. And, and it was like, I was in crazy, no, though. Yeah, he's but not. In the later ones, you could see it. And I, I, I'd say that you're undeniably in better shape right now than he, than Hugh Jackman was in no the first Wolverine way. movie. I think you need to go back and look. His arms look smaller than mine. Like, he, I, he is not in shape at all. I think that... I am benefiting from a good camera angle. To catch me from here up, not bad. <laughs> I like flattering camera angle and lighting. Like, <laughs> go straight on. The the, there's no it. big nose at this angle. <laughs> you know, you no... know who, got, uh, who got accused of it, and I'm pretty sure it was right because of the trap thing, was Tom Hardy when he played Bane. He do, he breaks down Tom Hardy as well. Oh, yeah. Like, like he's like his arms, like he look, he's fit. He looks good. He's like thick and big, but... His traps are twice the size. They this is be actually an article of Hugh Jackman talking about how he was struggling with his the way he looked in the first Wolverine movie. Taylor, I have a question it, for you. Oh, I'm sorry. And What's you up? can see he's oh. he's average. Uh, before PKN and before um, the the Sunday Hangout, your arms looked fucking amazing. Did you lift right before eat both of those, or is that just how your arms uh, look? <laughs> No, actually, I lifted after that hangout, uh-huh. uh, and I didn't so lift before that bigger. day. Th- Thursday and uh, Sunday are usually my rest days, like so doing it, this show. It would have like, been I Tuesday. No, Monday. Monday it was the PKN. Oh, you're right. Then uh, no, actually, I worked out after that. Yeah, it was Monday. I, I went down and worked out, and I yeah, I've, I've been Taylor, I'd fuck super you. Consistent. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not just like you were saying. You're not seeing all the nonsense over here. <laughs> yeah. All this absolute trash that's piled uh, up. He has but a long sleeve shirt on I, right I, now, listeners. But I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm seeing good chest and arm and shoulder gains because I've been very very consistent. I'm only down half a pound from this time last week, which not as fast as I would want, but still moving in the right direction. Yes. So I, I really just gotta, you know. Not lose the lose the faith and keep it going okay. because I, you know, th- this is the time of year to lose weight. You know, mm. you're prepping. You have the the you know you have pre-season. summer on the it's horizon pre-season. where it's yeah. like, do I want to look like this at the pool? No, I'd be embarrassed. I want to look fit at the pool, and so I gotta gotta do that. So yeah, well, I appreciate it. What do you think? You, you want yeah. women to be terrified when they see you in a parking garage late at night. I want them to think I'm a potential threat. <laughs> I, no, I no, no, no! I want them and... to know that I'm a potential threat. Wait, any dude's a potential threat to a girl. That's yeah, did that's you see my that article. Did you see that article where they, they did? <laughs> did you see the article where they measured uh, punch strength from uh, a whole bunch of males from every like uh, like like weight like like just average men, average women? Uh, the, no. the men have like 165 percent more punching power, and the weakest man was stronger than the strongest woman. Oh well, I mean, like that's kind of common sense. Like, right, I think, I'll, I'll like, I, don't, I, I thought there might have been a little hard more. on Twitter. On Twitter, right now, by the way, on this whole Bernie thing. Oh really? 
Uh, yeah, he's using some very he's using some double speak colorful language to Dude, not Jake say Taffer we fucked up. Trolled the Biden people. Like, uh, I think it was Seth Meyers. He has a late night show. I, I might have his name wrong. But um, he showed Jake Tapper going at the caucuses from like person to person. And uh, it was fucking hilarious because Jake Tapper's sassy as hell. He goes to the Biden area and there's like five of them. And he's like, ah, you guys aren't doing well. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, we just need a few more. We're going to get viable. And he's like, this year? Because you know your guy is like. Creeping up on 80, right? Like, yeah, that's like not all he's creeping up on. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> Bella Lugosi style coming up behind a preschooler. Uh, that's not true. They're not old enough to vote. Well, <laughs> they wouldn't be there. Stronger than the most powerful woman. That's not really that surprising, though. Like, women are small. Yeah. I, I, I want to know. Because there's a, a particular woman I have in mind, right? Like, uh, imagine an urban fight where they pull each other's hair and they're both big and strong women what's an urban fight in, in the kind of videos you link yeah <laughs> let me ask you a question what would jenna refer to <laughs> okay <laughs> we're on the same page <laughs> those women look guy strong sometimes or almost right like, like we're talking michelle obama style ripped no that's a man no oh. i, I <laughs> can't think of any celebrities who look like these women. I'm, I'm having fun watching you think of the words. <laughs> this, uh, there's uh, a bit yoked. of an Oh, wait, wait, not that, not that. Not <laughs> that. Yeah. Wait, does yoked mean something? I don't, I can't. Im- mm-hmm. Yeah. You really got to put the racist pieces together to figure out why you shouldn't call a black woman yoked. I, I knew it immediately. I still you. don't we're get on, it. We're on the same racism wavelength. <laughs> so bright. So bright. <laughs> right. Is something to do with sunlight? Oh no, that's me. That's me doing a fake Nazi salute oh, and just oh. adding on to the the the. All right. So is the Nazi what else? I can't get yoked past egg related things. Oh, wrong oh, path. <laughs> is it at all egg related? Terribly wrong. Terribly wrong. So it's you're gonna, because you're, you're going to need a thesaurus for this one. <laughs> a yoke is what you wear on your shoulders to carry buckets of, you know, oh, something. Well, so like, see, a, I didn't a, know that. It was a deep cut slave reference. Ah, uh, okay. Um, in any case, <laughs> you can imagine heavy set women wrestling. That's a man who's got some blood in him right there. We don't need a genetic test. <laughs> you can imagine some heavy set women. In kind of a grappling match in an urban area, I think they've got guy strength in some cases. I suspect a large amount of miscegenation in Woody's heritage. Large amounts of miscegenation. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> uh, I've been watching so much King of the Hill, it's like starting to creep oh. into my psyche. We're like, my girlfriend will be like, Taylor, dinner's ready. And I'll be like, bring it over here. I'll tell you what. This is your Japanese brother. This is your Japanese brother. I'm going to call him GH. Good heck. <laughs> I Lord love that. have a son named Hank. <laughs> and then Bobby starts calling him BH. <laughs> Bad Hank. Bad Hank and Good Hank. Oh. I had to make my own grandson because of your narrow your reader. Remember, <laughs> remember when 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 Bobby got the got gout and Hank yeah. thought it was turf toe? 
<laughs> he was so proud. Oh God, Bobby, you're becoming a man. It's <laughs> oh. so, just because he's going to a New York deli and eating eating organ meats every yeah. day. Oh God, I fucking love King of the Hill. I, I'm watching an episode. I, I've, two got, a, I've got an urban bed. fight video if you want, Woody. I, I'm I'm on your uh, why males oh, the, pack a powerful punch. And I expected to hear something about like muscle development or technique, follow through, hitting on the uh, through the target, mm-hmm. probably uh, bone structure. Uh, yeah, actually, you're closer to what the thing. It evolves slowly. Uh, this is a dramatic example of sexual dimorphism that's consistent with males becoming more specialized in fighting and males fighting in a particular way, which is throwing punches. Mm-hmm. They didn't find the same magnitude of difference in overhead pulling strength, lending additional weight to the conclusion that males' upper body strength is specialized for punching rather than throwing weapons. Oh, Although in my head, punching and throwing weapons similar, but I feel like that's a similar movement. But right, what do I know? This, but and then that's really interesting. That uh... it's both a forward shoulder rotation. I, I don't know. I don't. Know. Right, right. This is an upper body rotation and a punch. Yeah, I guess it is kind of similar, but there's there, there's that, there's that twisting, torquing thing with the punch, and whereas it's sort of a full body, I don't know. I'm not a biomechanist, nor yeah. is that a thing. <laughs> if that were a thing, <laughs> you wouldn't be qualified. <laughs> I'm not a made up thing. I just came up. Yeah. with. <laughs> or maybe I am technically. As far as I might you be know. the only one. I'm yeah. looking for this Waffle House fight video so fucking hard. <laughs> trying to find just one ah. Waffle House fight video <laughs> amongst in the a sea, sea of Waffle, Waffle House, House fight fights. videos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, yeah, dude. Let's watch this. So I gotta say, oh, like, this is one guys... of the best accounts on Twitter. Thirty second fight, excellent Twitter account. So that you're not gonna see a lot of technique here, but a lot of gusto. <laughs> I was gonna see a lot of gusto. More technique. I'm ready. I'm trying to frame it. Hard to do. Vertically oriented video. I think this is as good as it gets. All right. Ready, set, play. What? Employees on employee violence? I didn't expect it to be two employees. Right? (laughs) Please do. Oh, no. I think the, yeah, you're the, not getting your flapjacks, dude. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Look, dude, Waffle House so fucking overrated. That place salts. I've it's never great. had a good meal at Waffle House, had and many, I've gone there twice. I've had many great <laughs> meals at Waffle House. <clears throat> I used to go there, uh, like, like if we went hunting and like we killed a deer, we'd be up very, you know, late into the night. Sometimes, you know, maybe we shoot the deer as the sun's going down. We have to track it for a mile drag it back out of the woods we'd probably get lost on the way back and then we got to take the deer to the place that processes it into deer yeah. meat and then we're hungry and waffle house is open so we'd go to waffle house and i love that shit no first come of on, all dude. Waffles those, those are, are those are real steak and shake hours that's we don't have steak and shake in, in, in our neck of the wood oh. so what we do have is waffle house the waffle housing what do you get and oh it depends how hard i want to go in the paint my friend <laughs> i get now, one they, thing Oh, if I can only have one thing, I want the hash browns, and I want jalapenos and uh, and cheese on them, and I want to put some salsa on one good. half and some tomato on the other. I get steak and eggs, steak and eggs, and it comes with a side of guilt 
because that steak <laughs> is half fat, but it's so fatty you can't like cut it out and eat around it. So it just no. goes down. It's the intermuscular same. fat because they they are the world's largest um, um, retailer of T-bone steaks. The Waffle really? House is. Yeah, they sell more T-bones than any other place it's ever fucking in the world. Retired circus animal meat. That's, that's not. I, I don't. I don't ever get the steak. Um, I, I do like the uh, the hash browns a lot. I don't really care for the waffles, but I do get a lot of scrambled eggs and the sausage, and it's good stuff. I remember their eggs not being good. But I this like was their like eggs. Fifteen years ago, they're not as they're not fluffy. They're more of a like a pudding type, like soft. Yeah. Uh, I like, I like that. A, I like a nice fluffy egg. If mm -hmm. I'm getting scrambled eggs, no, I do the Gordon Ramsay eggs, and if I get them fried. I don't ever do over easy because I feel like you lose yolk on the plate. I like over hard a little more. I feel like I get get all the food, you know. I like over medium. Over medium's fine too. I didn't wait. That's for real. Over medium. What what is that? What's over? It's medium? not like like an over easy. You cut into that yolk and it spills everywhere. Over medium is like a kind of a soft boiled egg kind of thing, and then oh. over hard is like it's all solid. Do they prepare? A consistent over medium at Waffle House? I can't imagine they do. If DeAndre's there, <laughs> you okay then? And Is he DeAndre have to here? Scrap. No, then I'll have scrambled. <laughs> <laughs> Is my main man DeAndre fixing the eggs? Uh, yeah, I order steak and eggs. Uh, you know, so that I can be conscious Keto of my friendly. figure. I mm -hmm. uh, I order uh, Arnold Palmer, right? Because half of it's unsweet tea, which makes it half good. Probably those. I fucking love Arnold Palmer's. They're those, as good I, as I could sweet drink those tea. all day. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> I, I remember I used to buy Arnold Palmer's in those giant cans when I was like a teenager, and then go home and play Xbox. And in my head, I was just like, "Yeah, this is like just basically tea. It's good for me." And then you look at the other side of the container, and it's like, "This is a Big Mac." <laughs> yes but god damn those are some good times sipping off a tall boy of arnie palmies sometimes i do water but it's hard at a restaurant i don't eat at restaurants very often but when i do it's hard to resist the arnold palmer i like yeah. unsweet tea it's got some lemon in there a little little sweetener <sighs> i wish i liked unsweet tea what kind of what do you, it depends what you sweeten it with look i've tried i've tried all sorts of sweeteners and honestly sweet and low is the best those little pink packets they're more like effective for volume right like oh, if you yeah. put in a packet of sugar you have unsweet tea with a whisper of sugar. You put yeah. in a packet of sweet and low, and it, it, um, what is it called? It's when very it fully potent. saturates, you know, not super saturated, but like it, all of it, yeah. none of it's stuck on the bottom because it fully dissolves. Oh, it dissolves. For it. Yeah. It fully dissolves, and, uh, and it, like you said, it's potent. You get more per packet. Yeah. I put like one in my coffee, and it's good to go. All right. If I'm making, I do like, that's what I've been drinking for the last little bit. Uh, is uh, unsweet tea, and I take like a big lemon slice and squeeze a bitch in there, and get three sweet sweeteners in there. It's delicious. It's like I like the palmer. bitterness of unsweet tea. Like I don't add sugar or anything to it, other than lemon. But that's not really a sweet. <sighs> that's because Missouri is not really the South. No, no, it's no. Not. I mean, we kind of just straddled the Civil War, seeing what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you ever watch any actually, of no, that? We had a line. The Mason Dixon line went right through us. Yeah. Did you ever watch any of The Outsider? No, I need to watch some. You gotta watch it. You're, You're loving it that much, huh? Are He's they locked. are they thirty minute episodes or hour long? Episodes? Hour, I think. I think okay, you got like five I'm, hours of content there. I'll the watch other thing tomorrow night then. Yeah, that's really good. Jason Bateman acting and directing, very good, very very good. And like, it's not like 
it reminds me of like an X-Files episode that they turned into a movie or, or like, no, I'll take that back that they stretched out over an entire season or something mm-hmm. like that. There's definitely some spooky stuff going on, but it's not like Dracula's not like hanging from the fucking attic or anything like that. It's like, wait, what, what's going on here? Like you, it's a real sort of thriller mystery type show. It's, it's good stuff. And it's HBO. They make good content. I'm always looking for new thrillers. That's, what? that's quickly become my favorite genre. I think. Yeah. Watching Ragnarok. Have you guys heard of it? Is that the Thor movie? Uh, no. There's also a Thor movie called Thor Ragnarok, but it's a Netflix special. It's six episodes, and uh, basically, this dude and his brother move to this town. His superpowers start developing. One guy's like just naturally good and wants to help people because that's his way. The other guy's kind of an asshole every opportunity he gets. Good guy kind of looks like Thor. Asshole kind of looks like Loki. Let's see where this goes. Okay. I've been watching an animated show on um, the, uh, what's that cartoon thing? The, the Adult Swim. And it's called Primal. Uh, and Primal is yeah, a caveman uh, living in like a time of dinosaurs. There's no speaking in Primal. It's really cool animation. And just with like the caveman's like expressions and his eyes, you're able to tell the difference between mad angry furious sad like like everything like 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 just gigantic range of emotions that you just get from his eyes and his none because he's a fucking caveman you described it as animated uh animated cartoon yeah so like cartoon that's where i was because animated can mean cgi it can mean a lot yeah so the style of animation um is a bit old school like it's it's definitely drawn it's not uh it's not a pixar type thing it's really fun. Like I'm, uh, there's four episodes I think, and I've seen two of them, and I really liked it. And I'm, I'm not gonna spoil too much because it actually does have like a really cool story. It's gory as fuck. There's tons of blood, and and uh, but he becomes friends with a dinosaur, who's had like a similarly poor lot in life. Like the horrible things have happened to them both, and they like learn to team up. And like out of nowhere, he's just like hops on the dinosaur's back with his spear and the dinosaur just like Roar! and he's like yeah and like that's the end of episode one with him on the dino and you're like fuck yeah now they're the dynamic duo and then like sure. it's, i remember it's this really... scene from game of thrones <laughs> <laughs> it's really good i honestly like i really dig the animation style um and uh it's it's definitely how long is an episode 30 minutes 20 minutes or something yeah. like that like I didn't want to buy it. I just I watched a YouTube video where they were like praising the animation and how good the show was. <clears throat> so I downloaded the Adult Swim app and you can watch each episode for free with like 90 seconds of ads, I think, like two 30 second ads, maybe even. So it's, you know, it's pretty attainable. You don't have to purchase it or get some some brand new service. Which app did you say it was? Uh, I think it's Adult Swim. Oh, which I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Adult Swim used to be so fucking funny. I guess it might still know. be, but I've never. You didn't like shit like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I felt like a lot of that stuff was like intentionally like raunchy and like 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 over the top, and I just I never liked all that. I, I really just didn't like it. I don't know. And what I'm, podcast I'm, do you think you're a host of? <laughs> <laughs> but like, like there'd be like welcome to they'd be shows like cunt burger welcome back to cunt burger where everybody's a burger made of cunts no the worst one was squidbillies yeah i could sure. never watch an episode of squidbillies without getting tremendously sad and depressed like it just made me sad to watch aqua teen hunger force i thought had a bunch of funny episodes 
I never got into it. I'll tell you what I like that's old school animation, and that's MTV Celebrity Deathmatch. Remember yeah, that shit? That was fun. Where like it's like those clay figurines fighting and those two Claymation. guys making good good jokes. Yeah, that shit's yeah. great. Yeah, it's fucking claymation. Oh, we got Paris Hilton versus Nicole Richie. I remember that one. That was a funny one. And yeah. it's like the over the top. Talking about over the top, dude. They would rip each other's eyes out and disembowels. And yeah, disembowel them and and just limbs being ripped off and people getting eaten. Like Hannibal Lecter was one of them. I I can't remember who he was fighting, but yeah, I like that show, show on there. Like. Uh, what, what fuck just lost oh uh, Aqu- uh not not Aqu- uh fucking robot chicken oh i like that when i was Green show. like a teenager i thought that was hilarious and I, in my head i remembered it as hilarious and i watched a couple clips on youtube the other day very disappointing no hmm. i think it's still wrong that'd be crazy if that shit that's a uh, seth green show right yeah yeah the because they like guy. rip it on family guy you know, yeah that's really funny yeah it is funny where he's like yeah, I don't really watch that. And he's like, well, you know, it's a pretty good show, Dad. And it's like, yeah, I don't want to watch people playing with action figures for half an hour. <laughs> 15 minutes. And he's like, yeah, that shit's good. Uh, yeah, I need Fights to... are tomorrow night. Ooh, who's no, they're not. They're the night, they're the night after tomorrow night. They're tonight as this show comes out. Yeah, if you're if, if you're if you're a non-Patreon loser, <laughs> um, John Jones is fighting a guy named Dominic Reyes, perhaps Rhea R E Y E S, and um, Kyle's favorite female fighter, maybe Valentina Shevchenko, is fighting a huge underdog. Kahugan or something like that. Kahugan. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't sound like the actually the You're guy welcome, fighting. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know her name. Either. John Jones is also fighting. Uh, Dominic Reyes Reyes uh, is a huge underdog as well. Um, I I'm wrong uh, every time John Jones fights, and I predict him to lose. Um, but do you see how many times you saw we'll tested him? No. It was the most, um, the, what's his name, Nowitzki or whatever, said uh-huh. it was the most he'd ever seen any athlete tested ever. That's it was like 40 times a year or something like that, He's crazy, been, like random piss tests. A couple of times. Well, they have that's to now, right, because he has such a history of it? Yes. According to some people. <laughs> According to you, Sada. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, he has not looked as good as he did back when, back when, back before, you know, as he was getting caught for steroids. Mm-hmm. Uh, undefeated, undisputed, light heavyweight <laughs> champion of the world. He lost, according to a lot of people, to a 185-pounder on one leg uh, one or two fights ago. Not according to yeah, the judges. Kyle, did you consider that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> undefeated, undisputed. Uh, Matt Hamill beat him. That was not a beating. That was a disqualification. <laughs> There's lots of ways to lose a fight. Uh, yeah, you could just not you know show up. Be, I wouldn't count it as a loss, though. <laughs> It would be so funny if like Trump tweeted out, and my favorite fighter of all time, John Jones, undisputed, absolutely champion, and then seeing both of you guys flip. <laughs> <laughs> he just tweeted Trump Trump just tweeted supporting uh McGregor the other night. Yeah, Literally. McGregor also came out in support of Trump. Yeah, he called him man. the American goat. <laughs> <Did he? laughs> the presidential goat or something like That's that. That's hilarious. Uh, I'm just trying to get as much attention as I have. <laughs> sales of my whiskey are going down <laughs> <laughs> yeah john jones is a great great fighter he just wins all his fights what else do you want uh and it, it's like i i want to be like well he's not really that good oh yeah who's better well i mean 
Okay. But like okay. nobody alive. He's the but, best on this planet, but that's it. Well, I bet he couldn't beat up the mountain. How do you feel about that? <laughs> right? It might be. Well, maybe if he had that spear, though. I would yeah. love to see Thor Bjornsson. First of all, coolest name for a strong man ever. So dope. His name is Thor, and he can deadlift 1,100 pounds. That, like... It, Life is rigged for you, dude. Hey, it's sick. Taylor, uh, test. Don't look at anything but the camera. Spell Bjornsson. B-J-O-R-N-S-S-O-N. You is forgot the double dots ah. over the O. Oh, <laughs> oh I forgot the umlaut. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was amazing. Did I get it right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Dude, Taylor's spelling... spelling. It, <laughs> so good. Every, Kyle will, will confirm that every time I'll like type out the PKA title and be like, Taylor, need a spell check on this? <laughs> Actually, um, people only has one E. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually last names. Like, and what you'll be like, oh, really? All right. Yeah. <laughs> you so because I've been using two for my whole life. People has it two E's. It boosts my ego because I'm like, man, I'm the I'm the grand poobah spelling over here. I just want to throw out people has two E's. I feel like that was yeah, a I bad dig. <laughs> no, no, no. It's 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 him. Uh, the, the joke was that he would troll you into believing. Ah, people oh, I, I, I thought <laughs> the joke was I put too many E's in. <laughs> um, See, I yeah. should have tripled down and be like, no, Woody, it's one E. <laughs> have you really been putting two E's on your life? Dude, if and I understood math the way I understand spelling, God, I would not be as dumb as I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, spelling just always made sense. I was talking to someone when I was much, much younger, and I was like, yeah, you know how when like you think words, like you see them in your head written out? They're like, no, I don't think that way. And I was like, what? How, then how do, you, how do you think? You know, do you, do you guys do it that way like when you think of a sentence like you see it spelled out in your head no no i don't have that like you do i see pictures of the words i uh if i wanted to spell a word i would pronounce it slowly and think of all the letters that are in it but mm. that is not reliable no <laughs> not hence not my spelling technique. that's a, i would sound it out poorly <laughs> that's an interesting thing to think about is like there was some study that came out uh that reported that like some people don't have an internal monologue oh like yeah. they don't Ooh. think internally they have more like feelings and impulses and that's that's crazy bizarre. to me how yeah, do you do I, I, I saw that on reddit in my I head all day yeah me too I, I think i saw that on reddit where like the person told their mother that they didn't have an internal monologue and, and like, and the mother's now looking at him like he's a monster. And I'm thinking to myself, like you might be like, like that's some animal shit. You don't have an internal yeah, monologue. What the fuck is wrong with you? You don't have you, your soul. How do you but think? Like, right. Do you think I'm without not, I'm not for burning witches, but I'm for burning people without an inner monologue. <laughs> Apparently there's a lot of them though. So it's going to take a couple of big fires. Is that yeah. true? Is this like the wiping thing where half wipe one way, half wipe the other, and neither knows the other half exists? You know, half think in their native language in their head, half think in some sort of feeling emotion smoke signals, and they don't know each other exist? Is that I, I don't know. It's crazy. But like just like it's one of those things that you can't even empathize with it, where it's like try and imagine your functionality maintaining intact day to day and not having an internal monologue it it doesn't make any sense i couldn't You're process thoughts without language 
Yeah. Like you need language to process <laughs> that. It's just, it's mind blowing. That's shit's crazy. Or who knows? Maybe it's just one study that's not very. Yeah. That'll be you know, disproven reliable. shortly. Yeah. As many of them are, but yeah. How tall is Juji Mufu? The fuck is Juji Mufu? Oh, you don't know who Juji Mufu is? That guy's channel is awesome. I knew that Taylor would watch him. Yeah, Taylor really enjoys his videos. I think. Oh yeah, I love Juji Mufu's channel. I, I I'd like to get him on on the show. That would be awesome. If you guys are Juji Mufu fans. Get that bitch on the show. I want to talk to him about his fitness routine. He does so much fun stuff. Like he makes fitness fun. And I know how lame I just said that. But <laughs> so Juju <laughs> Mufu is a YouTuber. He is yoked out of his mind, which somehow is racist oh, yeah. to me now. Um, but yeah, he's super <laughs> duper strong. Steroids, right? Openly admitted, maybe. Uh, it's, I, I oh, haven't seen him admit steroids. I saw him goof around about it for sure. You know, it was like uh, all maybe. natural. Yeah, yeah, all natural. <laughs> yeah, like um, if he's, he's all natural, that is uh, he's a one percenter. Somehow. Yeah, that's a genetic lottery winner if he's natural. Um, but I wonder how tall he is. I don't know. Sometimes I, I, really I would guess strong like five ten. Okay. Yeah. He. I don't know. It's hard to tell because he's next to extraordinary people all the time, right? That mm -hmm. he, he just came up with a picture next to Bjornsson, who is the mountain, right? Yeah. Everyone looks small next to the mountain. That's I mean, they, he, he had a video, one of the ones I really enjoyed from him. It's like some, it was some challenge, I think, and forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think it was Scotland where it's like you pick up this rock that weighs like 500 pounds and you walk around this ancient like stone placement thing as long as you can. And Juju Mufu is ripped out of his gourd, absolutely enormously strong. And he was struggling to like get it up in place and then walking. And he was with the mountain and then the mountain does it almost casually. <laughs> like, yeah, I just grab it, pull it up, and then walk around. That is the secret. <laughs> Dude, he's well, with... the secret is to be seven feet tall and enormous. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the mountain climber he makes so many videos with? Oh, I don't remember the guy's name, but I love the mountain climber videos because you can really <sighs> see how fucking strong the grip strength is of these climbers. It's out of this world because like he, he even had one video where he went up to like three random young kids climbing in a climbing gym and he had no experience with it. And they were doing grip strength tests. And this kid who weighed like 150 pounds, like soaking wet, super tiny, was doing stuff that what's a grip strength test look like test look so like. basically what they do is uh they have these different grips so some of them is like it's like an iron box that you have to grab like that and and lift up and it's it's all grip strength like there's nothing to latch your hand on yeah. and another one is just like kind of a pipe just like a dowel that you have to grab onto and it's it, it's unbelievable i I, I tried. I, I was flirting with the idea of getting grip strength training stuff. And then I saw the total price and I was like, bitch, you're not going to commit yourself to this. Just, <laughs> just lift weights. <laughs> I, I enjoy Juju Mufu's videos. Oftentimes he puts himself in situation where he's humbled, right? This is a guy yeah. whose strength is better than one percenter, right? You know, he's oh, a yeah. point one. He's very, very strong, very, very jacked. And then he'll be like, yeah, uh, 
Here's a guy who's been a professional mountain climber for their indoor rock climber for the last mm-hmm. 20 years. He and I are going to see how we stack up. And uh, obviously he gets wrecked by this guy. Yeah. Um, he put the, the mountain climber, whose name I can't recall, wore weighted vest so that they had equal weights. And mm-hmm. that was so cool because the mountain climber still did much better. And Juju yeah. Mufu was like, this, of all the shit we've done, American Ninja Warrior, this, that, the other thing, all your feats, this one's the most impressive to me. He's like, I always thought that the, the reason you did so well at this was because you were lighter than me. Now we're the same weight and you're still doing so well. It was outrageous. Did you see the one... That one of his videos from a you know probably six months ago at this point that I really enjoyed was they went fishing for like tuna or some enormous fish. Okay. And instead of having the pole strapped in the way you normally would, because the weight's just too intense for most people, they were doing it like free-handed. Okay. And it was unbelievable to see these guys. He did it with like a couple of professional arm wrestlers and shit, because he's into arm wrestling. Yeah. And Watching a guy that's as jacked as him, like try and hold in these fish, it was insane. Like he's like getting pulled to the edge of the boat. Other guys are having to grab him. It's like holy fuck! Like <laughs> we are so weak compared to most animals. Uh, have you ever done, gone deep sea fishing and caught something big? No, I've never gone deep sea fishing. Uh, Seems like it'd be fun though. It was terrible for me. I've told the whole story where I got into a fight with the beer guy before but uh i also i didn't catch a marlin but i reeled it in uh the way we did it because i'm just a tourist uh of course the boat captain's out there the first hands are you know baiting all the lines and everything when there's a bite the first hand hooks it which apparently takes some skill and then after that happens they put my retard ass on the rod and I get to like <laughs> reel it in and do the thing. And, and then uh, I got it all the way up to the boat. And I guess it takes skill to do the last part where they like, I don't know, beat the fuck out of it and get in the boat because I lost him after I got him close. But oh. it was still a neat experience. And I caught a ton of, I think dolphin and mahi-mahi are the same fish. And I caught a bunch of those. They're not? No. I thought mahi mahi was a fish, whereas it is a fish, a, a mammal. It is. No, I'm right. Uh, there is something called like a. Let me see. A dolphin fish. Yeah. I wonder what dolphin tastes like. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if you Google dolphin fish, yeah, mahi mahi also comes up. So you're saying mahi mahi is not fish? No. Uh, there is a fish called a dolphin, and then there is a mammal called a dolphin. But what's a mahi-mahi? It is the fish that shares a name with dolphin fish. Have you ever seen those sunfish? I'm so confused now. That are fucking enormous. I know that a dolphin is a marine mammal, and I know that a mahi-mahi Would you is read the first line in this Wikipedia article? Ah, they ah. refer to it as the dolphin fish. However, it is, of course, a fish. Okay. It doesn't look like a dolphin at all. I didn't name it, but uh, I caught three of those. I'm just so. mad at scientists, Woody, not you. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like, I caught eight dolphins. They just can't. <laughs> <They're so laughs> we were just stockpiling those bitches. <laughs> yeah, they, they live for a while out of the water. You'd be shocked. <laughs> Are you allowed to keep most fish when you do uh, like deep sea fishing? Because all the videos I've seen is when they like do that thing that Woody was saying, where you pull it up to the side of the boat, you kind of like touch it, and it's like, all right, now unhook it and send it on its way. I because 
Yeah, that would be like getting a deer's worth of meat for some of these animals. Well, some of those tuna are like 800, 1,000 pounds, right? Oh, yeah, they're fucking enormous. Yeah. I don't... 800 pounds of tuna? Can you imagine how long that would last? Days. <laughs> so we didn't catch tuna. I, I think we put all the marlins back, and we kept all the dolphins. All right. Mm. Can we watch Chiz's video? What do you the public freak out here. Uh, okay. It's a slow burn, but we get there. It's Is that a gun in the opening second? No. Okay. Uh, I'm at, I'm oh, at zero. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Making sure I'm framing it. Is. What the fuck is this guy wearing? <laughs> just a, okay. It looks like a canvas vest <laughs> with, a, just, with a canvas gotta, skirt. <laughs> a canvas vest on. I'm re yeah. ready. Right, oh. Let's watch it. Ready, set, play. <laughs> what language are they speaking? <laughs> is this Africa? I don't know. I have no idea. That woman didn't see our punching power study. She didn't see the kicking power study either. Oh, a trip. Oh, what a stomp. Oh. Well, wow, he's not done yet. <laughs> did you see the, the fucking soccer kick to the face right in the last frame? I did. Wham. I, I think you're right. Yeah, that might be Africa. I don't know. God damn. She that guy gave her quite a boot. <laughs> that guy also gave her quite a chance. There's like 25 seconds of her physically and verbally abusing him while he absorbs it. And then five seconds of him saying he's had enough. Did you see in front of him is just a tar played out with just a bunch of shit? <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to sell. That's I, so funny. Is he selling? I inferred that's what she was upset about. Like it, my whole time I'm watching it, she's saying, clean up this mess. You have a tarp full of bullshit on the ground. You need to leave. Maybe. Do you know where you are? <laughs> I am going to fuck you up so hot. That was <laughs> Lieutenant Mungumbo. He's, he's falling on harder times. Lieutenant. Left, <laughs> oh, it's South Africa. Right, Lieutenant Mungumbe. Took me two <laughs> seconds to identify the, that location. Strand St. Bus Station, Cape Town, South Africa. <laughs> I can never. I, I rewatch that Opie and Anthony clip of yep. Flight Lieutenant Mugumbe from Zimbabwe. That helmet. Probably every six weeks, and I almost cry laughing every single time. I got to show my dad next time he comes over. <laughs> it's video is so ridiculous. Like, like, like. He, he says, turns the helicopter on and it's turning at like three rotations a minute. It wouldn't even serve as a decent ceiling fan. Like, it's. <laughs> He's taken on several of, test flights. It's made out of iron welded together. It's heavier than a fucking suburban. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's the helmet really is the best part. Like he's made his in his full yellow flight suit, and the helmet has that blue dot. He's hastily painted on a red dot. He's hastily painted on, and he's just you know, like lying he sits in the cabin of it. None of the electrical works. It's just, no. it's just like a little. It's like a kid's hangout clubhouse that they put together. Like, like it's it's nonsense. I wish I knew. I, I hope that he's got like a really good sense of humor and like he he knows it's all a big joke and like. I would like, hope like he's, so he's laughing on the inside. I mean, the guy doing the reporting 
he has to know. The, the, he has to know when he's like, uh, Flight Lieutenant Mugumbe has taken Zimbabwe into the air. <laughs> As Maya Angelou or whatever said, for so long we have made do with nothing that now we can do anything with nothing. That's a terrible quote. That doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. yeah that, it, oh, God, that video. Anybody out there who hasn't watched... I don't even I know if there's the a part video and a channel is still up. If it is, though, goddamn, that so is the so O and A subreddit. It's gone. I think I read. Does that sound right? Oh yeah, my my Reddit use plummeted after that subreddit went away because it was hilarious. Dude, it was far and away the funniest subreddit. It so so good. There's a new one that I. Do you know the Fighter and the Kid podcast? Kyle yep. probably. I've will. heard of it. I've never listened. Though. Okay, the Fighter and Kid podcast. The UFC fighter, uh, Brandon Schwab, he was one time a top 10 heavyweight. Yeah, how do you pronounce that name? Schwab? Schaub. Schaub, thank you. And uh, and then a comedian who is the kid for some reason. He's older than me. And uh, uh, they have a podcast together, and their subreddit hates them. <laughs> oh, my. They hate them. I, like... I. I'm like, all right, how much can they hate them? This is an area that I'm familiar with. And no, no, they hate them so much. Every <laughs> post was a hate post on another level. That is uh, unflattering pictures. Some of this hitting kind of host to hope. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's a natural evolution of a podcast subreddit where it starts out very positive. And it gets to the point where it's like, also fuck him, and he's the worst, and I hate him. Like ONA's subreddit was Brutal. so fucking mean. It was hilarious. They they would they, like their top voted post of the day would just be like, shout out to my favorite pedophile. And it's just a photo of Anthony. Anthony, yeah. <laughs> oh, did like you see the, Jim uh, Norton was on uh, Rogan? Oh, he's he's been on a few times, I believe. I didn't know that. I I I I'd never seen him on there. He was on there like either today or yesterday. Uh, they were talking about Bob Lazar. Um, so that that was pretty interesting. Jim, like on like I'm still in another phase of watching old or listening rather to old O and A when I'm just kind of milling around doing whatever. And Jim is so fucking quick, like so quick witted. It makes me fucking jealous. Like he. Immediately, he's, the, he's got jokes. Yeah, he's the quickest I've ever seen. It's yeah. it's very impressive. It's very uh, impressive. Yeah, <laughs> and and just goes through the throat, just just really dirty, really cruel stuff. It's he's it's hilarious. Good stuff. I fucking love old Jim Norton on that show. Like the only, it got to the point where the only people that the ONA subreddit liked, uh, people is the only person rather is Colin Quinn, mm. and. It's impossible to dislike Colin Quinn. That guy is a fucking champion. He was the one who he has such a funny. <laughs> did they hate on Jim Norton eventually? Did they yeah, turn? they hate on Jim. They hate on they hated on Anthony. They hated on Opie. They hated on everybody in a very funny way. But the clip that always kept me laughing was Colin Quinn insulting Anthony, being like, "And this fucking back alley Tunisian knife fighter." <laughs> 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 because like calling him Tunisian is funny because Anthony's like actually racist <laughs> like not not like joking ironic shit but yeah that oh man bring back r slash Opie and Anthony because that was other than that in hockey I use reddit not at all 
like so fucking funny. I'm trying to think of other really good bits. Really good bits they had. What what did what did he call? What did he call him? Oh fuck. Oh trying to think of the Colin Quinn bits. Anyway, doesn't matter. It'll come to me later after the somebody, show. Somebody needs to dress Bernie Sanders. He needs some power suits. Look at this. Look at look the, we don't need to watch the video or anything, but just, just look at that thumbnail. It looks like my grandmother like like thought it was she it was a little nippy outside. She threw on a fucking sweater. My man got some so, narrow ass shoulders. I I hear what you're saying. You don't see it as part of his appeal. Say what uh, you want about Trump, but he dresses well. Like 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 like, like it's flattering to his body type, as, as flattering as he can be. Right. If he should yeah, be in a fucking suit. Well. Put a fucking suit on, Bernie. You're not you're not running for mailman. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, he, he, might he be, could. Yeah, yeah a little he looks like the head of the PTA. Like it's almost like he's suit. asking you to overlook his look, right? And and that's not that's not the way to go. Like you could do a casual thing. Like he could wear the button up with like a blazer, like like unbuttoned, like a nice thin lapel, like like something that's kind of open and casual. But this looks like this looks awful. Yeah, I mean, I. Other, I mean, I fucking hate pretty much every politician, right and left. But Bernie, he, he does give off a vibe that he genuinely believes what he's saying, and he it looks like somebody redistributed like his wardrobe. Like, like, <laughs> what is this? In my America, we will all wear unflattering garments <laughs> <laughs> that show the growth of my right tit. Based on this photo. <laughs> Wait, I need to look again. Yeah. <laughs> like, Come on. Be, be the leader of the free world. Put on a fucking suit. Nice thick red tie. So, Kyle, I think all three of us are in solidarity. And we're voting for whoever is going to expunge that record and get you back into firearm territory. That's a Buttigieg position. I just want to put that out there. I don't know he's if that'll not, even work for me. Do I don't even because because I, I don't know if anybody's going to expunge a distribution charge. Ah, I disagree. I wait if they legalize pot, won't I they don't get rid know. of it or no? I don't know. No, not necessarily on the legalized pot, which is the question you asked. But Buttigieg and Bernie both have uh, expunging old records, and Bernie, I think, said anything nonviolent. I don't know if Buttigieg really went into detail. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm just looking forward to it's one of the like one of the AMA idea. questions was uh, what am I going to do with the day my probation is up? <clears throat> if you want to ask AMA questions, it's ten dollars. The same thing to get you PK in early. We did PK in on Monday this week, so you get it extra early. But I've known that for a very long time. It's the same thing that I would have done like last year or at any point during this whole thing if they were just like called me. And they're like, you know what? We're kind of done with this. You want to just go your your way and we'll go ours immediately driving to the Atlanta airport, buying a plane ticket to Colorado when I'm gone, gone. Aren't you going to miss it's, your, it's, your like that, it's, it's like that scene at the end of um, um, the usual suspect, usual suspect. He's like, <laughs> and just like that. <laughs> you're, you're limping onto the plane and then you start walking down the, 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 the walkway. Just, I go, oh, I'll go funny. straight from verbal Kent to fucking uh, <laughs> Kaiser <laughs> Soze and, and like five seconds flat. I'll be fucking gone to the that's land one of, of dope and honey. Best movies of all oil. time. Oh, that's going to the land of dope and honey oil. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. I, I'll be gone. 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 I would leave right. If they call right now and they were like, hey, we miscalculated. 
we're, uh, we should have counted like the last two years on your probation. So technically you're free to go right now. I would be like, fuck you guys. I got to go. I'd leave right. I'd <laughs> just, just gone. <laughs> I'd be gone. Like I'd grab a few things on my way out, but I'm not even going to pack a bag. You know, I, I'm just to the airport and flying 600 miles an hour to the land of freedom. I just can't believe that you would move to Colorado and not ski. It's so much fun. You can even be high while I've you're doing it. If you make this you. out like a choice. You're like, I can't believe that you would just choose not to fly in the air like a bird. Like, like it would be great. I can't do it. It hurts. Yes, you can. It hurts you my ankles. Those ankles straight. It has nothing to do with that. If I just put the boots on, put no pressure on, didn't even stand. If I sat with those ski boots on, it would be excruciating. Like I can try my something in my ankles. I was with Kyle when he gave uh, skiing a good effort. It's not for him. All day, all day we're out yeah, there. It was terrible. I, I don't know if I have it. Did I just? Did we just ditch you and your and you, you and you, my girlfriend? No, your girlfriend and me went skiing instead. A little slip there. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. I also would, danced with my girlfriend. I was getting a little jelly. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Was that at the? Uh, yeah, that was at, that was at like an E3 party where like um, a bunch of bunch of people were at or something like that. Yes, I was fresh off my um, dance competition. Dance comp. I was kind of on a dancing. It was my thing at the time. I danced with um, who's the girl that? Uh, she's a big YouTuber and she dated. Uh, yeah, I, I know who you're talking something. about. Yeah, Jen? does that apple? Does that yeah, apple yeah, yeah. shit? Uh, I don't know. Little tiny blonde, cute. He was, I dance with anyone who would dance with Kitty too. So your ankles just kill you, just trying yeah. to even wear those. Like my inner ankles, like like I can feel my heart throbbing in them. Like da -dum, da -dum, da -dum. it's just. You ever tried snowboarding? The, I've never snowboarded, but I know those boots are way more comfortable. Well, you could just wear regular boots and buckle those in, right? You could yes. like oh, I don't know. You could, yeah, I think you can put on like I, I could be wrong, but I've had this discussion with others before, and I and I think That's we what came I to. Do. I came to the idea that if I just wore regular boots and strapped the, there's something about the ski boots that had like a hard, like bar on the inner ankle or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's excruciating for me. I've got weird shaped ankles or something. Oh, that stinks. Ice skating's not for Kyle either. Does the exact same thing. I do enjoy it though. And I'm pretty, I, I, I can, I can kind of do it, but not well. Can you stop? Yeah. I mean, eventually you hit the floor. You're not going can anywhere. You, then. <laughs> can you, can you do a hockey stop? Oh, of course I can do a hockey stop. <laughs> stop. Yeah. And my slap shot's excellent. What are you asking these questions Georgia. <laughs> you, you said you could, you could skate. Part of skating is stopping. Wow, I don't want to stop. Once is I'm it, going, I'm going. Snow plows a little until he loses momentum. I've been ice skating like three times. And the, the, and, and, and you the, can't the, fucking the, skate. No, no, of course I can't fucking <laughs> skate. But I, I'll say this. I'm not like right around the edge, like holding on to the edge, like doing this number. I'm, I'm skating, right? Like I'm, I'm going along. And, but but if you were to stop right in front of me, there'd be a whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> kind of like, what are you doing? Are you doing this shit? Whoa. Because <laughs> like, like growing up, we used to go like roller skating a lot. And I can, I guess yeah. everybody can do that. I'm, I'm great at that. I can go backwards and I can like, I can stop and I, I can do stuff. I'm like Brian Cranston and, and, and fucking Malcolm in the middle. I, I can do the whole routine. <laughs> That's a great reference. <laughs> That's a good one. That's hilarious. But, but, but on, and I always used hockey skates as well. Like uh, my, my friend Saul was like, ah, yeah, hockey yeah. skates are much easier to use than the figure skates. For sure. you know, you know, faggots so wear the hockey skates. <laughs> Stopping in roller skates, like hockey style is so hard. Like 
way, way harder than on ice. At It'll least, just, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah It'll just, just tip you right over and you'll fall. And and break like your nails. fucking ankle. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I played goalie once in roller hockey when I was maybe t- like nine or ten and our goalie was out and it was the worst experience. You get so hot in goalie stuff on a roller hockey rink. There's no cooling ice effect. It fucking sucks. I don't know why you would play goalie and roller. Especially you can't laterally slide, so you're letting in easy goals that you'd otherwise stop. What do, where are you at with your uh, uh, men's league stuff? Are you are you doing that this year or no? I haven't done that in ages. Uh, yeah, I would just give it more lip service if you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about are you playing? Are you? It sound. I imagine you asked that because you're getting into it. No, I, it's the same old thing. Where every single season, my friends who play hockey are like, "Damn, we'd love to have you on the team." And I'm like, "All right, I'd like to play right wing." And they're like. Yeah, nah, we kind of pictured you as goalie. And it's like, do you want me to play? If I can play right wing, I won't be very good. They're like, nah, it's okay. Let us know if you want to play goalie. <laughs> so that that's what, what level do they play? Oh, I don't even know. It, it's just some men's league that's uh, – it's mostly guys that played in high school, maybe a little college. Like, they're, it, it wouldn't be that, that so they high don't, of a level. They don't have um, A, B, and C? I'm sure they do. I just I'm not familiar with, with which is. one they're in. I I would assume A because one of the guys who asked me is is actually pretty good. At my peak, I played A, but I was a below average player, and I also played B. And I think I, in my best year, I got like MVP of, of that league. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I played C now, I wouldn't hurt the team. You know, like I'd I'd be okay there. I wouldn't yeah? Because I remember playing with guys my age in the B league, and it was like. I don't know. Just being polite by not saying anything. It's like, yeah. <laughs> just leave. Stop it. Like they're they're good players yeah. in this B league. You know, Go you can't ahead, be good God. for your elbow to be shooting a hockey puck. Did you see I that uh, right. that memo that Pete Buttigieg sent out to all of his um, the people who are working in his campaign about microaggressions? I did no. not. Is it funny? <laughs> If you identified as a person of color, then you were allowed to take this survey. Um, and uh, it, yeah, and uh, and then it was so like, you. so I I snagged I snagged one right away. <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, it was just all sorts of like, are you ever left out of pertinent email chains without an explanation? Have you ever been interrupted or spoken over by a white coworker or colleague? Have you ever? There's lots of that. Have you? Have you ever had a white colleague explain something to you? I'm, I'm like, what, what if you, what if you wanted to know? <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to know from a whitey. It, it As was on just, a scale of nine to ten, how much do you dislike white? Was people? it a react? So, I feel like there's background here. There's content. There's maybe because of the gay thing. Black people hate Pete. Okay, cool. Black people working in Mayor Pete's campaign said they weren't being treated as well. And now I hear there's a survey towards the black people working in his campaign asking if they're not being treated well. That's the context, right? I have no idea. Um, insert. Oh, no. This is just pumping the Mayor P propaganda into the chat. Look at these facts he's propagandizing. 
They watch to insert artificial audience applause and to Pete on CNN videos. Did you see Pete's? <laughs> this uh, doesn't look like anything please, to me. Please clap moment. That was so funny. I, I think that he's he's got his own. Uh, he's got a please clap moment right here. He's like, please press the clap button. I like the one where he like said what was supposed to be like a banger and was like, come on. And then people give like a eh. <laughs> <And then they laughs> clap. That's funny. I mean, that ruined Howard Dean and Jeb Bush. You know, uh, but I guess Howard Dean's wasn't really a please clap. Yeah. 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 It, we're going to North Dakota and yeah. South Dakota. And we're going to go Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That chicken up is so funny. And immediately his kid. Yeah, That's just, all it took back then. That's all it yeah. took. You can grab him by the pussy now with <laughs> that man. Yeah. And then Trump, there's a certain. Trump could go, yeah, and grab a pussy. <laughs> to Trump's credit, he's like, he just doesn't let it stick to him. It's like he chooses not to be bothered by it Teflon so that everyone Don. else he, doesn't yep, get bothered Teflon by Don. it. He's the best. Yeah. But it, I, I don't think he's. It's not just luck, right? There's something there. He just moves on like he doesn't notice everyone's fussing Bullshit. about this, and then he, there's nothing to say. Yeah. He refuses very, to apologize. He, he's he, very, he, very good. A normal it. politician would be like, you know, you're right. I shouldn't. Have. He's like, fuck you. I'll say it again. Yeah, yeah. It's locker to locker room talk. She was oh, you bleeding from her that? nose or her whatever, and uh, you know, like that would have sank anyone else. And he's just like, it's a viable theory. <laughs> I <remember that. laughs> Mika Brzezinski showed up at a house party and she had blood coming out of her nose oh. and all over her face. And it's like, that lady did not show up to a party bleeding <laughs> everywhere. This Nobody was um, shows up to a party. Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly, the pretty Fox News lady, oh, yeah. asked him about his his nasty thing he said. And then he said, you know, well, to be fair, that, that was about Rosie O'Donnell. It was actually about a bunch of people. But that's not important. What's important <laughs> is that uh, afterwards, he's like, he basically said, Megan Kelly probably asked that nasty question because she was on her period. On period. Yeah. And, uh, and that, that is true king shit. That's hilarious. I, That's I all think true, we should, Taylor. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think we should vote on b based on who's the funniest. <laughs> That's how we get. Um, how, how much? How much worse do we think the coronavirus is going to get? I like. I like Chiz's suggestion here to pick an over under. How many die between this week and next week? How many have died so far? Eighty five million. So wait. Wow, that's higher than I was thinking. Is mm -hmm. this? Actually, that's, like that's not true at all. There's no way 85 yeah. million have <laughs> no, died. No, <laughs> uh, uh, I think about 850 have died. The question is, how many died this week? I did oh, see that uh, uh, some Indian scientists were trying to decipher the virus strain, and oh. they found that there are some HIV-1 like strains in it. And so apparently, if you get it, you can still get it later. Like it's not going to work with you know your body's natural antibodies the way Ooh. it normally would. Yeah, because that's so normally that's like the, might be tougher to vaccinate. Yeah, yeah. Like if you haven't, if it's like including shit that's in an autoimmune disease. So I don't know. I I think, and maybe I'm a retard, but maybe I, I think it's probably bigger than than they're letting on. I do not trust China's self-reported data. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I mean they on. they told us, hey Tiananmen Tiananmen Square, two hundred forty protesters died. All right, it wasn't ten thousand. Where are you coming up with ten thousand? It was closer to ten thousand. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know yeah. that. Well, the reports vary greatly because you're dealing with the bigly. the Chinese bigly, 
So the, the reports are somewhere between 240 and 10,000. Good God. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I'm uneducated. I, I literally thought it was like dozens. I mean, they crushed people with uh, uh, yeah, the government's position is like 240, the mm. Chinese government's position. But they fired live rounds into crowds like machine gun fire, and they ran people over with armored personnel carriers and crushed them in the streets. Did See, the, that guy who was standing in front of the right tank here. get got? I don't know what happened to tank, man. I was thinking it'd be pretty alpha of China. To I know some of the students fire that were caught around right into his face. <laughs> a lot of them got like five or seven years in prison. I know who were like the instigators or whatever. The whole thing was like a, poli uh, a a politician died, and he was more of a reform guy, you know, more more democratic China. And uh, things started going the other way after he died, and the protesters were in the street. And then the the newspapers started mischaracterizing the protesters as violent, and so that made him protest even harder. Like, hey, you're you're lying about us in the paper. Now mm -hmm. they're protesting about what China said about their protesting, and it just kept getting bigger and bigger until they called in the fucking people's what what. Whatever they call their army, they call them the fucking army with machine guns and armored personnel carriers. So the protesters started setting them on fire with Molotov cocktails and they started shooting protesters and crushing them in the streets. And then they brought in the tanks. And that was the, about it. Our protests are lame as shit compared to right? most other countries. It's like, hey, we're holding up signs and we're wearing special hats. How do you like that? And China's like, thousands of people are dying. <laughs> Hong Kong so protests pretty legit. I think uh, yeah, 500 people die this week. 500 more. Did 500 you see in a clip? week? I'll take the under on that. I'll I'll take the over. I'll take the over on in a week. On... Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to add a little bit of diversity into well, our betting. <laughs> I don't. I don't fucking know. Make Did 5, you see 000. the shit where? Because uh, you know, like there's there's so much um, protesting going on in France with those like yellow jackets. Still, people. I remember that from yeah. a year ago. Oh, dude, that's still going. There was a clip that went pretty big online of firefighters taking the side of the protesters and clashing with the police. That's insane. Absolutely. Mind that mind. is insane. Yeah, I, I had no idea that shit was still as big as it is, but apparently it is. So do you know what they're protesting over? Uh, I do not. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, don't know. I don't care. I know they really don't care for their president or whatever, but uh, yeah, Macron or something. Yeah, yeah, he lost all his popularity. I forget what triggered that switch. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I know that he married his fucking like kindergarten teacher or some weird shit. She's like twenty five oh, wow. years older than him. Wow. Yeah. Bad move. Right. Bad move for who? For him. He's the president know. of France. He can get all sorts of That's, very gash. <laughs> you're right. I kind of like so Kyle and I had a debate a I'll call it a month ago about the hottest first lady. And I kind of thought that because these are leaders of the free world, there would be lots of hot first ladies throughout history. No. No, yeah. most first ladies weren't and I and I wasn't even going by currently hot. Right. Currently hot first lady is a much smaller talent pool because most presidents are in their 50s and 60s. Yeah. But I was going by first lady's peak hotness and not as good as you think. Nope. What's Xi Jinping's wife look like? Maybe he's got a little Chinese cutie. Uh, I'm going to let's take a I'm going to say he does. Kyle. Yeah, I bet she's cute. Okay. 
bad yeah, she, she, yeah, she's she's cuter than him but uh, but not what you'd expect from a leader of the not free world no no i'm you know i respect him less now <laughs> <laughs> what, what does putin's lady look like Oh, Putin gets whatever fucking yeah. blonde skinny gal he wants. Your first problem there was this singular use of lady. Yeah. Oh. Putin's wife. Okay. Is she well, a cutie patootie? Uh, well, no. She's not following his fitness regime. Really? Oh my god. You know who she looks like? She looks like George Costanza's mother. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let me get let me link this one. But George! Yeah. I, I can that's, tell you this. She is definitely not scoring eight goals in the KHL All-Star game. <laughs> nope. Nope. You see, I love when he fell. So the, the woman yeah, I'm seeing so is ex-wife, right? Your father! He's ruling the country, George! <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to oust him! Putin might be single. When I, when I Google Putin's wife, all I get is this ex-wife chick. I mean, Putin's uh, a pretty cool guy. I can't think of like anything I, I dislike about him. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> he's real cool just like killing journalists ooh, and shit. Ooh, ooh, ooh. i googled putin's wife and found a putin's rumored girlfriend smoke show you know i'm gonna look up putin wife porn parody let's see this chick a lot of attractive russian men in this google image search smoke show a means russian good, right? woman on a leash <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an attractive lady. See, that's how a man stands next to his granddaughter appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> Not oh, he looks way younger in this. This has got to be ages ago. Yeah, it looks it looks like a good 10, 15 years ago. So she's gone rotten by now. Yeah. Goddamn shame. Well, I think that's a rap voice. I really enjoyed Mr. Negranyu. Um Glad, glad we got him. I, I really meant what I said. I've been a fan of his forever. Yeah, he was an awesome guy. Big fan of his. Uh, links down below for all of the things. Do that stuff. Patreon and whatever else we put in there. Yep, yep. Yeah. PKA. Tell us who you think the, the hottest first lady of all time is. The most fuckable. Tell us who you think's the least fuckable of the That's last 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that's a short list. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That PKA first lady's kind of yoked. fucking something. PKA 477. 